everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Cinebugs. It's me again, just me, Liam. I know, it's a little weird. Just me by myself, without Josh. It's not as good without Josh, I know it's true. Um, hey, thanks for checking back into this, which is our second, uh, our part two, this is hardcore episode. Um, if you listened to the last one, thank you so much. I have to immediately start off again with some apologies. As I said on the last This Is Hardcore edition, we had a number of people sit down with us. We weren't able to capture everyone's audio. Uh, we are not technically proficient. And there were a number of audio issues as well. As you know, we recorded this live at This Is Hardcore, so there is a certain amount of background noise that you're going to hear. Apologies for that. I'm sorry that that is how it is, but that is how it is. Uh, thank you for your patience. But this is a great episode. We talked to a lot of interesting people on this episode. We talked to Clint Kanapka. We talked to Freddie Alva. We talked to Al Spina. We talked to Joey Breeding. We talked to Keith Gallagher. We talked to... Who else did we talk to? Trish. Uh, we talked to... Man, there's a lot of people on this episode. In fact, I spent so much time editing it. Yeah, uh, Aaron Reza and... Uh, Ooh, Alexa and um, Aaron Hurd and Louis Aponte from Jesus Peace and oh, so many people. I don't want to get into it all right here, but there's a lot of folks. So let me start with the first issue. The first issue is that obviously when you're doing a two part, you want to make a balanced episode. And uh, on the last edit, I was so focused on not having too many people go before Josh's longer conversation with Walter, Gavin, and Chaka that uh, I put a, I didn't put enough filler on that episode. So this episode is really long. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth listening to. But if for some reason you doesn't work out for you, you don't make it through the whole thing, I won't judge you. Uh, another thing that is worth mentioning, there are a few people that get cut off. Uh, one is particularly bad, and I have to name... This My man Corey from Massachusetts, he was super excited to talk to me. I went through and I edited out a bunch of stuff to make room for him. We went to do it, and for whatever reason, part of it didn't record. That's my technical issue. I mean, let, let me be clear about this, too. This is not a technical issue that someone else, oh, I'm so good, and everyone else who did this doesn't know what they're doing. No, my friends. No, 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 no. I am as likely to mess this up as anyone else. And that's what happened. I messed it up. Corey, we have the first part of your interview, and then we've had the last section of it, and we missed all the good stuff in the middle. Uh, a few people get cut off quickly. It's because we were having some issues with the power, um, and we missed a section of a few people's interviews. All that to say, we're sorry. We're sorry for that, but we're grateful for everyone who checked out the last episode. It's already doing pretty well, uh, and to everyone who sat down to talk to us. Um, we also want to say, hey, we recorded this with a free digital recorder we got from John Paul. Uh, it is great that we got that, but we would love, 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 love to be able to buy nicer equipment so that we can do things like This Is Hardcore more easily. And that is a difficult thing for us right now, but we are going to try to make it happen for you, the listener. Why? Because we love you. But in order for that to happen, we need you to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, long term, the only ways we're going to make any money on this thing is advertising or setting up a Patreon. 
That's about it. That's our our only options. We're never going to charge you money for an episode. That's ridiculous. We want it to be free. We want you to have access to it. And what that means is we need it to get more popular so people will give us money to talk about how cool their stuff is. Um, So, yeah, rate, review, subscribe, uh, share with your friends. If you're hanging out with your friends, say, hey, can I see your phone real quick? And then go to their podcast app and subscribe them to the podcast. Do that to like 10 people. If everyone does that to 10 people, suddenly we'll be super popular. Uh, Download the episodes. We get download numbers more than anything else. That's huge. Uh, All that to say, thank you for checking out this episode. As usual, we have so many people to thank. Please read the show notes to see some of the thanks. One thing I wanted to say too, uh, as I said, this was recorded kind of on the fly. Uh, because we recorded it at This Is Hardcore, there's a lot of background noise, which means I couldn't edit. So these episodes are maybe, these sections of this episode are a little less tight than I would like them to be. I'd love to edit out some of the ums, to cut out some stuff. Even, you'll notice multiple times, Josh promises whoever he's talking to, don't worry, we're, we'll edit that out. And I didn't edit any of those things out. Not a single thing. Basically, that's just the reality. With all that background noise, it's really hard for me with the equipment that we have to edit out that stuff. Sorry. Sorry about that. But uh, I still think it's great. Check it out. If you are new to the show, check out some of the older episodes. Check out our other shows, Horror Business and Love Fest Philly. And as usual, we're always looking for people to write for us. Uh, We also love to have new guests. We're a little behind on getting guests on, but we would be interested in that. But if you're someone who'd like to write about music or movies, hit us up, cinepunks at Gmail. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so I won't hold up any more of your time. Sorry this episode is so long. You're great. Talk to you later. Thanks. All right, I'm sitting here with friend of the podcast, Mr. Clint Kanapka, a.k.a. KK. No one calls me that. I call you KK, and I tell everyone that's your name. Because it's also my nickname for Kim Kardashian when I have to talk about her, too. Oh, well, I'm in good company, I suppose. Yeah, KK, you know. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. It's really hot today as opposed to other days where it was... You're um, wearing more than one shirt, though. Yeah, so it's it's a trade-off. Because um, you look good. Yeah. Yeah, I do look a lot better than most other people here. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, I refuse to wear tank tops or things without sleeves because I... Why? Um, you have beautiful tattoos on your arms. Yeah, but I also think that like tank tops and sleeveless shirts are for people either working on their lawns or for people who were conceived in a junkyard. What if, well, that could be one and the same person, really. It's not much of a distinguisher. No, not particularly. How do you feel about mesh shorts? Uh, great for the gym, great for around the house. Okay for the bodega, but if you're more than 1.5 blocks from your home, you shouldn't be wearing them. 1.5 blocks. 1.5 blocks. It's an interesting radius. Uh, yeah, I think like, I don't know, more than two blocks, like two blocks I think is too far. It's too far. Do you know when I was a kid, we would never own Air Jordans, but Bad Michael, my best friend growing up, his dad bought him a pair of the baby blue Air Jordans, and he was only allowed to wear them to the church and to the Cherry Hill Mall. Oh. The church and Cherry Hill Mall. So yeah. like those were the only those places he was allowed to wear the Jordans at. So they were like they were like untouched by regular city streets. Okay, so first I understand that like they're expensive shoes, so you want to wear them only on special occasions. But I don't understand how church and the Cherry Hill Mall are like the two most special of occasions. That's what it was though. I don't know. You know, he he abided by a lot of rules that I didn't understand. 
but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So, you know. How are you enjoying the festival? Uh, the festival is really good this year, actually. Um, I was a little bit sad about the Youth of Today set. Why? Uh, because it happened on Thursday and was so goddamn good, it makes everything else seem terrible. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. But other than that, I mean, like, Burn wasn't the best time I've seen Burn, but I really liked Burn, so I didn't really care too much. Uh, Integrity was really good yesterday. Uh, Ringworm was one of those weird bands where, like, they always play awesome, but I think more people like to pretend and say they're into Ringworm than are actually into Ringworm. Right. Uh, but are you an actual Ringworm fan? Uh, yeah, I'm like a, a mild Ringworm fan. Like, I'll listen to Ringworm, uh, and I'll listen to a new record when they put it out, but usually not more than once or twice. Fair enough. Is there anyone you're excited about? Uh, Youth of Today was the big one. Um, I'm excited to see Girl Biscuits tonight. I'm excited to see Strife tomorrow. Rick Rodney's supposed to talk to us tomorrow. That's great. He looks like a bonkers human being. But he's, he's very nice. I met him yesterday. Yeah, he's briefly. Super, he's super, super nice. Um, I'm excited for... I'm a little hesitant to be excited for, but I'm genuinely excited for that Turning Point tribute thing tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be intense, huh? Um, it'll be really fun. I don't know. I think it'll be fun enough that I won't care if it's good or not. Fair enough. Are you a big Turning Point fan? Yeah, I'm an enormous Turning Point fan. I watched some of the videos that Tim McMahon posted um, of them practicing, and musically they sound really great. Okay, cool. Pretty stoked, man. It's going to be a good time. Have you seen any good movies lately? I have not. I've seen only bad movies lately, and it's bumming me out. Any highlights? Uh, well, the last good movie I saw was Hunt for the Wilder People. No, no, I want to know what the worst bad movies you've seen are. Oh, I saw, um, I saw Suicide Squad on Monday. Oh, I heard that was garbage. It's really, really awful. What's so bad about it? It's, uh, it's really weirdly racist. It's weirdly uh, glorifying of guns in a time when, like, that seems kind of weird to put in, like, a PG-13 movie. Um, How's it racist? Well, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just weird how, like, okay, so you got Killer Croc being played by the guy who played Adebisi and Oz. I forget his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, At the end of the whole thing, spoiler alert, I'm going to spoil it. The only thing that he asks for is to have BET in his cell. That's fucked up. That's what I'm saying. That's weird as shit. I mean, like, he's not really any color because he's Killer Croc. He's a crocodile. Does he ask for a little tiny hat that magically stays attached to his head? He did not ask for that at all. Do you know how that hat stayed stuck to his head? I have no idea. Me either. Movie magic, I imagine. Were you an Oz fan? I was, definitely was. How do you feel about um, Orange is the New Black? Uh, You know, I've watched it a little bit, but it's... I haven't watched much of it. It's a lot funnier than I expected it to be. Um, I thought it was going to be like a real like super like politicized like super inclusive of different people version of Oz and it's definitely not like that at all. Um, What do you think about it? Do you like it? The episodes I've seen I really liked. Yeah, it's um I don't know if I'll sit down and commit to watching it all from the start but I saw like maybe three or so episodes total out of the new season and thought it was Surprisingly good. Yeah, my, Milani's been all up on it, so she's been watching it nonstop. I've been trying to watch Stranger Things, but I can't carve out the time with all these people in this weekend. I understand, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's the first episode I saw was great. I really, really... You're hooked. Watched. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait to watch the rest of it. Dude, um, everybody who's spoken to me today, all six of you, everybody's talked about Stranger Things. Yeah? Has everybody talked about Pokemon, too? 
Nobody has talked about Pokemon. Oh, are you playing Pokemon? I am not playing Pokemon. The other day I was riding my bicycle home from work. Right when I got to Under the L, I almost got killed by Mike McCann. And uh, I saw him at the show last night, or two nights ago, and he's like, yo, you know what I was doing when I almost killed you with my car? I said, no, and he said, I was catching Pokemon. Yeah, I catch Pokemon while I drive, too. It's weird, the app tells you not to, and it tells you not to trespass, and it also tells you not to go into crappy neighborhoods, too. But um, You've done all those things? Yeah, I, I just really like being bad and doing hood rat things with my friends. <laughs> I really like being bad, you know, catching Pokemons. Yeah, it's really great. It's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I like it so much. But I don't understand what happens. Like, what are you doing? Like, um, you, so, so wait, so on your phone, what does it look like? So on your phone, you see like a GPS style map with a big, tall anime looking character just sort of standing there. And then you'll see these like blue circle things that are like clearly landmarks. And those right. are called Pokestops. So you go to a Pokestop and you like spin it to like get crap, right? It's just like items and garbage. And then, like you physically go there. Yeah, you have to be physically near these things, um, unless you're like the kind of person who has like a a computer at your house that you know how to use. Right. And you can like spoof your GPS location. But I heard those people are getting banned soon. Wow. But yeah, you just walk around and, you, and then like Pokemon pop up, like they randomly spawn in different places, and then you throw a ball at them, sort of like that Facebook Messenger basketball game that was around for like a week and a half, and then. Um, that's pretty much it. That's amazing. It's not. And your Pokemon game is strong. My Pokemon game is exceptionally strong. Yes. Right. Wow. I'm, I'm level 24, so just putting that out there. What's is that like? Really good. Better than all my friends. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not better than like the teenagers in my neighborhood. They're probably all but, like level 70. But for your friends, you're you're at top of the crop. Yeah, it might have something to do with me not really having to go to work all summer long. That's the best. So what have you been doing all summer? Um, I went to Yale for two weeks to do like a teacher curriculum writing thing. I'm going to Oregon for like two weeks. Next the week. Oregon Trail. Yeah, specifically the Oregon Trail. So I'm trying to not try not to die of dysentery. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna ford a lot of rivers. Right. Uh, right. Because fording the river is always the right option. Fair enough. Uh, no, it's actually never the right option. Every time you ford a river, one of your kids dies. Every single time. God damn it, anyway. Are you excited about the new Nintendo coming out? I don't if there's a new Nintendo coming out. It's a 8-bit simulator thing. It comes out November 11th, preloaded with 30 games, including but not limited to Castlevania 1 and 2, Punch-Out, pre-Mike Tyson Punch-Out, Metroid, uh, the only thing that's not on there is like Contra, which is a bummer. How much does it cost? $60. Let me tell you something. For under 100 bucks, Dude, I've... it's HDMI. Yeah, let me finish here. I'm just saying. So for under 100 bucks, I took a Raspberry Pi and attached wireless, uh, like wireless PS3 controllers over a Bluetooth module, Wi-Fi, and all this other stuff to it. And then it plays Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games, Genesis games, N64 games, all these, pretty much any system you could want. Game Boy. I built one for Joe, too. It's like way better. And it's HDMI. Dude, why are you just telling me about this now? I don't know. No, Can you put Contra on there? Yeah, it's on there. Fuck, Super, dude. Super C's on there, too. No, that one's not as good. So wait a minute. Yeah. You're telling me that right now, at this particular moment in time, yeah. you can build this thing and it would have all the games that's coming out, including Punch-Out! before Mike Tyson. Excite Mike? Paperboy, maybe? Yeah. 
Fuck, man. Fuck. Can we do that? Yeah, you just gotta order the parts. I'll give you a parts list. It's really... Actually, they put out a new Raspberry Pi recently, so it'll be even faster and better than the one I have. Sweet baby Jesus. Are we done here? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can wrap up. I'm not wrapping up, Liam. Liam doesn't I'm not wrapping up, anymore. Liam. I don't think Liam... Uh, sometimes I don't think Liam actually likes me. You should recite I all... You. <laughs> I don't need a whole episode on Pokemon Go. I only talked about Pokemon Go for like three minutes. Maximum. <laughs> there are people encroaching upon my time right here, and I'm not appreciative of it. It's okay. It's Phil. My time with Clint is very limited, and I, I want to relish every moment. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I hope that you can rekindle too the same feeling in the air. <laughs> so what this else? Time will remember. What else have you been uh, into? What have you been? Have you seen anything that you've liked? I want to go see that Ghostbusters movie, even though I'm pretty convinced it's not going to be great. Okay. Um, did you see it? I did. What did you think of it? It was fine. You ever watch a kid play with Star Wars toys? Yeah. It's kind of what it's like, but with Ghostbuster toys. And then you know the yeah. gender thing. But like whatever, it was fine. I think my only my only real gripe is. Um, I'll say this: I wanted to like it just because so many people hated it for stupid reasons. Yeah. So I want to be like, yo, that movie's pretty dope, and you guys are all idiots. But I can't say it was really dope. It was just fine. So the thing I liked so much about the first Ghostbusters that didn't really carry over into the second is how just subtle and dry all of the humor is. Like two was a little more slapsticky, so like it definitely like, the subpar two. Yeah, for sure, definitely worse. Um, and so, looking at the cast, like, some of the people on the cast, like that, that woman who's in MacGruber, and always seems to play, like, confused, like, confused, sort of, like, naive roles. The main girl. So, Blonde Kristen Wiig. Yeah. She is goddamn hilarious. She is. She slays me. But the woman who is... Melissa McCarthy, though, is Yeah, my girl. that's the one. I don't like her. You don't like Melissa McCarthy? Why? Uh... Well, it's not that I don't like her. I don't like her for things that are subtle, because she's just like screaming dick and fart jokes, kind of like my girlfriend, actually. <laughs> a lot like Cammy, screaming dick and fart jokes all the time. I see no problem with screaming dick and fart jokes all the time. Yeah, but that's not what I want in a Ghostbusters film. Oh my god, that felt so good. Keep going. <laughs> uh, listeners, our friend Andrew is here now. <laughs> I'm getting a back rub from a district attorney. <laughs> this is the weirdest juxtaposition of power. Strange. <laughs> You had to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'll see the new Ghostbusters again. I, I mean, I feel like it, it deserves a second watch. Yeah. What are you Just doing because, on like Monday night? Uh, I don't know. Probably nothing. Do you want to? You and Melani want to go see what Cammy and I? Yeah, I'll go. Or I mean, I gotta ask Melani, but I'm down. You know. Cool. Yeah. Well, or feel, any movies. Yeah, and then well, dinner. Yeah, that'd be really great. That kind of stuff. You know, like yeah. real friends. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Like a, almost like a. Yeah. Like friend hangout. Yeah, sort of like a double date, but not like a. <laughs> not like. Without the key party. Right, right, right. What's a key party? Uh, I think it's the thing they used to do in the '70s, where a bunch of like couples would go to a house and have a party, and then the guys would all put their uh, car keys into a bowl and randomly pick them out, and then their wives would go get into their cars, and then. The, the, all the men would randomly get into other cars and then drive the women home and have sex with them. Wow. Man, that's like some white people shit though, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't think it was a... I know my parents never had no key party. 
I don't know what my parents did. They may have had key parties. Oh, man. I don't think they did, though. God. It's, it's just weird. I think I saw it in a movie or something once. That is some shit, dog. That is some shit. Yeah. The movies you watch are different than the ones I watch. I'm really, like... I'll be honest, I'm really fascinated by, like, what leads to people having group sex. Like, not the actual group sex part of it. Like, I don't care about But, that. like, the whole, like, uh, hey, where's the gangbang? Like, that kind of... Yeah, like, how did you get to group sex from wherever you were a moment ago? Or what were you doing a moment ago that was like, oh, well, or did you plan it? Were you like, yo, tonight... Yeah. Or do, like, two out of the three people plan it, or, like... Is there I a spontaneous know. way to have group fucking? Liam, you ever have group sex? Liam just said yes. Justin, you ever have group sex? Group sex, I have no. Justin just said yes also. It was weird. I had a chance to and I turned it down. Yeah, how did that happen? I was seeing a woman a few years ago. It was very... What? It was very liberated, so to speak. And she... Did she already have somebody like lined up that she'd cleared it with first? So it was already like pre-planned. Whoa. See? So you just sort of you just like stumbled upon that, right? Wow, Justin Lore. Man. The one quester of the sexual holy grail. Well, yeah. I mean, he turned it down, though. But I mean, like... Yeah, but still, it's like like another level Pokemon thing. Maybe. What do you think about the t-shirt selections for this year's This Is Hardcore? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're great. Are you not a t-shirt guy? Um, so here's the problem. Uh, I got this girlfriend. I had a lot of good t-shirts. And then I got a girlfriend and she made me get fat. So now I can't wear any of them anymore. And so I also don't like wearing band t-shirts too much anymore. Why not? Uh, because I started wearing those American Apparel tribeline shirts with the pocket. And you like those? Yeah, I like them because they're softer and because the pocket is really uh, convenient. Helpful. Yeah, I can put small amounts of cash in it or like an ID card. <laughs> um, Earplugs? Yeah, or I like I like wearing like long sleeve shirts with a collar a lot. Yeah? Yeah, I wear them almost all the time. Hey, so, good for you, man. You look good all the time. I don't believe that, but thank no, you. No, I'm telling you. I'm letting you know. Yeah. I know these things. Thanks, dog. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end this now. Thank you. All right. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Louis Aponte. How are you doing, Louis? Hello. How are you doing? Uh, hanging in there. How's the, uh, how's the fest treating you? It's, uh, it's pretty good. I, somehow, every time I come to this hardcore, it never rains. I don't, I don't ever remember it, but it's really hot. But it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Good what, band. What, are some, uh, what, are, what were some highlights of the weekend so far for you? Well, I just got done playing, so that was like a dream come true. Shout out to Jesus Peace. Yes, Jesus Peace. And uh, that was like a very good experience. And I really liked watching like All Out War, Red Death is pretty good, and uh, Lifeless is always. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, hanging out. You guys got a really good reaction. I was really, uh, I was really happy about that. You know, I, I haven't had a chance to see you guys yet. You us both being from the Lehigh Valley, but yeah. it was cool to see like a like a band with someone from the Valley getting an insane reaction like that. Um, any other bands of the rest of the day you're looking forward to seeing? What's that? Any other bands of the rest of the day you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, it's gonna be pretty cool to see. Like, I mean, obviously, like Freedom and it's pretty good, but I really am looking forward to seeing like Strife because. I've heard of them before, never got into them, but everybody okay. says that they're super, like, I don't know, just, like, inspiring, like, very, like, crucial. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, like, pretty excited to see them. And obviously, Four Punch. Hopefully I can last the whole day, because I'm yeah. pretty beat. I got no sleep. 
Yeah, you've had quite a week, and I was watching you. I was up in the balcony watching you during music today, and I was like, Oh, so, yes, that's another highlight. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so let's let, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some 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 movies. What are some uh, what are some good movies you've seen recently? Uh, we are joined by. Do you want to just do this together? Let's just do it together. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it? Are we still recording? We're still recording. This is still going. Yeah. Say, <laughs> oh, this is this is this is raw. I like this. Okay. So we are now joined by Aaron from Jesus Peace. Good. What's going on, Aaron? How you doing? Oh. I'm doing great. <laughs> how's your How's your weekend? It's been a solid weekend. We got a lot of uh, a lot of rest. I slept a lot. Cool. You guys, and, got a, uh, you, guys, you guys got a fucking crazy reaction. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. So basically, we're just uh, we're just talking about movies and oh. stuff like that. And uh, you know, have you have you have you been watching Stranger Things at all? Yes. Uh, no, I actually haven't. I watched half of it and I fell asleep because that's my thing. Gotcha. I, wa I watched the entire thing. Gotcha. All right. So we'll talk about. Um, you had said uh, earlier um, before before we started recording. Uh, you saw Green Room. Tell me about that. What was uh? Green Room was sick because it was like, I mean, like if you're into like just gory stuff and just like it, it's cool because it's like, oh, I can relate to that, and I'm in like a movie theater, and they're talking about like punk music and just like super underground stuff that no one knows. I don't know. So uh, that, I it's thought, cool. I thought I like Green that. Room was banging. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the one. The one thing I heard was that it came off as like legitimate. Like it wasn't like, you know. An outsider. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like a Someone, SLC punk where it was like, let's just give them mohawks and have yeah. them bump into each other yeah. and play yeah. The Clash and talk about The Smiths. I mean, know? it was pretty cheesy at some points, like, because, like, the punk kids, but, like, overall, like, I thought it was a pretty good story. Um, and, like, obviously, the gore and stuff, if that's what you're into, like, they're really, they was really good at that. I feel like they did good with, like, yeah. uh, portraying the band the way that they did. Because I guess it was meant to be like scrawny, like weird punk kids yeah, yeah, in the yeah. first place. So I think making the characters that way and then having them put in such a terrible situation is what made it like, you know, successful and then scary. Because if you would have just had like a bunch of like tough guy hardcore dudes, it would just be a play movie. It would be, yeah. That, that, that was one of the views I read that like people were complaining as to why they just made these like, like skinny punk kids. And it was like, look, if they sent like sheer terror down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, first off, Paul Bearer probably would be like, yeah, let's join these guys. But, I mean, like, <laughs> you know I mean? but if they sent, like, you know, if they sent, like, you know, those guys, you know, like, bigger dudes down there, it would have been, like, no no problem. Like, you yeah. know, like, FSU guys would have, like, just yeah, decimated them. Like, yeah, so they exactly. had to send, like, these, like, little skinny pumpkins down there. Which I thought was a pretty good choice. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool to see them, like, retaliate. And I don't want to say any spoiler. Am I allowed to say any spoilers? Or? I haven't seen it yet. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. But dude, yeah, I'm not gonna I got it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow it, dude. I'm here. Here's the no. I heard. <laughs> I saw in the trailer. I saw in the trailer there was like a pit bull, and I have to think about the one thing I like. Anytime, like it'll give me like instant panic attack if a dog dies or gets hurt at all. So I was like, I'm gonna hold on. And numerous people have been like, well, you might not want to watch it. And I'm like, I want to see it though. I'm like, just gonna say oh. that the pit bull does work. That's all I'm gonna say. Gotcha. Pit bull does work. Gotcha. Yeah. He's mad chill. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, so, Lewis, you said you saw the uh, you said you saw the witch. Oh yeah, we actually both did. What you what you guys think? We uh, we were out in South Carolina. We were in Walmart buying like swim gear because we were staying in some complex. And the girl we were staying was like, "Have you ever seen the witch?" I was like, "No, but I really want to." And she bought it for us. She was like, "Oh, you guys are nice. I'll buy the witch." And we just like we're chilling, eating pasta, put pop that on. So. I started watching it, and I straight up had no idea what they were talking about. So I was like, Aaron, 
Cut the subtitles on, bro. I can I cannot understand what these folks are saying at all. Yeah, I mean, once the subtitles are on, that's what you can really yes, enjoy. Them. It was but cinematically, fucking masterpiece. I like that. Up. It was sick. Yeah, one, of, one, of, one of the things that people were saying, were, were complaining about, was uh, like Liam and I went and saw it. Yeah. And um, people were playing that nothing happened. And oh. The, 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 so so, so the, the question I have for you was, do you think it was an effective horror film without there being any anything obviously scary? Yeah. I think that like... I think great. I think the atmosphere is what made it scary. How eerie it was. Yeah. You know, the language, like the way they were speaking, it was very true to like the time. Yeah. It just seemed like, like legit. Yeah. The, um, Can I interject real quick? When people say nothing happened, the movie opens with a witch washing her broomstick in a crushed up baby. Yeah, that that that's something that happens that's in the movie. Insane. I literally so tell me eyes. nothing happens yeah. in that fucking movie. Liam Spoiler just became so overcome with emotion, he felt that he just stepped like, in. People, people have said that to me before, like nothing happens in the witch. And I'm, I'm like, with you, man. Nothing happens you. in your fucking life. I'm Every, like, I'm with you, man. Everything <laughs> happens in the witch if you realize it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very that's, that's very uh, uh, subjective thing to say. I, I would say it's a very atmospheric I think with movie. the witch. Like you know when you read when you're reading. You have to create that mental image. I think that the witch left that that part of it still to it because you, know, you can just watch it and you can just take it with what you see. Yeah, but yeah. If you like really sit there and you feel, like if you feel like you're there, you know, with these like family and there's just fucking hard times out here, the middle of fucking nowhere trying to get by and just little shit keeps happening to make it worse and worse and worse and it feels like if you're feeling it and you're in the atmosphere of that whole thing yeah like you start to to think like that you know the moment it, it kind of made me feel crazy when i watched it yeah like, i mean i um i spent most of that movie like i know it's like it'll keep you on the edge of your seat yeah like i spent most of that movie literally feeling like i was about to have like a panic attack yeah, yeah. because so, like i felt like any second they were going to round the corner and there'd be some horrific shit going on yeah like, i think I think that like people think that mo movies owe them an explanation all the time. Yeah. It's like reading like poetry, or it's like doing any kind of obscure thing, like or like watching like a noise band. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't owe you anything. You came to watch that thing. Yep. You need to like figure it out yourself, and you know if you don't get it, then you don't get it. That's not. It's not I, for you. I, I like it to. Uh, it was like uh, like you said, you know, what you imagine. It was like reading a book, like yeah. a, like a horror novel, like. You like here's the paintbrush, like a paint by numbers. Let's see what you create. Yeah. And that's what that's what made it so like a lot of like there was this you know again spoilers the scene at the end where she's talking to Black Philip I guess. Yeah. And he's talking to her off camera. Yeah. And it was just like the idea of a, the devil talking through an animal was so frightening even though yeah. you don't see anything. That's cool though. So it, it was just like yeah I, I think a lot of people that's like a, a problem with like modern horror films is people think they're owed something. Yeah they're owed something. Yeah. They're owed some kind of payoff or they're you know in order to feel something they would have shown something and not like led somewhere. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it's a shame but yeah that, that I, I, I thought that movie was awesome. I'm glad that there are people who kind of see that feeling of uh, terror versus the feeling of horror. Like it's, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so you, you watched and you finished Stranger Things. Yes. Okay, how far did you get into it? I, I literally got half an episode in. Half an episode in? Yeah. Oh, man. But that's, it's not because the show was bad. Yeah. I just might be narcoleptic. It's like, gotcha. it's up in the air. 
Let's just skim, like no spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just, we'll just talk about like the, the tone and the and the style, the, the, the style of the show. I'm gonna talk. Let, let's talk about like the. Well, you can say whatever we want to talk about, but I want to talk about like like the <laughs> costumes. You the, talk about it. Yeah. The costumes were very true. I mean, I'm not an '80s fanatic or anything, but like it just seemed like I was watching like like an old movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it was yeah. like super modern. I, I think the the kids in the movie are super good. Uh, I don't know. It's just like it didn't make me feel like, oh, that's super cheesy or that's super whack or like I don't know. Like it felt, it felt like authentic and not yeah. like not cheap. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. The, the only thing I didn't like about that show was actually just like the way the monster looked. Okay. Like I just think that like even when I'm like playing like for some reason I was correlated with like video games. Like I don't really like Halo because I don't really like fighting imaginary things or just like I don't know I think that like, the monster could have been cooler I think it was just like too like oh like let's make it like super scary or, or I don't know yeah I don't know so I don't, I don't I don't know how in the horror movies you were or anything like that but was there any particular reference that the show made that you thought was like that you had like oh man that was cool though and like no I think for me it was just like the costuming and like just like I thought about like like Stephen King a lot yeah I don't know why like I feel like just like the way it was filmed like for instance like when the even when it's the Stranger Things, when it comes up and it like that zooms, on, it yeah. comes through it. Love that. Yeah. I don't know, just the aesthetic of the whole the whole show was very appealing, and I really liked it. And I just straight up could not stop watching. It. Oh yeah, that's uh, my girlfriend and I. We, we watched it. Uh, I'm I'm sure she got like sick of me like hitting her on the leg like oh that's from uh, that's from the 1982 film Altered States or that's from Stephen King's It that's, yeah, that's from cool. fucking Poltergeist. Um, are you excited for a second season? Do you think do you think it'll be good? I was actually thinking about that. I'm actually gonna talk a little about it because Aaron's not here. Like I think that. What upset me was that eleven died. That really upset me. Yeah. That really hurt my feelings. I really thought that, that like that kid and eleven were gonna like like even a second season, even if they don't date or whatever, but like I thought eleven had a future. Yeah, yeah. Like, she would learn to be normal, live a normal life a little bit. I don't know, but that I didn't really like that. That kind of made like the second season a little like like where are they gonna go with it? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm my problem is that I love the first season so much because all this insane shit happened and they kind of sort of explained it a little bit, but it was still like well, it's still terrifying and weird because there's just like this thing came out of nowhere and started fucking attacking people. Um, so I myself am kind of hesitant on the second season, but I'll I'll still watch it. I'm sure it'll be yeah. amazing. I hope. Yeah. I just can't imagine like how long, how far they can go with that. I thought that Stranger Things was gonna be like a different scenario every season. Like, every season was gonna be a scenario. Like an anthology. What's that? Like an anthology? Like every season deals with just something weird in it. Yes, yes, yeah. but it's not the same characters or anything. It's yeah. not like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like within seasons. Yeah, sort of like um, like American Horror Story should be, but yes. it fails miserably. Yeah, I don't like that much. It's not very good. But yeah, I really like Stranger Things. It was a really good show. I recommend it for everyone. All right. Um, time. That sounds like as good a place as any to wrap up. You uh, want to give a shout out to Jesus Peace where people can check you out online or anything like that? Uh, we're on Spotify. We have a Bandcamp, JesusPeaceHC.Bandcamp.com. Uh, want to give a shout out to all the local bands like Year of the Knife, Uzi Kids, uh, Delco Straight Edge, Lehigh Valley, whatever remains hardcore there. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Chris Reject. I like that. Uh, I like that. Stay Straight Edge. Chant Hare Krishna, if you want. Uh, I don't know. Just like hardcore sick. Excellent. Thanks All a right. lot, man. Thanks Have a great rest of the weekend. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm sitting here with Kami Shibata. Shibata-san. Shibata-san. <laughs> how are you doing, Kami? Good. How are you? I'm good. Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, it's hot. Having fun, though? Yeah. 
What have you enjoyed so far? You to today was it awesome for you? Yeah. Did you have like a religious experience like everyone? Not so religious, more like I don't know, embodying stuff that I enjoy all together. Right. So everything that you like about hardcore happened. Right. Right. It was just fun and everyone coming together and like seeing like a sea of people that was actually like representative of what it should be in in 2016. Yeah. Is like really monumental, right? Yeah, it was a good time. Right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Is there anyone that you're looking forward to that you're hyped on seeing? Uh, I think I'll, I'm excited to see Strife. I haven't seen them in a while. Right, yeah. right. I, I haven't seen them since like 1997. Oh, I haven't maybe. seen them since in like 2008. They played at the Troubadour and I climbed the rafters. Like they Whoa. have like, these like scary rafters and I fell off and hit my chest on some guy's head and got knocked out. Oh, like yeah. unconscious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Good work. Yeah. It's a commitment. It's very straight edge. <laughs> so, you want to hear a funny story about Strife and my personal history? Yes. So the first time I saw Strife, again, was like in the late 90s sometime. Yeah. But it was in Newark, New Jersey, at the pipeline, with 25 to life and shutdown. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, here's the funny thing. That was the first time I ever moshed. How did it go? I brought a backpack. Because I always had a backpack, but then I brought a hard case for my glasses. Okay. And uh, the no pipeline. Croquis back then, right? No croquis. I was too too scared to break them. You okay. know what I mean? Now you just gotta go for it. Right. The mosh isn't pure unless you just go for it. But uh, yeah, I, I remember hanging my bag on the wall, putting my glasses in the thing, and then moshing. Yeah, first time. Stripe. Wow. We're gonna repeat that tomorrow. Really, Maybe. Really I'm not like a very that. good dancer. No. I don't know if you know that about me. I, I don't think you can actually fail in Moshe. Yeah, perhaps, but so I sing for a band called the Cross Keys. Do you know that? Yeah. And we're playing our first show on September 1st at the Boot and Saddle. Okay, and I'll be there. Yeah, you're going to be there? I'm high-fiving Cammy. All right. <laughs> so um, here's the thing. It's the first time I'm doing a band that isn't hardcore okay. where I'm not holding a guitar or a bass. Okay. And there are lots of periods wherein I will not be singing. So then, what do you do? Dance. You dance, right? You I've been your head. I've been watching videos on YouTube of Heavy D oh. trying to learn some dance maneuvers. Yo, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. You gonna come talk to me a little? Oh, hell yeah! Doing the podcast. How you doing, Cody? Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, come back and talk to me when when you're free. All right, I got you. All right, see you guys. But uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty psyched. I, I just, but I was worried that I'd be like dancing and like not doing good moves. No. My dad's. My, do you know that you my have great stage presence though? Thank you. You do. Thank you. It's the dancing solo, that's the your issue. Your solo project, you, you got grooves. But I'm playing guitar, way easier. So then, part of my idea was to dress like Meatloaf, and then wear a tuxedo with the ruffles, and then Are you get gonna a, wear a wig. No, ruffled tuxedo and red silk hanky, right? Oh, so then you can. Then I can maneuver and like gyrate like meatloaf because I'm kind of built like the guy. You know what I mean? You could do the whole '90s thing though. You could like tie a bandana around your neck. I could do that. I could do that. I actually have a stylist that's working on this. I have a stylist who's gonna style me for the show. My friend Alex is gonna help me. Yeah, he's a good friend. He's a good friend. So, have you seen anything that you like lately? Oh, movie-wise? Sure. Or TV-wise? Uh, 
um, I think the we started the first episode of Stranger Things. Oh, did you love it? I'm excited because I recognize the E.T. right off the bat, right? and I know there's all the 90s stuff that comes after, but we, have, we keep telling people not to spoil alert us because we want to watch it together. Yeah, it's difficult because everybody's talking about it. I know, but yeah. I want to, like, take it all in, and it's so busy, like, you have to, like, take it all in. So good. It. It's so good. You know how busy I am, right? Yeah. I cleared five hours in a row to watch the whole thing a couple weekends ago. Yeah, and I did that shit. It was okay. fucking great. Me and Melani watched the whole thing. So. I, I have a feeling when me and Clint go to Portland, we'll like put it all together and yeah. finally watch it. You gotta do it, man. It's worth yeah. it. It's awesome. Well, I'm from California, so the the movie stuff to me at like home, I went to all the like tiny movie theaters and like the movies at like the Hollywood Cemetery. So yeah. in Philly, having you guys just makes the movie experience kind of like. I at least have a little access to it. Hey, man. You know, yeah. you're down with the clan, so yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, we needed to go to an outside movie. I'm saying, man. Or yeah. movies. How great was... Um, what's the name of it? I don't know. The movie we saw outside. The zombie movie? What the metal movie? zombie movie? Oh, yeah. Deathgasm. Or, Deathgasm. No. Yeah, yeah, Was yeah, it Deathgasm yeah. or did we see Turbo Kid? Turbo no, no. Kid was really good, too. We saw Deathgasm. Right. Deathgasm yeah. is the shit, and, like, though. We watched it again at Liam's house. It was so oh, great. So great, yeah. right? So oh much fun. So many good references, too. I love that movie. <laughs> Are you, like, a horror person? Do you like horror movies? I really enjoy horror, but I'm not, like, buff. Not, like, like all about it. I know it. Like, but if I'm you really had to pick a genre of movie that you know now, or your favorite favorite? Like my favorite movie or favorite genre? Let's do genre. I'm curious. I don't know. I like psychological thriller. Like what? Uh, I, weird enough, my favorite movie is Eternal Sunshine on Spotless Mind. Really? It's not a horror movie. Do you like that guy, Michelle Gondry, the director? What other movies has he made? He directed The Science of Sleep. He directed, um, actually, I don't even know. He did Science of Sleep, Turn of Sunshine, Spotless Mind. He did, um, uh, he did one of the tri- one of the the movies in Tokyo. Okay. He's pretty, you know. He does all practical effects. That's his thing. Okay. So everything is actually practical effects. Yeah. Even when like when he gets real small and he's running around the table and all that, they didn't do CG. That was all really done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you like like movies that are based in like psychiatric like theory yeah, like that? Definitely. Science of Sleep is a lot like that. Right. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen. I um, I read like a snippet about it, but I yeah. haven't seen it yet. It's got uh the Sexican in there, the sexy Mexican guy. What's his name? Gabriel Garcia Bernal or whatever. Really haven't seen the YouTube video of the Sexican, the like the girl doing the YouTube video. No, I have no, no idea what you're talking about. There's also a song called Sexy Can I. Wow. Yeah. Right. Is it a good yeah. song? Is it hardcore? No. No, not Definitely a hardcore like song. Top Latina pop song. What have you been listening to lately? Um, I've definitely been having a youth crew phase. Nice phase. Yeah, Path of Resistance. There's, I saw a Path of Resistance t-shirt over there. The Cabal 315 guys are selling it. Really? We were, yeah. we were actually just having a conversation. Um, Charlie, I don't know where he went. Um, from North Carolina, we were talking about like Christian um, hardcore. Right, and, like, like Zayo, who are playing tomorrow. Yeah, like Zayo's playing tomorrow. And then I used to go to Face Down Fest every year. Wow. I still really like Shockwave. No shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for yeah. you, man. Don't let them change you, Cammy. No. no. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Stay you. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they were saying that, like, um, well, Charlie was saying that up here is not like the Godfrey 
hardcore yeah. kind of thing. Right. Way that in the South because it's so prevalent. There's such a Christian era hardcore that there yeah. has to be like the separation of the two. I understand that. I understand that. What's your is youth three like your favorite kind of hardcore? No. What's your favorite? I'm, I am guilty of the metalcore. Really? Yeah. There's no guilt, no shame. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Yeah. It's just. is like everything I like in the world. Really? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And anything that Howard Jones does, I love. Howard Jones, like. Oh no, I was thinking of Tom Jones. No, Tom Jones. Tom Jones is different. Unusual to be. Like Todd Jones. <laughs> I don't know who Todd Jones is. Nails? Oh, right. Carry I heard of that band. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough band. Tough band. That's cool. So you like that, sh- that the heavier? Yeah. Right. That's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. I like a lot of California hardcore. Do you know that? Did you know that? Like that's my main thing. You like Ignite a lot, right? No, I like Evolution hardcore a lot. Like Golita hardcore. Like I love Mark Mike Kirsch. I love Torches to Rome, Bullets in. I love um, you know some of the Kalamazoo, Michigan stuff. Like I really love like uh, Navio Forge. You know, no, I like Yafai Koto a lot. You know that band? Bread and Circuits? Yeah, man, Evolution Hardcore from like the early to mid 90s. My favorite hardcore of all time. Julia, did you ever listen to Julia? That's another band that was on. Los Crudos? Los Crudos and Spitboy? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, man, that's like my shit. I love that shit. But no one plays it anymore, you know what I mean? So it's like, and it's kind of a bummer. But you know, lately, I've been listening to a lot of freestyle music. Do you know what freestyle music is? Yeah, remember the new breed? Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've like been a on, on freestyle. Yeah, you were but, telling me about dude, that. Dude, I've been listening to nothing but that at work lately, and it's like all the Puerto Rican dudes that I work with are like losing their goddamn minds. It's so fun, right? It's so much good dancing, but that I can't do. But it's cool. Fun music. I love fun music Anything too. Anything fun. This gets me. But you love metalcore. It's not fun. Some metalcore is so fun. What's fun metalcore? Uh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Integrity uh, doesn't look like they're having fun. Like, no, you're right. You know what I mean? Down to nothing was fun yesterday. I don't know if that's metalcore, though, is it? I don't think so. I yeah. think that's just fun regular it's fun hardcore. hardcore, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the metalcore that I know is relatively unhappy. Just saying. Catharsis. Yeah. What even, I don't even oh, know what counts as... Yeah, they're one of my favorite bands, so... You know, I never saw them though. But yeah, not fun. I wouldn't put fun on that. Yeah, you know, but then again, I, I'm like, I don't like fun either though. You know what I mean? Like, what, I'm going to listen to Newfound Glory all day? Like, I'm not doing that shit. You know? I'm just saying, it seems fun. I don't want anything to do with it. So, you know, I don't know. Are you psyched for Girl Biscuits tonight? I am. I'm so excited. Are you going to throw down in the mosh pit? Are you gonna, am I going to see I might do a the Shibata-san bounce. slam? I might do a little bouncy bounce. Oh man, that's intense. Starting today, but just a little. Just a little. All right, I back it. It's good. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay. Thank you, Cammy. I love you. Yeah, that's it. State your name. Al Spina. How you doing, Al? I'm a little hot, but I'm doing well. I'm sitting here with the singer of Edgewise. That's me. Yeah. How how many times have you been like, yo, you're the singer from Edgewise, or recognized? Or recognized? Recognized. Um, not, not a ton. You know, once in a while. Once not, in a while. You know, yeah, back you, in the day, a little more often. But. Did you ever sign autographs? A, a few. Yeah. A few. Is that weird or is it cool? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. What's when the we, funny? Give me a funny Edgewise story. 
Don't make fun of Vince, though, because that's was, my homie. I was, I was just going to. That was my No, no, I'm kidding. Thing. Totally make fun of Vince. It involves... Uh, no, I won't. I can't. That'll be throw him under the bus. A don't bit. throw him under the bus. No, I don't want to. I don't All want right, to. give me a good edgewise story. All right, so good. I was just talking to uh, a guy from Florida, Tom Pearson. I don't know if you know Tom. He's don't the coach shows in Harrisburg. Right. Uh, significant records. But uh, he booked us with, uh, we played with Green Day once. I don't know if you, you knew that. Never heard of him. Never? Yeah. Small band. So we, uh, we we were on tour, as, as were they. We played with them in a, a place called The Poor in Harrisburg. Right. And we opened for them, obviously. So we wasn't many people there. We played our set. And usually, you know, we, with punk or hardcore bands, everybody, you'd share equipment. And we were always down with that. Yeah. So we uh, we got done our set. And we meticulously put it back in our van. We had a small van, so it had to be like, had Tetris. Had to be like Tetris. Yeah, exactly. And then we get done, we're just hanging out, and they, they're like, hey, man, can we, uh, can we borrow your stuff? And we're After like, you packed it up? Yeah, we packed it up. Huh. And they had their stuff, but there wasn't a lot of people there, so we're like, well, you guys are just fucking lazy. Like, yeah. you, you don't want to take out your own stuff and put it back. You want us? So I think that was the only time we, we said no to another band. To Green Day. And it turns out to be... This, Man. Green Day, you know? What if you said yes and then they were like your homies and you we guys would have be billionaires? We would have been millionaires. We would have made movie like uh, oh, man. You know, been Broadway productions and uh, on on TV and the million. I wouldn't be talking to you right man. now. Yeah, I'd be too broke to talk I mean, to you right yeah, now. I'd be it's much up. I mean, I feel like up, I'm, you're better than me right now. But if that happened, I'd be better than you. Right, right. So that, that's a, I don't know if that's a good edgewise story or not. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So uh, one of the times I ran into you last was at the Chameleon in Lancaster. For, in Lancaster for Against Me, and you're there with your daughter. Yes. How is that? Do you take your daughter to shows a lot or what? Yeah, we try to go to, uh, not a lot, you know, but we'll, we'll try to go to a show maybe once once every other month or so. She really likes Against Me. Yeah. Uh, I bought her the, uh, I'm drawing a blank on which record it is. Uh, Trans, Trans, uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues, that one? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I love that record. She loves it, I like yeah. it too. She listens to it a lot. Uh, so she wanted to go see him, and, uh, and she had a lot of fun. They were pretty, yeah. You were there too. You yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we had a great time. We had a great so time. Did you enjoy the show? I did. I did. I know they're they're playing in Philly. Yeah, they're coming up with at the uh, Foundry, right? Yeah. 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 So, you guys going to that or? What? I don't know. I got to look. That's uh, and with her being in school, I think it's a school night, so uh, that always yeah. makes it a little more challenging. But, I hear you. Uh, yeah, I we, hear we you. I drag her to some shows and vice versa. She drags me to some. We're going to That's see awesome. uh, Blink 182. Ah, with Matt Skiba. Yes, yes. There you go. We're so it's not really Blink 182. Really. No, it's. You know, I mean, it seems a lot more entertaining, or at least interesting. I don't know. Are you a Blink 182 fan? A little bit, I would say. I've seen are you, are you an Apple Trio fan now? You like you like Again, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Not, not, not huge, but like them a little bit. So yeah, my I got two two teenage daughters. My younger one, who you didn't meet, uh, is a big uh, Blink 182 and Green Day fan. So yeah. she loves the, the fact that we played with her dad. That's awesome. Dad. Yeah. Do they see you guys play? Do ever you ever let them watch Edgewise shows? Yeah. She, my older one, saw us play at Westchester. Yeah. That oh, was, at that, that, our, that place upstairs? Fans, that, yeah. It's yeah. Like upstairs at a coffee house. That was our first show with the new lineup. Yeah. Uh, but my younger daughter, no. She's That's never... Uh, too young still. Never, it just hasn't worked out. they got a lot of shit going on. So yeah. That's it's not cool. like, you know, they're not like dying to 
I'm, I'm their dad. So yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'm, I'm a nerd, right? So they don't, you know, they'd rather be with their friends than, than hang out with dad and see dad yeah. jump up and down and scream exactly. a bunch. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool, though, because, like, you know, my wife, I don't know if you know, Mayline's like an only child. Okay, well, I, and, I, we had a good conversation uh, in, at the Chameleon. Right, yeah. right, right. But I didn't know but, that, no. So her mom ended up, like, that's what we talked about, right? Her mom took her, like, a million shows. And her mom took her to see, like, Earth Crisis and all that stuff. Oh, really? Where she'd pay, and then they'd go to the show, and her mom would wait in the lobby. Okay, so her mom wasn't into that. Wasn't into it. But she wanted to... But she wanted to make, into, yeah. And, yeah, I'm gonna take her. So the, she would go and yeah, wait outside, or and just hang out in the lobby and read, okay. and then like wait for Melani to be done, and then uh-huh. they go home. But uh, <laughs> one of the best stories is um, on Melani's 18th birthday, they went to New Orleans to see the Misfits, wow. Michael Graves' Misfits. But since she didn't turn 18 until the midnight on Halloween, they didn't let him into the show. And Melani's like, I'm here with my mom, and they're like, Sorry, you can't come in. So they didn't let her. Yeah, it's pretty pretty brutal. All the way to New Orleans to do that shit, but you know. But um, I mean, I think that's cool when like parents like are supportive of like, you know, things that people are into like that, like that the children are into. Yeah, well, I I would I try to be support. Like they don't. I wouldn't say my daughter's like hardcore. Right. Uh, But she's creative. A little punk. Yeah, but they like a little bit of everything. So I, you know, whatever they, like I said, she is. I think she is creative. So. I try to support my daughter, so whatever they're into. That's really cool. Like, for me, my parents never let me do this shit. They'd always be like, you can go to the show, and they'd be like, you need to be home by 9 o'clock. Yeah. Like, the headliner doesn't go on until 10. I don't know what you want me to do about this. So here's a funny story. Uh, I don't know if it's funny, but when we we played that show in Westchester, which is the first time my older daughter saw me, and I didn't want her to stand up front. Right. For obvious reasons. Right. So Darren, our old guitar player, was DJing. He does a lot of DJing reggae stuff and yeah. in around the city. So I said, Carly, why don't you hang with, hang with Darren at the DJ But one of her teachers at her high school was in the hardcore. Right. And he was an Edgewise fan from back in the day. <laughs> so he convinced me, he's like, hey, you know what, Al? Thanks, Kurt. He's like, Carly could sit, you know, stand up front to the side. I'll protect her from the knuckleheads moshing, you know, wow. just doing, having fun. And I, I'm like, all right, so... In a, and he's her teacher currently. Well, he... Yeah, yeah, they, yes. That's at, hilarious. At, at Downingtown East. So I'm thinking, like, you put that in perspective, I look like, can you imagine, like, when you were a kid, being at a show, like, watching your father while one of your teachers at your high school so is in weird. the pit, like, just kind of looking out Man. for you. Like, that would yeah. never happen to That's you like a I. moment where you're like, I'm not going to be a normal adult. Like, everything's <laughs> going to be different for me. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's so awesome, I was like, man. You know, put in context, just you know how how the movement, you know, it started, you know, back in the day. You know, you would never have anybody in yeah. the '40s right. at a show, right. and now yeah. there's there's a lot. Well, of how did you get into hardcore? How did you and Vince get into it? So I I had a buddy whose older brother. So I was probably like in eighth grade at the time, seventh eighth grade. So that was you know early '80s, like '80 '81, and he had an older brother who was in high school was into like the clash uh black flag adam and the ants stuff yeah. like that so he would he was 16 so he would drive us around he would be putting these record dirty the cassettes in yeah. yeah i'm like oh, this is cool stuff so kind of got it got into it through him a little bit yeah Just then you know kind of started reading up on it and, uh, and the next thing you know you guys are all the way in and, yeah and yeah, you've been you know, in, in in the edgewise with vince ever since the beginning right 
Not the very beginning. They actually, uh, when they were first practicing, they had a, a different singer, uh, Rene Gervais. Mm. But they didn't. They never played out with him. Never recorded anything. He left. Uh, I believe it was to go to the Marines. So they needed a singer. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I had a lot of connections. So they thought, you know, he'd get out to sing, and he could probably book the shows. And so it kind of was a match made. It worked out. That way. Yeah. Do you like playing in a band with your brother? Yeah. He, yeah, I do. I yeah. do. He's, he's, good. he's a good guitar player. He's awesome. Right. Awesome he's guitar player. Music, yeah. He's got his head on straight, so. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome, man. And I do, you know, the new iteration is, you know, we still remain friendly with Jack and Darren, who were in the band for a long time, but having Jess in the yeah. band and Kevin. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, when we get along, you know, musically, it's, uh, I think we're all on the same page, and uh, then we try to challenge each other. Yeah, and you've been around for like 20 years at this point. Edgewise? Yeah, probably uh, a little more than that, right? What year? It's 90s, or it's 2016, so yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> our first show was October of 89. So Holy shit. It's like uh, or August of 89, August 20th, 89. So what's that, 27 years almost. God damn. Yeah. So when you make it to like 30 years, are you guys going to have like a party or something? I don't know. Who knows if we're going to last that We need a big party. I, I want a party. It'll be a good time. When, when we played with uh, Token Entry, did you hear about that? I did, yeah. That we both wore Edgewise shirts, me and Bruce. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, we both. So we roll up, right? And Bruce and I are both wearing the same Edgewise shirt. Okay. And I was like, dude, awkward. we're the so only did you two. Take off the shirt. I did because I brought an extra because I was thinking oh, of my sweatiness. Yeah. But my only issue was we're the only two Asian people there that night. If we're both wearing the same shirt, that's a little too much. So yeah, I was like, fuck that shit, man. Well, Changing. The fact that, yeah, it's like you get what people think of all Asian people like Edgewise. I know, man. We're, 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 shirts. We're, gonna, we're gonna propagate another rumor about our people. Yeah. You know, when, you gotta understand, it's just the elite Asians. It's only the elite. Only the elite we'll Asians like Edgewise. If it leads to more shirt sales, I'm okay with it. Well, you know, it might. We're, we look very good in shirts. I have, so, I have my only glory shirt. That's so, a good style it's too. 2XL. You saw I posted. A you look good in it. The other day. It yeah. makes you look really good. Yeah. So you know. I, I might I even know. wear it tomorrow. What do you think about oh, that? Oh shit! That means that both Spina brothers have worn the only glory shirt. So this is hardcore. Oh, was he wearing one? Uh, he wore one yesterday. Video, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. All right, I'll it see if it's clean. I don't. Oh, I, I man. think it is. I think it is. Oh shit! So, uh, so you and your daughter enjoy music together. Do you guys watch movies together? Uh, yeah, we watch movies. What kind of movies are you guys into that you well, share? It's, so it's the funny part. So she just turns, she turns 17 next week. Right. So she's like, oh, I can uh, watch our rated R movies. Now. Yeah. And you know, we'll watch. Uh, I think we've watched a couple of R movies together, but my, ones that are more mild because it's always right. that uh, uncomfortableness of like a sex scene. Yeah. You know, where Dude, I couldn't imagine talking about like blowjobs or fuck. I'm allowed to say that in these, these interviews. Yeah. No. No. You can fucking say whatever you want, man. Okay. So yeah. I like the word blow jibber, but anyway. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, <laughs> or yeah. the beach. But go <laughs> on. Beach. Okay. But yeah. So it's always, you know, it's uncomfortable if there's uh, yeah. A, a, a talk of blow jibbers and stuff. I don't like a bad language. I have no problem with. No problem with she, the curse. She, she can hear it and laugh at it, but. Not to say, at least around me, that that's right, the rules. Right, right, right. Um, but the sex is, is a little over the top. Yeah. I don't mind the violence or the even drugs, but the, the, the sex. Yeah. The sexual no. innuendo is... I get it. It's tough. It's yeah, tough, man, did, as she, a father. She saw Deadpool with her, her boyfriend. 
and her boyfriend's father. So yeah. Have you seen that yet? Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. A little I mean, bit of everything, right? It's not so. It's not so raucous that he's like talking about like cocks and pussies and all this stuff. So I'm like, like so. what movies like from back in the day? Like, Terminator had a sex scene in it. I saw I the movie with my dad. Uh-huh. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Just saying. Like with like uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Another classic. movie not to watch with your parents. That's insane, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't no. mind the Phoebe Kate, like, when she gets nude, like, that's yeah. all good. But, you know. But as a parent, you feel weird I'll being, like. I don't scene at the mall where they're, like, deep throat in a couch yeah, or something. Yeah, you don't want to watch that with your daughter, no, man. Exactly. It's fucking weird, man. So we watched, what did we see lately? We went to, uh, we saw Finding Dory. Was it good? I thought it was good, yeah. Did you like as much as you like Finding Nemo? Almost. Not, not, not as much. Quite as much. Not but quite as much. But still, solid. Okay. And we saw something else. Uh, I have a young, a even younger daughter too, so we saw Secret Life of Pets. Oh, did you like it? It was okay. How about Zootopia? I like that. That we was did awesome. That. Did they like that? They did. That's like I my favorite animated movie of the year. That was good. That was so good. good. So good. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Secret There's Life another one coming up called like, Sausage Party. Have you heard about this? That's all. That, yeah, that's, yeah, it is rated R yeah. movie. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've seen the uh, trailer, the previews. Yeah. It's like a, it's one of those movies that it's either going to be awesome or, or it's, it's just going to be lame. Bomb, right? yeah. yeah, I don't know. That seems to me. I know. Good idea. I hear you. Good idea. Now, you're, you're a movie aficionado. No. No. Not at all. I know oh, nothing about movies. Well, what's this about? Uh, this is just I like talking to Liam. <laughs> so I need an excuse for me and Liam to hang out once okay. every two weeks for two hours at a time. And talk so, about. Talk about whatever. But it's, it's, what kind of so so when you're not in dad mode? Yeah. What kind of movies are you into? I like porn a lot. Porn. That's Porno. True. That's true. Right. Just joking. I'm, you know, I'm not a huge movie. Dude. No. I'm, I would say uh, I got some friends that kind of recite the lines of everything. They see movies a bunch of right. times. I mean, I'm more of that. You know, when I do watch movies like a. Like a comedy, like a, you know, I don't mind a raunchy comedy. Right, right. What well, do you have like a favorite movie? That like, so my qualification for a favorite movie is you click and across the channels and you get to like a TBS. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter what point in the movie it's in, watch. you're just gonna watch it all the way. So yeah, no, I'm with you. We've I've done that plenty of times. Some like Shawshank Redemption, oh, which I saw. Great movie. So that was uh, it's based on a short story, right? That Stephen King. Yeah. Wrote. My wife's a huge, huge Stephen King fan really? since the day I met her. So are you guys all on the Stranger Things train? On the. She is. I'm not. Not into it. Um. Yeah. I, I don't. What? I'm not a big reader. I, I don't know. It's uh, that, and I don't watch a lot of. Like I said, we don't. Um, like, it's funny because we'll watch different things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Shawshank, saw that in theater, and that's one of those so good. you see in TBS. Yeah. Be halfway through. It just doesn't even matter. Just kind of pick off. Watch it all the way and, yeah. through. I haven't seen it. It seems like to me it was on more. Well, what do you think about the Green Mile? I liked it. I don't kind think of the same thing, as, right? Like it's a Stephen King book about yeah. jail. I just, I, I just thought the Shawshank was a little better. Movie-wise, yeah. I thought Shawshank's a better movie. Better, yeah. Green yeah. Mile was solid. solid yeah. Yeah, uh, no. So I would say that might be, you know, yeah. Are you a Star Wars guy? I am not. No. No. Was it weird being not a Star Wars guy, but being 70s? in a hardcore band in the 90s? Well, yeah, I mean, keep in mind, so when, when did Star Wars come out? 77 77, or something? yeah. So I was like 10. Like a 10-year-old boy, you thought it would be, be all in that shit. shit ever, yeah. I think no. my, my aunt took uh, me and my brother, Vince, to see it. Yeah. And that was all right, but I didn't go bad shit over You didn't lose your shit on it. Vince did. Yeah. Uh, now with the new one, I did see that in the theater. And were you stoked or not stoked? I wasn't stoked. Oh. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. But I don't. 
You weren't like, oh, it's still, man. Like, this is, yeah, you gotta like get me and Liam were chest bumping and shit. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Did you, did you dress up or? No, no, I'm not that kind of nerd. Different kind of strain of nerd. I can't. But you were chest bumping, like, in the theater, like, walking Well, the if theater? you've seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers between 1995 and 2000, you've seen the chest bump that yeah, I'm okay. talking about. Like, okay, yeah. It involves running. And yeah, two okay. fat men, so it's not very attractive. No, that's not. But it's it's no, a supreme. Nobody got hurt. It's a well, not physically, emotionally. If it's a supreme it? showing. Of I think we hurt other people, but yeah. we did it. But you know, whatever, man. Yeah. That's their problem. I thought it was a good movie. I thought yeah. It was a good movie. Is there anything that's coming out that you're like stoked on? And no, like, uh, no. No, just no. not that guy. I'm not that guy. I understand. I understand. I'm not mad at it. I hope no. we can still be I friends. I don't get stoked at. Uh, what do you get stoked much. on? What do you What do you get pumped on? Uh, not not much. Like I, I don't you know I'm in, like not no movies. Uh, Are you pumped on any bands playing this weekend? Yeah. So it was. Uh, I'm definitely pumped to see the Gorilla Biscuits tonight. It's been right. a while since I've seen them. It's gonna be awesome. Um, you know, tomorrow turning point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna be. You know, I'm good friends with uh, you know Ken and uh, Jay and Nick from back in the day. So it's nice to see them get back together. Right. Um, We'll see how it goes. I'm pretty uh, nervous. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I wanted to make it last night, but yeah, integrity and, uh, was intense last night. I'll say they were cool. You said integrity. They were good. Yeah, I thought okay. so. It was, I mean, I'd never seen them, so okay. I haven't seen them, and I saw them twice, but yeah, long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, we played with them once, and I, I actually saw their first show. They oh, wow. played with Turning Point at the Unisound in Reading. No shit. So I saw them there, and then we played with them in uh, Kentucky. It was uh, this was a cool show. It was us, Endpoint, uh, Integrity, and Judge. Oh. Louisville, Kentucky. So that was oh, uh, one shit. of my favorite shows it's amazing. to be part of. It sounds like a good show. Yeah. I don't get stoked up too much. I get uh, trying to think what. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I'm an even kill guy. Even my wife says like I, I don't get too uh, too worked excited up about stuff. stuff. Like she knows. It's a good way to be though. Like she knows it. I'm a huge like I'm a big baseball fan. Sports. And, you know, baseball mostly. So we went down to uh, spring training for the first time ever. Yeah. And Clearwater. Clearwater. And yeah. I remember she her saying like, Oh, I thought you'd be more like this is it. This is like the thing. One of the thing, and I'm like, yeah. She's like, you don't seem excited. I'm like, yeah, okay, I am, but it's like I don't, you know, I don't. You just don't do the the jump. I don't do the the, the chest bump chest or bump. cartwheels. Yeah, I was right looking for the fat Asian guy, but he, I couldn't find anybody. You know, it's, they don't make many that's of what us. It is. That's the thing. We're a rare breed. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah, I'm just uh, kind of t- guy takes it as come. I do. I, I really love like I do get excited about edgewise practice. So we practice most Sundays. Yeah. Perhaps tomorrow because of this, uh, but I, I really dig that. I like yeah. like new music, and I, I can't wait for a record. Like that's I am excited about that. Yeah. Even my wife says that's the one thing I get excited. About. That's cool, man. I'm excited to hear the new stuff, though. Yeah. I want. Yeah. I can't wait. You know, the stuff that you played at the show is awesome. Thank you. So I mean, you know. Yeah, we're, we're we'll see what happens, but we're yeah we're excited to get it out there and see what kind of feedback. I'm sure. It's you, what be, gets you excited? What gets me excited? Yeah. Movie like Star with the oh, new, new dude, Star Wars. I mean movie. like. So, I don't know if you ever met my friend Evo. You ever met Evo? I don't think He's so. He's the biggest white guy I've ever met in my entire life. He's six foot eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he has this theory that he will never kill himself because there's always a movie that's going to be coming out that he really wants to see. 
So it'll be like, oh shit, Star Wars Rogue One is coming out. I can't kill myself until after that movie comes out. Does he consider offing himself other than the movies? He can't because of the movies. But like, I I wouldn't kill myself and I care less about it. You you don't care about the movies like we do. See, that's the thing. Like, every every time I'm like, oh man, like, this is it. Everything sucks. But the next season of Stranger Things is going to come out next year and I kind of want to be around for that. And then every time you get to that epoch, Another thing is coming out, so this is ensured that we will live forever, or is at that least. On Netflix, oh, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah. Like my wife may even watch that. I don't know. She watches stuff uh, like that zombie show. Uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. No. I I hate quit it. I can't watch it anymore. I I, I stopped this season for the you same hate, reason. You hate quit it? Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I can't do it. It's the same way I quit smoking. It was just like I didn't want to have to do it anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck that shit, I'm I did, done. I did watch uh, the prequel to Walking Dead, uh, Fear, uh, of the Walking Fear of the Walking Dead. Dead. What'd you think? It was decent. Yeah, you liked it? I, mean, I don't think it was great, but I you know, kept. I watched, uh, I don't know how many episodes there were. It's like ton, six but, or yeah, seven. I watched it. Okay, so cool. Thought, maybe there's been two seasons of that. I don't I think, even know. I think. Hate yeah. quit, man. All connections cut off. I have no idea what's going on in that world. Wow. No clue. Yeah, no I've clue. Never, I've, I think I've seen one episode of the actual Walking Dead. I mean, see, I'm also like a fan of the comic book, so like I read the oh, book yeah. all the way up until the show got made. So I got a trivia question for you. I don't know if I'll be able to well, answer. You're a comic book guy. I'm, yeah, but I'm not. Again, and I'm not a comic. Let's do it. Guy. Let's do it. So, in, in what issue of Daredevil, right, did Elektra get killed? I don't know. See, I know that 181. 181. That's the one where she gets it. it. I will. I'm gonna fact check you. You'll see it. I guarantee I'm right. I know nothing else about comic books, but I do know that. 181. Electra gets it. Yeah, she does. Duly noted. Spoiler alert. If you're at 180, (laughs) something's coming in the next issue. It's gonna fuck you up. (laughs) I think it's yeah, it's 181. I don't know if Vince used to be into comics a little bit, so I I just remember that. I see. All right. Duly noted. I never got into it. <laughs> All right, Al. Thanks for talking to me, man. I love you, buddy. Love you, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> All right, state your name. Freddie Album. How you doing, Freddie? Good, man. It's good to see you again. Likewise, man. The last time we hung out was when the new Breed documentary came out, That's and we interviewed you guys at the Philomoka. And that was a great interview. Love it was a good time. Yeah, we great... get a lot of uh, people have written to us a lot because of that show. Oh, cool. That awesome. specific episode. Great, great. How's the movie been going? What's been going on? Uh, we took a little break in the summer. Uh, busy uh, myself, the director. Yeah. Uh, we're shooting to get a DVD out, hopefully uh, after the summer, and do like another big uh, screening. Yeah, you can shop it around for like home distribution stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'll let John was the director take care of that. Right, right. <laughs> That's I not my forte. <laughs> but you're working on a book now too. Yep, yep. yep. You want to uh, talk about the book? Sure. Uh, Urban Styles. It's the name of the book. It's uh, graffiti in New York hardcore. Yeah. And it uh, basically profiles um, writers that played in band, New York Harco bands, right. uh, throughout the 80s, 90s, and today. So uh, half the book is uh, words, text, and half the book is uh, pictures, photos awesome. of graffiti and um, either uh, pieces on the on trains, on the walls, record, demo, covers, flyers, uh, yeah. anything that involves graffiti in New York Harco. That's awesome. So are you a graffiti enthusiast yourself? Yeah, yeah. I grew up um, doing a graffiti when I was, um, I guess I was 11 or 12, growing up in Queens, New York City. Yeah. Um, I did Do you have a crazy graffiti story where you like almost got hit by a train or arrested uh, or something? I got one where um, I won't name the people uh, <laughs> involved. All right, with no names, <laughs> let's hear the story. It was got to be about 1983. 
I think I was just I was 14. And um, I went bombing with a couple of friends of mine from uh, a guy from high school, yeah. a couple guys from the neighborhood. And at one point, we went to a layup. Layup is uh, where the trains get laid up for the night and people bomb it. Uh, and, uh, it's like a train yard. Yeah, exactly. But layup, it could be uh, in between train stations. Okay. okay. So a train yard is more like a, where they store the trains. So we're going there and we're going down the line. Uh, I wasn't a particularly good rider. I just did right. like a silly tag. I, was never, I never do pieces. But my friend could. He's really good. So he's a couple of door, a couple of cars down, and he basically got jumped. Whoa! Uh, In between and, the trains? Yeah, I got jumped by all the graffiti riders that exposed oh. paint. Um, we saw that, and we got it was it was such quick that everything happened that he started running our way. Our friend, we started running, and we got chased by, by this, oh, man. this graffiti crew that was Rude. that were that were like um, jumping other kids for for spray paint. Holy shit! So I kind of stopped soon after that. I, I, right. I'm, not, I'm not into violence or like that. You're not a and, good. Uh, you're, you're not a good scrapper, huh? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I never no, was. That's good. I was never a good Fine. graffiti. I didn't have that, that drive that to get up everywhere. To get up everywhere. And get so I guess up. by late '84, I kind of stopped. So I was like, right. I don't need graffiti for a couple of years. But you've still been in love with the culture enough yeah, that you're definitely. working on a book. My friends, I stayed in touch with, and when I got into hardcore, like about '85, '86. Um, a lot of people, uh, I saw the crossover between uh, in Queens, especially a lot of writers were into hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw the crossover. So coming from the graffiti world, I could relate to that. Uh, so yeah, I've been uh, following that ever since, and uh, I have That's friends awesome. from that time that you know still been doing it ever since. So do you remember when we did the uh, ep the episode at the Philomoka? You guys had mentioned uh, working on a project about freestyle. Yeah, that was kind of like, kind of joking around. Um, I will tell you that I have been listening to freestyle nonstop at my job. I fucking love that shit, dude. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, like I put it on and any Puerto Rican that I work with over the age of 35 loses their goddamn mind. I just saw George Lamont three weeks ago. In no. New Jersey. Was How awesome. was it? Was it, was it fucking crazy? awesome. He was so good. Wow. That shit is fucking wild, I mean, man. At the time I was growing up, uh, you know, 83, 84. Yeah, I was in hip hop, but I was in freestyle. Yeah. Um, and my wife. I, I was trying to explain to someone that it's like the weird cross section between New Order and Run DMC. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I, I would say that the main beat it's Craftwork. Uh, right. Craftwork, yeah. uh, Trans Europe Express, that electro beat yeah. that uh, Africa Bambada used for Planet Rock. And then that same beat was used later on for basically every freestyle. It's yeah. the, same, the same beat. No shit, Kraftwerk. Huh? Yeah. That's funny, <laughs> man. That's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Last time I was at the Electric Factory, I saw Kraftwerk. Oh, nice. And um, it was fun, but there were like dudes doing cocaine like right in front of us and like talking yeah. and just like, what the fuck, bro? And it was like sold like way the fuck out, like all the way out. But they had goggles for 3D graphics that were playing while they were playing. Thus making it a weirdly transcendent experience. Right, right. That, that so, gives you on something that's, you know, enhances the whole experience. I wasn't. I would have. I mean, no, if you are. They probably having way more fun than I was. But I had to deal with them. So, you know, that sucks. Right. But, um, so is there anyone you're excited to see this weekend? Um, you know, on? I, um, I'm not familiar with a lot of the bands playing. Uh, the one band I do, a couple bands I do know is Power Trip, who I think are amazing. Yeah. Really good um, playing that. Um, to me, they sound like leeway you know updated which right, is, I love right. leeway that crossover sound yeah you like that leeway that makes it like a second uh, Chrome XLP best wishes which is great I love that mix right so, wow. as far as current bands I love Power Trip and uh, I'm excited to see Killing Time yeah 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 I haven't seen since uh, 
I guess since 1990. I haven't seen him since 1990. And uh, Anthony Cominale, the singer, yeah. he was like the... He, I lived 10 blocks from him growing up in uh, Jackson Heights, Queens. Right. He was like a big brother to a lot of us hardcore kids from that, from that yeah. neighborhood. And I remember in like 1986, 87, going to his house and he would tape all these old hardcore records, you know. And he was Man. like a big brother. A lot of uh, kids that grew up in that area, because he was like an original uh, A7 yeah. New York wow. hardcore guy. He had, you know, he had, he had uh, sank token entry like, you know, 85. That's awesome. So he was like a big That's influence. a good person to have in He was a big influence on a lot of us. And uh, I, I haven't seen him since like about 1989, 90. Right. So I'm excited to see them, man. So you're pumped yeah. on that. How about grill visits? You pumped on grill visits? Now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, those guys, and another Queens guys, Arthur and those guys, uh, yeah. Walter. So yeah, they That's awesome, man. Were, were you here for Youth It Today? No, in no. Yeah, that I just was got pretty... in today and got into the afternoon. Man, that was, Thursday night was insane. Man, I saw some of the videos. That it was, was wild. so yeah. brutal. Yeah. Like, Burn were amazing. Right, right. Youth It Today, like, a lot of people that I know, like, lost their fucking minds. Like, seriously, lost their minds. I saw some minds. of the videos, and uh, I gotta be honest, I like Youth Today live. Um, probably get some booze out of this, but I think I don't think the records have held up over the years. Right, right. But right. live, they were fucking amazing. Like yeah, 87, dude. 88, and I saw some of the live stuff, and they were fucking, it was really They were good. going for yeah. it, man, like young kids. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. crazy. It was fun, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, last night was uh, Integrity. That was pretty intense. Right, right, right. I'd never seen them before. Gotcha, gotcha. So seeing Integrity was pretty fun. Cool, cool, cool. And then tonight, uh, I'm all about the trouble. Do you like the trouble at all? You or? know, I... I gotta be honest, I've never listened to them. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, no, I know the name, I know they're band. a big deal, like more like late 90s or early late 2000s. 90s, like yeah. oi hardcore. I've never really listened to them. I know the name, but I'm not yeah. familiar with them, to be honest. Yeah, that's the one band this weekend that like, I can't wait to see, oh, cool. so nice, you know, nice, pretty nice. stoked on that. Cool, but. cool, awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for talking thank to you, me, Freddie. Thank <laughs> you for the t-shirt. Yeah, thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Alexa. Say hello, Alexa. Hello. Okay. How are you doing today? Um, I'm really sweaty. I got my clock cleaned during Most Precious Blood, and the rest of the fast has been pretty good. Yeah, I got my glasses decimated during Driving Angry, but it was pretty worth it hearing Rob Fusco school everyone with a fucking one king down joke. That yeah. was that was pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so how, how, how's the fest treating you so far? What are some what are some highlights? Highlights definitely seeing Nomads. That was definitely cool. I get to see Strife, and then definitely Most Precious Blood. I've never seen them. I'm only I turned 21 in September, so I think I've never seen them. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like one of my boyfriend Chris, he's like, oh, I haven't seen him in like 11 years. I'm like, cool, you're like an old man. That's <laughs> nice. Phenomenal. And here I am just like going crazy, me and Becky and all the other girls just going back and forth. Okay, oh, yeah. Good time. I, I, I know Becky, yeah. <laughs> um, are you, is there anyone else you're stoked to see the, the rest of this weekend? Um, we're out playing tomorrow. I don't, I don't care about Zayo, but I'm excited to see True Love tomorrow. Okay. Of course, being from Detroit, I'm like, oh, cool. It's always to see the. It's always nice to see them at bigger fest and watch them get a cool reaction. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. with their new um, album that just came out. Um, Something about being in heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, you stoked for Gorilla Biscuits a turning point? Yeah. Who isn't? If you're not your opponent. Exact thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, what, what are some uh, what are some movies uh, have, have you have you partaken in any movies this summer? I know it's like the big movie season. Have you seen okay. anything good? I saw Finding Dory. I haven't seen anything. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen anything horror movies. I wanna see Lights Out. I was talking to one of my friends, um, Alex who sings about Bam Bamakara, he like okay. loves horror, so him and I will go and exchange back and forth. Is he is he here today? No, he's not unfortunately. But he was just talking, he's like, I've seen Lights Out. I'm like, so like, is it gonna be what I expected? He's like, yeah, I'm like, is it worse than Insidious? He's like, it's better than Insidious. You didn't like Insidious? I hated it. I thought it was very corny. Really? Everything about it, I just I couldn't get in. People are like, oh it's so scary. But like one uh, movie 
I did like, what was it, Sinister? Yes, yes. Great movie, the ending, that's what made it corny. When he had like the kids coming out I of agree, the I agree, I agree. And it could have been such a better production, then they made Sinister 2, didn't even waste, didn't even waste my time watching. Yeah. So are you, are you not a, are you general, I, I know there, I know there's like a, it's kind of, um, you know, not saying this is what's coming, what you're coming across as, I know there's a lot of like horror fans that wear it as kind of a badge of pride that they don't partake in modern horror. Because they think it, you know, they think it makes them like pure. You are, are so you're you're not I, above seeing. I'm like, not above. People are like, oh, this old. Let's watch like the original. I'm like, no, no, no. I will give a chance to like all the new stuff that comes out. It's like, of course, I'm gonna like hold it back. The new um, Blair Witch Project. I saw. Yes, yes. I'm very excited to see it. Like, yeah. A lot of people are like, you know, it's gonna be the witches. They're gonna show the witches. It's gonna ruin it. I'm like, honestly, I feel like in 2016, the production, everything can be made very well. Like, I'm trying to think. The Conjuring 2? Yeah, yeah, amazing. A great movie. Yeah, People yeah. are like, no, it was really corny. It sucked. I'm like, no, 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 you yeah. didn't get it. That scene, like, with, you were not paying that scene with the crooked man, I don't give yeah. a fuck if that was CGI. That was terrifying. That was terrifying when it stuck its head out of the tent. Yes. Fuck like, that. Everything about that. People were like, oh, it wasn't like, it wasn't as good as the first one. But see, like, the first one, it was like, an, it was a, uh, a roller coaster. I'm like thinking the escalator still thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it just goes up and it just doesn't come down. And you're stuck up there. Yeah, yeah. And everything about that, it touched um, exorcism, it touched ghosts, it touched everything from far and wide, from yeah. everything from haunting and everything. And it was great. Conjuring 2 was even, was just like that. It wasn't, there was a lot of loud noises. If you plugged your ears and you didn't hear the loud noise, you probably wouldn't have jumped. Yeah, but yeah. But they brought a lot of the exorcism into it, and I thought that was, like, really cool. I was talking to, like, Chris about it. Chris didn't give a shit about, like, horror movies to an extent. Exactly. And he's like, you know, he's like, I just thought it, like, wasn't that good. And I'm like, what's was so here, here's a question uh, in relation to like the Conjuring and the Conjuring too. Are you familiar with the um, the Amityville Horror Connection? Of course, the I love it. That was the reason why I love the Conjuring so much because they made a knockdown Amityville Horror, and I was like, this is great. So are you familiar with the work of Ed and Lorraine Warren? The Okay, how do you feel about them? I think honestly, like the whole, everything about it, I'm like, see, somebody has to do it. And everyone will be like, oh, it's a hoax. Everything about that, you're gonna. You have to go in with the church, but it's like I think it's cool that even though like they're with a demonologist, yeah, yeah, that they'll still they still go to church to get everything blessed. And even if they'll they'll show the room like the Conjuring with the room of all the entities that are possessed. Yeah, I yeah. think that's really cool. They have the priest that comes over and blesses everything, and I think I think. <laughs> okay, so um, sub question to that: How do you feel about how a lot of horror movies these days? Uh, it seems like it's like more and more every year how how there's so many horror movies that are based on a true story. Do you think that's like cheap at all or? Okay. Uh, I'll just, me, I'll just I'm, say, I think it totally is. I just want to see what you have to say. Okay. See, I'm very gullible. Okay. <laughs> so when I see it, I'm like, Chris, it was based on a true story. He's like, Alexa, based on a true story doesn't mean it is a true story. I like that. <laughs> but I, so I think when I see that, I get more of a connection to it and like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like this a lot more. And then I'm like, okay, well, I have to pull back and stop being so gullible. But then yeah, yeah. it makes me like it more if I, if I read it was based on true story. Okay. So that's just me. It's my little connection to it, whether it is based on true story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk Let's talk Stranger Things. Um, so if you're listening to this and you haven't, we are definitely going to spoil this. So you could turn it off right now if you, if you, if you haven't finished this. Um... What uh, what were some of the influences that you saw in Stranger Things? I was talking to Chris about it earlier. There's Silent Hill. Okay. 
some like Dungeons and Dragons shit, of course, because they're playing the game, Gorgon, yeah. all that. Silent Hill, that. There's one other one I can't think of off the top of my head, but with all the kids. The Goonies? There we go. Yeah. With all that, all that like thrown in there, there's so many different theories for it. And like reading about like season two, I'm so excited for it. Like, when Elle got, like, when she was, like, fighting the Gorgon, she yeah. made him disappear. Like, there, I was reading a whole bunch of theories. I was like, she's really the monster. That's why she disappeared. And then there's another one that's, like, Barb's going to come back and kill everyone. Barb. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, I didn't care for Barb. I thought she was kind of a bitch. I'm like, everyone's like, oh, rest in peace, Barb. I'm like, good, she's gone. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the whole thing with Will, when he, like, puked up that slug. Do you think that was real? Yeah. You think it was real? Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to... I was reading a thing that like impregnated him, and okay. that's like another thing like bringing to the world for like the other world. The and, upside down. Yeah. The okay. Up it's like that's definitely gonna be a big thing. It's like I wasn't sure how they were gonna like tie in the second season up until like I saw that part. I'm wondering what the hell happened with Popper. Okay. Why did he have to go back to the institute? What was going on with him? Like I thought they were gonna kill him, and that was the price for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. I think one of the things that people were uh, a lot of you know was getting thrown around is that how how it felt and I'm, you can't see me but I'm doing quotation marks right now <laughs> authentically retro in the sense that um, I mean you're, you, you said you turned 21 yeah so there's a bit okay so <laughs> I've probably been reading Stephen King longer than you've been alive just, yeah <laughs> yeah so totally. just just so like when you were saying like Silent Hill and everything like that I'm like vaguely familiar with video games but the one thing that that hit me was like, this reminds me, not of a Stephen King movie, because unfortunately a lot of Stephen King movies aren't that great. This reminds me, has the feel of a Stephen King book. Um, so the question is, is that because a lot of Stephen King books are, were written, his classic books were written like 20, 30 years ago. Uh, do you think this show had any of the, I guess we'll say ironic overtones that a lot of retro, so, you know, like, TV shows and movies try to be retro, and it just comes off as, like... Corny. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was just, like, they're stuck in an old house. Okay. <laughs> like, I, it didn't really, like, click to me that it was, like, it was supposed to be, like, older than it was. It was, like, way back then. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, oh, wood paneling. I'm, like, oh, that's tacky. Why don't they just get it redone? And then yeah, it's, like, well, do you see the clothes? Joy Division plays softly in the background. I'm, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, okay, that makes sense then. Like, listen to the class and shit. So I'm, like, oh, okay. I'm, like, that's cool. I think they did it very well. They portrayed it when um, Will's mom was going to get all the phones and they're all like dial everything. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, she doesn't have an iPhone. Like, this yeah. white noise shit. Like, that was awful. I mean, that movie, white noise. Terrible movie. But like, I get it. That's like the connection I made with like the lights and then within um, all the white noise happening with like the TV. Yep. That was like what I was thinking. I was like, huh. I'm like, okay, I get it. And then like everything thought, everybody thought she was like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. And then like the no face. No yeah, that, that that definitely. Um, I, I think another another one of the things that people kept coming back to, one of the bigger influences was uh, Steven Spielberg, specifically yeah. like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, E.T. and um, I mean not technically a Spielberg film because Toe Cooper directed it, but Poltergeist. Um, I, I mean, when it when it comes to, do you, do you think that it kind of had like the balanced sense of horror? And wonder that, like, that, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Like, a lot of people were like, you know, I was reading, I was, like, on tour when everyone was like, oh, Stranger Things, Stranger Things. And I didn't want to watch it on my Netflix, on my phone, with a bunch of, like, guys shooting fireworks at me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to decompress. I'm going to watch myself in my room and watch Stranger Things. There 
yeah. that really gave it the vibe. I wouldn't, it was horror-esque, but it wasn't like uh, in your face, like yeah. spooky, there's some ghosts here. But it, if you throw in the components of like Silent Hill and then white noise, and you're like, oh shit, like if you're a superstitious person yeah. and you're thinking about, you're like, oh my God, is somebody like trying to contact me? Then you're like, that's spooky. Like I got the Ouija board at the house, I'm like, Chris, you wanna do some shit? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm yeah. <laughs> So it's like, it, That was one one of the things that uh, that we, we were you know you know talked about and you know my weird circle of friends like yeah. cinepunks and all that was um, that it, the sense of it blending like Steven Spielberg and Stephen King it was you know fitting because those two guys you typically don't think of them you think Steven Spielberg you think like E.T. Schindler's List like he makes these movies that are like wonderful things you think of Stephen King you think horror but then. It but the, the, yeah, then you remember, that, oh, Stephen King wrote Stand By Me. Stephen King wrote The Shawshank Redemption. He wrote The Green Mile. He's perfectly capable of making these like really human stories. And then, oh, Spielberg may have made Poltergeist. E.T. was originally supposed to be a horror movie. The man made fucking Jaws. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it, like that's the thing that I liked about it was how it, it, it totally like took, it, it felt like it was like the best of both worlds. It was neither hard nor straight up 80s, like, oh, like a love letter. It was like this perfect thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like with everything, I just think Stranger Things was just like the most perfect like TV show to come out. Yeah. Like the hype, it stood up, everything. Yeah, I don't know anyone who, who, who wasn't, I, I don't know anyone who was like, yeah, it was okay. Really? I, yeah. Believe it or not, a few of my friends have been like, yeah, I stopped at like the fifth episode. I'm like, you need new friends. Yeah, I was like, honestly, they're like people that are like, yeah, you know, I probably just like watched all I was like fucking someone. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Netflix, you don't Netflix and show that. You Netflix and just fucking watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, that was, I, I think I think that's good. Uh, that was a great interview. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, your boy, your boy, little Chris Turnicant, even though um, I just kind of did that. No, because I live with him. He gets enough shout outs. His ego's too big. Gotcha. I don't want to deal with that anymore. Settle down, little Chris. All right. Thank you so much. And <laughs> have a you. great rest of the weekend. You too. Thank you. All right. Ready? State your name, sir. My name is Aaron. Aaron Razor. Aaron Razor. My real last name is Karstadt. Really? Yeah, yeah it shocked the world today, yeah. It's a little bit weird. We're breaking it here on Cinepunk first. That's pretty no, good. I think some people know that. Right. So why do they call you Razor? Oh, wow. Um, when I was in Hebrew school, my name was Aaron. And my friend was like, Mamon. He used to Ramon. And he used to Razor Ramon. Exactly. All right. And the R-A-Z-A was because we were idiots and thought we like a funny spelling would be cool. So, yeah. There you go. All right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to see you here. It's good to see you. I had a fun day. I actually just got here. Uh, I went to uh, a museum. What museum? I went to the Barnes Museum. Oh, yeah. What's in the Barnes collection now? Uh, they had a lot of nice paintings. They had some like weird like metal like stuff that used to hang clothes on from like, you know, hundreds of years ago. Right. Okay, was it awesome? Were you stoked? It was really cool. I feel like I don't do a lot of touristy things, especially when I'm in Philly, because I come here so often. Yeah. And I was like, why don't we go to the museum? And I was like, Have you done like the Liberty Bell and like the Rodin Museum and all that? When I was a kid, it's been a, yeah. it's been a while. Right. What's your relationship with Philly other than shows? Do you like it here or do you not like it here? Do you ever live here? I live an hour outside of Philly currently. I lived here for one summer a while ago. Right. But um, 
I like it a lot. I mean, I like going to shows here. I like there's a lot of vegan food here. Yeah, so you like that? That's, you know, that's good. That's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm all about that. Pretty stoked on that? Hey. Yeah, I hear you, man. You live in New York, though? I live in New Jersey. Where in New Jersey? A town called Franklin Park, oh. which no one knows about. It's between right. North and South Country. I hear you. Yeah, I used to live in Bayonne. Yeah, yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah, it's I used somewhere. to see those shows all the way back in the day all the time. Yeah, but maybe yeah. Elf Lodge, yeah. It might have been, yeah, a long time ago, oh, yeah. it feels. it's been like 20 years. Yeah, which is weird when you say it out loud. How, how have you been enjoying the festival so far? I've, been, I, I've had a good time. Uh, I enjoyed Thursday night a lot. Yeah. Brown you today. Was that awesome for you? Did you have a religious was, experience? <laughs> I don't know if it was a religious experience, but I had a good time. Yesterday, I enjoyed hanging out more. Yeah. I'm excited for this evening. Who are you excited for tonight? Almost incendiary on. Yeah. I've heard different places. And then, you know, I would like. Oh, no, I'm yeah, it's cool. I could be at two places at once. Right. Like, some of those should be at an after show in here. But yeah. We can't do that. Yeah, no, you can't. No by location. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's tough, yeah. But uh, I'm psyched on The Trouble tonight. Are you psyched on The Trouble? Yeah, I'm excited to see The Trouble. That's like the one band I've never seen that I'm so pumped on seeing. I'm excited so. to see Most Precious Blood because they never play. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I kind of... I'm hoping I run to them as people too sometime in this little festival area. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. So you've gone to every This Is Hardcore? I didn't go the first couple years, and uh-huh. one year I missed because I couldn't get married. Right. I feel like I only see you at this, and then it shows. Like elsewhere, but mostly oh, yeah. this is hardcore. Oh, yeah, because I go to other shows too. I didn't want to. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Oh, you mean you don't see me socially outside of uh, shows? I feel that that doesn't happen often. That doesn't happen often. I mean, and it should because I think you're awesome. Thank you. You're awesome too. I would love to hang out. We could we can make that happen with this, like the internet. I think or with Zoom, we could get phone numbers or Facebook messages each other. That'd be good. That'd be good. I always meet cool people. I met a bunch of people from Seattle uh, last night. So it's cool meeting like people from other cities. It's weird. You go to like a festival and you're like, I don't know like half the crowd. Yeah. Why is that? Right, right. But you know half the crowd all up and down the East Coast. That's you. I guess so, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, man. I'm just yeah. saying. I never see you alone. You're always with homies, you know? I travel by myself most of the time. I see, I see. I mean, well, your friends are there when you get them. What have you been stoked on? Is Have you seen or done anything lately that you've been really pumped on? I've seen or done anything. I'm trying to do something interesting. A year ago, that's a while ago, Hey, what's up, man? We'll talk later. We'll talk Yo, later. I'm into it. Hi. What's up, Brian? See, that's not nice. It's not very nice. But uh, hopefully this shit gets edited out. Does it get? <laughs> yeah, we'll edit the shit out of that. No problem. But anyway. A year ago, I went on an Alaskan cruise. That was exciting. Wow. Yeah, it was, was that? It was awesome. I went with Eric Rumshaker. No shit. That's pretty great. I'm That's pretty great. I'm calling him out right now. If you interview him, you'd ask about that. He came here earlier, but he, he wasn't ready to talk, so I have to wait. How is Eric not ready to talk ever? He told me he's not ready to talk, okay. and I'm okay with that. I believe, I believe it. Um, have you listened to anything lately that you liked a lot? Like, that's new or oh, new to you? Um, the new Descendants. Yeah, you like it? I, 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 I like it a lot. I got the new Bouncing Souls. That was good. I cleaned my room to it, but it was still like, it was good, like... Good. Good. I mean... It's not new, new. Uh, I like gloss. Yeah. You like the new, the new record yeah, that they put out? Yeah, yeah, new record. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think of like a new band that like no one knows about. <laughs> Did you like that search record? Did they finish that yet, or or what? Um, 
haven't heard. We we played with them at um, oh, yeah, yeah, Token did. Entry. I, I missed that. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all right. No problem, man. You were there in spirit, bro. No, but I, I do want to see your band play. <laughs> we're done. We're finished. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Until October. So we're going to play Halloween at or, or I don't know where. At maybe. Orcus, maybe. I thought it was supposed to be that, but I don't know for sure, so I'm not we'll going to say. Um, but, but yeah. yeah. We'll um, see. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow there's a lot of younger bands that I'm excited for. Yeah, like who? Um... Jesus Peace, who's, and who's after Jesus Peace? I, uh, let me see. Let me check. Um, True Love. True Love. Yes. Yeah. It was like how in there. So how do you stay on top of new bands coming out? Like, how do you stay, like, hearing new shit all the time? Like, I consider myself relatively connected to, like, what's going on in Philadelphia Hardcore. I don't know anything about any new bands, and I try. No, like, I, I legit give I... it a shot. I don't think I try. I think if like a bunch of kids are like, this band's good, I'll listen to it. It has to be like three or four kids, and the kids meaning hardcore people, not right, children. not just children, but not just young hardcore people. Like it could be people who are in the forties who are like, oh, I heard this band. You should listen to them. Cool, and then I'll go. It's hard as you get older too. I don't like know like as many bands as I knew once a long time ago. Right. Was it because you just have more adult responsibilities? I think that's just... true. You know, like, my life from September to June, like, the school year. Yeah, you're busy. I'm really, really busy. You work in the school system, right? I work in the school system. So, my, um... Are you a teacher? So, um, I don't you know this, but I'm a teacher's assistant for autism. Oh. I have two jobs. I actually do, um, I go to children with autism in the home, and I work in the home, too. So I'm, that keeps me busy, but ten, nine times a year I'm very, very busy. Right. And a couple months a year I'm a lot less busy. So like, through the summer I like travel a little bit, and then I could explore new, more new bands or read or do whatever. But it's still yeah. like I feel overwhelmed. I'm like I feel less connected, obviously, than I was like 17 in the hardcore scene. Right, right, right. But I know, I hope I still kind of know what's going on. Yeah, you seen me up on all the good shit, man. Like, if you recommend something on social media, I will nine times out of ten definitely check it out okay, for thank sure. You. So, but I mean, like, I pay attention is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, are you a movie dude too, or what? Um, I wouldn't call myself a movie dude. I, I mean, I like movies, but I'm not like a movie. What movies do you like? Man, um, I mean, I think my favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future. Right. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Have you met my friend Andrew over here? Uh, I don't know where he is. <laughs> right over there. His whole uh, legs are covered in tattoos that cool. reference Back to the Future 1 only. Oh, wow. I mean, three isn't as good. One is great, two is good, up, and three. Um, and so, I like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not like a Star Wars, like, typical, like... Fanatic or what? Fanatic. But, yeah. you know, I, I, it's a really good movie. Grace Kim's here. <laughs> Grace Kim is the best. Go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people away from knowing Grace. I've known for like 20 years. And like this, yeah. Is, is it weird that you have like this common history and you've never had like, I think it's the first time I'm realizing you teach, you're a teacher. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I, it's, I feel like more people than now have spoken about it a lot. But I'm just saying, I've known you for how long now? Yeah. And now I mean, like, I have no oh, idea what you do outside of I work in a psychiatric unit on an acute psychiatric unit. Cool, yeah. maybe we'll talk. Yeah. I must off the air. <laughs> All right, off the record, we'll discuss things. We'll discuss this back. Don't oh, worry about it. Don't worry about it, listeners. None of your business. 
So I, I feel like you probably have some stories I don't want to share to the public. Yeah, I don't want to share them. They're terrible. But you know. But yeah, no, that's cool, man. I definitely like one of the things that's really comforting about coming to this every year is seeing you here, seeing Eric here, like seeing oh, yeah. like the homies and stuff. You know, I mean, it's it's cool. I feel like I hate saying this, sound like the wrong thing to say. I come here only partially for the bands. Yeah. But I think I said that last year. I've heard other people say that in the past, so it's yeah. not like it's not wrong. It's what it is, man. Like, when else are we all going to be geographically in the same place at one time? You know. I, you mentioned, and I wasn't going to do this. I wanted to do like a big, like hangout, like yeah, where like there's not a show happening. It's like it's I just a gathering, like yeah. friends. You know, maybe like I don't know. We could talk, get like Ob involved. And, yeah, Ob and Shayna, that'd be a great yeah. time. I'm totally, I totally yeah. back this plan. Yeah. So, all right. It's great in theory, and it was great in practice. You are the best, Dan. Thank right. you for talking to me, man. All right, Captain. State your name. My name is Nathan Carpenter. Nathan Carpenter, what do you do? I do uh, video production, like uh, editing and shooting and stuff. And what bands are you here with? Um, well, I'm here with Last FM right now. Uh, yesterday we shot uh, the set. We're doing uh, like an interview with like a band a day. So yesterday we did uh, Eternal Sleep. The day before that we did Code Orange. Um, and we're gonna do Zeo tomorrow. And today, forget the band we're doing today. But yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But you're, you said you're not much of like, you don't listen to much hardcore. Not, not, not a whole lot of hardcore. I mean, I like, I'm more, I lean more maybe towards like the punk side of hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Are there any bands at all that you're excited about or? Um, you know, I was pretty excited to see Nails actually. Yeah, and they're uh, the ones that dropped, too right? Too bad they dropped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yes. I mean, I really like Code Orange on, uh, on Thursday. They were pretty great. heavy, yeah. pretty heavy band. Yeah. So did you stay for Burn and all that stuff too? Um, was that, was that Thursday? Yeah, it was. Code Orange and Burn than you did today, right? Okay, I, I think I missed it because we I shot their set, I shot Code Orange's set, and then right afterwards we interviewed them outside. So I oh, think I missed. Okay, let's see. Yeah. So you're a movie person. Yeah. What kind of movies do you like? Um, I like all kinds of movies. I like I like uh, horror movies a lot. I like artsy art house movies. Um, like what? Like what directors? What um, movies? I like uh, I like John Carpenter quite a bit. I like Sam Raimi um, as far as horror. Um, uh, Wes Craven is good. Um, other other directors I like. I like uh, I like Charlie Kaufman quite a bit. Do you? Yeah. Um, I like Spike Jones. And I like uh, I like you know some of the older pretentious stuff. Ingmar Bergman. And yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. We like that stuff too. We're big uh, Bergman fans and uh, we pers like Cinepunks loves uh, Joe Dorowski. We love Alejandro oh, yeah, Jodorowsky. Yeah, like sure. that that era of like surrealist movie making. Yeah. It's kind of our bread and butter. Like cool. I mean we love all the other shit too. But, yeah. You know that that stuff's like our favorite. So. Do you work in production? Is that what you do? Yeah, I do mostly mostly music stuff. Like like uh, we have a studio in New York. Or, uh, we run out of New York, and uh, we shoot like uh, sometimes the fans will come into the studio, and we'll we'll shoot like little sessions, or we'll go out and film them. Uh, at film are you live. from New York? Yeah. So how are you enjoying Philadelphia? It's great. Um, I've only the only time I ever had been to Philadelphia before was for like an afternoon like eight years ago. Yeah. You're yeah. staying here for the whole festival though. Yeah. 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 All right. What have you done so far? That's been good. Here, yeah. Um, uh, Did you have a cheesesteak? Had a cheese. Actually, I had two cheesesteaks yesterday. Good we had, work, we sir. Cheesesteak for lunch. Listeners, this man is not a large man. <laughs> we, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I will be by the end. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, we we ended up ended up going out really late last night, uh, drinking, and then uh, where'd you go? We went to Max Tavern. 
Oh, on uh, Market Street. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're big fans of, uh, of it's always, always Sunny. sunny. So, okay. Yeah, just had to check that out. Very good. And we stayed li too late for anything else to really be open except the the super late cheesesteak place next door. So. Oh wait, next door Champs or Camps Campos, uh, something like that. Sunnies. Sunnies, right? Yeah. Never been there. Never yeah. been. Sorry. That's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right down the street from there is Franklin Fountain. Do you know about that place? Yep. Franklin Fountain is a 1905 handmade ice creamery. Oh wow! So all their ice cream is made on on like at the premises, and it's all like old timing. Oh, nice. So they have like a soda jerk, and like they have all this crazy. It's really really. It's dude. They have cherry phosphates and egg creams oh, awesome. and all that shit there. Yeah, it's that's, rad. That's Before cool. you leave Philadelphia, I would highly Check urge you to try and go. Cool. Yeah, go there. our hotels on on Market Street. So dude, we're not too far away. dude, get there before 11 o'clock. You okay. will not. You will not feel bad about it, I guarantee you. Will do. So, are there any Philadelphia movies that you like? Oh, man. Um, Did you see the church where they filmed The Sixth Sense and all that stuff? No, I didn't see that. It's around where, where you're that? at. That's uh, St. Augustine Church. Yeah. So, you know, it's around here. It's around that area, like closer to. I'm kind of brain farting on Philadelphia movies. Yeah, I guess general. they're out there. I mean, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky, right. Have you seen Creed? Uh, no, I haven't seen Creed. I, I, uh, I want to try to fit in the seeing the Rocky statue. Uh, yeah, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're in New York, so are you right. from New York? Um, well, I mean, I'm not originally from New York, but I've been there for like 10 years. Okay, so you got the whole New York film culture, though. Right. Philadelphia film culture is like New York film culture, except a little bit less happy. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit less coordinated and a little less happy. Right. That's what I think. I mean, but I mean, good stuff comes out of unhappiness, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why we're here this weekend, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. there you go. Have you seen anything lately that you've enjoyed? Um, I just saw The Invitation. Did you like uh, it? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Have you, have you seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it is a very hidden gem. Right. It kept me guessing so, till the end. Yeah. And it's, like, that's uh, cool. it's, it was like, like, I really enjoy like slow burns like that. You know, like, um, like have you seen uh, House of the Devil? Yeah, Ty West. Yeah, Ty West. Awesome. Do you like all his fan. movies? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Man. Did you like The Sacrament? Uh, Sacramento was great, yeah. Very interesting movie, right? It was a right? really cool angle they, they had on it. Yeah, it's really weird, like, because it's like, you don't realize that you know the story at the beginning, but then right. by the end you're like, oh yeah, we've like, been here. It's totally Jonestown. Fucking weird. Yeah. He was also in, um, You're Next. Did you see that movie? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy, that. he's the guy who gets shot with an arrow. Really? That's Ty West. Alright. Yeah, so. And, uh, uh what's his name, uh, Glenn Howard is in Your Next too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie was good. Did you yeah. like that movie? Yeah, I loved it. That was great. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, like, as a horror fan, I keep looking for new horror movies to catch my attention the way old horror movies have. Right. And it's very, like, we just saw the new Fide Alvarez movie, um, Don't Breathe. Have you heard about this movie? No, I haven't. So Fide Alvarez directed the Evil Dead remake from two years ago. Right. His next project is this movie called Don't Breathe. It's about three kids that break into a house of a blind man to steal money from him. Right. And then it turns out that the blind dude is like ex-military, so like uh, it, it becomes like this, like they try and get hunt. killed. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. Thing is, it was terrible. Right. I thought it was awful. Yeah. So I honestly wasn't a huge fan of the Evil Dead remake either. No, what, did, what didn't you like about it? Are you are you an Evil Dead fan? I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. It it just, it didn't have the 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 quirky charm that the that the original movies did. It was, did it, it suffer from a higher production value? You think? Not necessarily. It could have been a high production value. It just it it felt like a generic horror movie to me. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't like if it wasn't Evil Dead, I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. But because but it had Evil the Evil Dead, yeah, it was like you know. What do you think about the TV show? Um, I, I really like the TV show. Yeah, you love it. I, my, my opinion might be kind of colored because I went to the New York uh, Comic Con, like where they they played the first episode. Oh like, right, right, so, right. Like, the, the, the crowd was like 
was, was, was awesome. going wild. Yeah, huh? it was nuts. We also, um, my co-host Liam, who's not here right now, he uh, helps curate the Bruce Campbell Film Festival in Chicago. Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? Uh, no, I haven't heard about it. Yeah, it's going on uh, later this month, I believe, and they're. Um, I know that Doug Benson's going to be there, and they're doing a, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. We might have to edit that out. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. Like, it's weird because, not important. Anyway, yeah, they're doing a, a screening of Army of Darkness with Doug Benson and Bruce oh, yeah. Campbell. So, it's going to be the Benson interruption, but right. with Army of Darkness. That's neat. So, it's going to be rad. That's I don't cool. know. What do you think it is about new horror movies that uh, that let you down? Um, you know, to be honest, I feel like there's like two there's like two groups types of horror movies that come out now. There's like there's like the I mean I guess maybe three because then there's like the sci-fi channel like like intentionally shitty horror movies that are like really bad, and then there's like the ones that are kind of disappointing like the, and generic and like and I guess like like when you're talking about but I, then also there's some really good ones that are coming out lately. Like I really liked. Um, um, it follows. Yeah, I, I actually just great. spoke about that with uh, someone else earlier. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was like I, I really like a lot of the new uh, movies that are coming out with like with more of like an like an artsy sort of bent, you yeah. know. Without not just such a rote like right. reaction like horror and then whatever. Right, exactly. Like, what know, did you think about the witch? The witch, I thought it was great. Um, I I feel like I I that for me suffered a little bit because I. It was hyped up about how scary it was, like like it, like it was like oh it was really terrifying, but it was more of like a like an intense drama than any, like a, than anything. You else. didn't think it was scary. I didn't think it was all that scary, but I thought it was like a beautiful film. The cinematography was perfect. Yeah, it was, it's all natural lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pretty crazy way to shoot a movie in the woods. Right. You know. But hey, I'm all about it. Yeah. But um, I think that it follows and the witch, they have. A brand of horror that's different, right? In that most horror is something happens and you react to this, right? In these movies, like well, more so The Witch than It Follows, nothing happens, right? But it's a pervasive sense of dread that goes right. throughout the whole movie, right? So, I don't know. I think that that's a it better. It seems like yeah, like yeah, like like a lot of my favorite movies from recently are have an unnamed dread, you know, like Babadook too. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was really great. That was good. Um, uh, what was the other one? Um, the one about the, the dude living in the walls. What is that one? House guest. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's oh wait, no, no, I have. It was, it was kind of funny, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like goofy, but it's also like, again, right. not really a scary movie. But right. kind of, what did you think about um, uh, We're Still Here? That's another um, one. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was, I thought that was all right. It, it didn't Just really, okay. Yeah, like, I, I don't really have much of an opinion of it, because like, I guess it didn't really stick, stick to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see that, I see yeah. that. But um, as a consumer, do you think it's fair to expect from Hollywood or from movies in general something more than just a gut reaction, stimulus and response, movie making style? Do you think it's okay for us to be like, this movie is stupid and I want something that's not stupid? Um, yeah, I think that's okay. I mean, I mean, you know, like you put something out in, out in the world, somebody makes something, you know, then it's people react as, as, as they will to it. Um, right. I mean, I, like, I'm not necessarily that people should have a sense of entitlement to, like, I don't know, d- demand what they want, but I think, I think it's pretty cool when, when good stuff gets made. Right. Yeah. I and mean, it's rare. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Good thing. It's that's kind the, of a problem. It's like, yeah, it's like, you gotta wait, like, like maybe a couple times a year or something great comes out. And then yeah. You're, you're waiting. But I guess if something great always came out. Yeah. wouldn't be so great right exactly that's the thing is like and that's like it's hard to make a, a beautiful unique movie you know yeah it's hard, it's hard to make a, a, a decent movie 
I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah, and it's, it's that is kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, right. It is. I mean, that's. I mean, it, it's it's good to it's good we live in uh, in these times. We have a we have a large well of stuff to draw from in the past. You right, know, right, right. Good history to call back on. Have you seen Stranger Things? I did. What did you think about it? I two episodes off, so don't spoil anything for me. Oh but man, I think I think it's amazing. Dude, it's the greatest thing I've seen with my yeah. eyeballs this yeah. year. It's so good. It's yeah. like it it it's perfectly captures the like the '80s aesthetic. I think so. What do you think about that? Do you think that it's okay that it's basically a buffet of reference? Like, I th- I think it's okay because that's you know that's popular now. 80s stuff is popular, but like I I really like I really like what this did with it because even though it is it's on its surface it's filled with like tropes and like you know callbacks to like you know like the the uh, the the bench the swinging on against the door or whatever yeah that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like. Uh, it, it, it's a little more than that because it doesn't just look, look like the 80s it feels like it feels like you're in the 80s like yeah. it doesn't feel like it a feels throwback. very authentic yeah it doesn't feel like a throwback it feels like it, it, it feels like somebody took really high-end production equipment and film and went back to the 80s right 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 what is your favorite reference point so far in the series um, probably the evil dead stuff the evil dead stuff like the door getting yeah. banged by the bench and all that stuff yeah yeah my favorite reference so far in the whole movie is in episode one when Winona Ryder goes to Castle Byers, that little fort that the kid built to look for him. Yeah. And they do the flashback. Do you remember that scene? Uh, describe it for me. She gives him the tickets to Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. But the password, do you remember the password to the thing? She goes, What's the pa-? He goes, What's the password? And she uh, says, Radagast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what that's a reference to? That's a, it's, it's Tolkien, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's yeah. a, one of the wizards yeah. that got caught with the animals and fell in love with the animals. Yeah, yeah, right. With the gift to give right. magic to the And also, the, they have Mirkwood. Yeah. yeah. So good, man. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. I love oh, that yeah. shit. Dude, this and is. I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's so much more stuff that I haven't even picked pick up on, you know? Dude, get to the end and then go back and read all the shit about it. All like, right, don't well, read it until you're done, though. No, I have. I'm trying it's to avoid it. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. All right, man. Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. Yeah, thanks, dude. It's great. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, state your name, please. My name is Trish Mullen. And how are you doing today, Trish? Fantastic. How are you today? I'm good. How long have we been friends for now? Yeah. Uh, Feels like two years. I would say two years. But like, I've now. never ever hung out with you. Hung out with you. A lot of people can say that. I live right. in Boston. You live in Boston, so we don't really ever get a chance to hang. It's all good though. It's all good. All good. Right. How are you enjoying your time home? Because you're from here. Yes, I'm from here. I'm a Jersey girl. I'm having a lot of fun seeing everybody, but I'm very tired today. Why are you very tired? I was out till three. <laughs> what were you doing? Did you you stay for all girl biscuits? Yes, I did, and I tried to see refused, but I married, and he wanted to go home. Right, and that's fine. Totally fine. I heard that they were awesome though. That's what I heard too. God damn it. I didn't make it out either. What a bummer. I was, dude, I got work for 12 hours tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m., so I'm, like, ready to go home now. I don't know how you do it. It sucks, and I'm not liking that I'm doing it. (laughs) But who have you seen so far that you've been stoked on? Who are you excited about that are coming up tonight? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, I guess tonight I'm excited to see All Else Failed, and, uh... I guess just everyone that I'm friends with. Everybody that you're friends with. Like, yeah. who, what other bands? Well, let's see. Well, not bands necessarily. Just friends People. and homies? Okay. Yeah. So right. I like that's cool. Maybe a couple times a year, so it's nice to see everyone from everywhere all in one place. And thanks, Joe, for that. Right. That's cool. 
Uh, have there been any other bands that you've seen so far this weekend that you've liked a lot, that have stayed with you? You said today the other night. Oh that was crazy, right? It was nuts. And I liked that it was over at the other venue, too. Yeah? You like the other venue better than this one? Yes, I do. Don't say. We'll edit that out, so don't worry about it. <laughs> what have you seen lately that you've been a fan of? Oh, movies. Let's see. You could talk about Stranger Things. That's what everyone's been talking about. Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. that that's Do you not like it? Are you not into it or what? No, I loved it. I've watched it two times already. <laughs> Dude, so what are your thoughts on Stranger Things? Stranger Things is very nostalgic, first off. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And um, I like that Winona Ryder isn't just playing a mom. She's real frumpy in it. She's a little frumpy, but like, I think I, I feel as though they might have given her shoes that are too big for her to make her locomote in a weird and frumpy way. She kind of looks like that dude from Detroit Rock City, you know, like Eddie Furlong's character. Oh, man. Same, same deal, right? Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. That's brutal. Wow. So what are your, like, top three theories for next season? Oh, gosh. Or what are the top three questions that you need to have answered come next season? Hmm. Let me think about that one. It might, it might take me a minute. Take your time. I've been doing long interviews all weekend. What are they going to do with all of those lights in the house? <laughs> this is a very practical question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Christmas lights, though, because they bring cheer. Oh, they do. They do. So much cheer. Um, I, you want to hear what my three questions are? Number one, what's up with Hopper? Does he know those people? How did he know that hospital so well? Or whatever facility that was. That's a good point. That's a very good point. And he's still feeding Eleven, so very clearly she's alive. Is she going to, you know, find something else to eat besides Eggo waffles? I mean, they're really good, but what's her next favorite food? Maybe she's going to graduate to Pez. That feels like an 80s thing to be into. (laughs) Or those Ninja Turtle pies. Oh, Ninja Turtle pies. (laughs) Why are we thinking about those? I I don't know why... <laughs> so um okay so yeah that's one number two what's up with our man will throwing up the worm it was pretty gnarly it was gross right I'd, I'd get that shit checked out so then i'm saying then that means that he's not all the way right no no something's he wrong something he should say something before he like spews out a more bad stuff bad stuff or something with eyes I'm saying man it's no good it's no good and um, I think those are the only two that I think about constantly yeah. so I don't know have you seen anything else that you liked um let's see Hunt for the Wilder People was excellent yeah Captain we love that movie. was that was good really really good what did you do you like Vigo I love Vigo you love Vigo when did your love affair with Vigo begin Hey. I, I would say Eastern Promises. Eastern, dude, he's so brutal in that movie, right? Yes. So scary. Oh my god, what a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. And the hair. Yeah. His hair does not move. You're a, you're a hairdresser by trade. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> or fortunately. Yeah. So so who's like movie hair? Do you like jock real hard? Who's like your favorite movie hair pieces? Oh my goodness. I mean, taking it back to Winona. She had the best hair in the 90s. Um, not now. No, now not so much. Okay, all right. I'm mad at that. Um, let's see, who else has really good hair right now? I can't really think. How about my man Johnny Depp, given the Winona connection? 
Does he have good hair? Is his hair game good? I don't know. He's going through like a weird like crisis right now. <laughs> He's like 60. Yeah. That's really? crazy. Yeah, look it up. He's like 58. Yeah. Damn. I'm saying, you know, Probably wild style. 60. That's what it is. Are you a John Waters fan? I'd say so, yeah. Crybaby specifically or all of it? I would say Crybaby specifically. That's like my favorite one. Yes. Or, well, I don't know. Like, I still like Female Trouble. I still like all like the really weird ones with Divine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do... Hi, Sistan. But uh, I do really like Crybaby a lot because of the musical aesthetic and also because everyone in that movie looks like they could be an Unbroken. Yes. <laughs> Which I love. That's a good style, you know what I mean? I love Iggy Pop. Yeah. In a wash. In a wash tub. <laughs> dude, Iggy Pop's so awesome, man. So good. Did you see him on the last tour? No, I didn't. Oh, dude. I live in Boston. I don't go to shows in Boston. Wait a minute. So Iggy Pop must have come through Boston, though. He did. He played and you at just I missed it. I just missed it. You're messing up, dude. I know. He played with Josh Homme. That dude plays guitar sexy. I don't know if you've ever seen him play guitar. No, I haven't. But he like dances sexy while playing guitar. That's that's a hard thing to do. Especially when you're like a nine foot tall white guy. You know what I mean? Like he had these like moves though. Was he gyrating? He was. It was like like dude. I'm just saying, man. Like I was watching him play. And I was like, yo, that's a sexy ass white dude. That's a sexy white guy dancing guitar playing guy. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I, I don't know. But you know, are there um. Are there any other movies coming out that you're excited about? Let's see. Let's see. I mean, I can't really think. Like, I feel like I'm out of the loop when it comes to movies being released. Because I, all I see is just old stuff. I old stuff. Do. You're a big Toro fan. Yes, I am. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Ask away. <laughs> well, what do you like about it? Oh, my gosh. She is my She was Filipino, movie. wasn't she? No, no, no. The other one. Haji was. Haji was Filipino, right. Half Filipino. Tora was half Japanese. I liked her because she turned down Elvis. Whoa. Turned down Man, turned down Elvis. Yeah. That's, that's a hard style. He got to be gangster to do that shit. There's no other word that describes that. Yep. For, for you know. What, are, what movies of hers are your favorites? And how did you come into that? Because it's a pretty obscure thing. Well, I would say... Growing up, I had a friend, and, and still friends to this day, I don't know if you know him, Mike Tomirot, who's up in I do not know. I, I owe him a lot of credit to getting me into like Russ Meyer movies and things like that. He's yeah. a super cool dude, still a very good friend. Right. Brad so what's like your favorite Russ Meyer's movies? I actually, to be, I mean, it's, okay, full disclosure, I've never seen a Russ Meyer's movie. It's okay. Well, I mean, there's a ton. It's just boobs. I know. Is that what it is? Like, I don't even know. I literally have no idea what it is. Like, are they like... I know that I've seen the posters for like Faster Pussycat, Kill, Kill, Kill. Uh, What are the other ones? What are like the big ones? There's just like... What are your favorite ones? I can't even think right now. I mean... Okay, let's... let's All right. We're we're going to the Hall of Records, listeners. We're going to Google. We're going to Google. Or IMDb. Actresses. It's mo- mostly actresses that I like. Because I like, I like girls. Right. Okay. Let's go down the list. Because there are bits and pieces of each that have the... Uh, they're just good. Right. Let's see. Let's see. 
<laughs> so these, all these ladies are performers too, are former performers. Motorcycle was very, very good. Yeah. That's a that's another one if you like Faster Pussycat Coco. Beyond Valley of the Dolls is very oh, good. Oh, you know who directed that? Uh, Roger Ebert. Yes. Yeah. Pretty interesting. They just did a screening of that at the International House, but I missed it. Oh, yeah? Or no, at the Philomoka, something like this. Let's see. I mean, honestly, Faster Pussycat Coco does it for me. That's the one? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it inspired so many other people. Right. And then there's other stuff, too. Take a look here. I wish you guys could see it, but it's all <laughs> just boobs. Just boobs. That's Russ Meyer's bag. I get it, man. It's cool. You know. Um, let me think. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm. How good was the trouble list? Dude, I was so pumped on The Trouble yesterday. That was the one band this weekend that I've never seen that I was so hyped on. What did you think about their set? I thought it was great. I actually posted something on my Instagram, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Dude, how about that they opened with New Order slash Joy Division? Yes, I was the only one upstairs enjoying this, and I was looking around, and I'm like, is anybody else? Dude, what do you think about Filipinos that like new wave music, like Joy Division, New Order? Growing up, did you feel that that was like a ubiquitous thing? I would say so, especially if we skated too. Dude, um, that was it, right? It was that like was it. if you're a Filipino growing up in New Jersey, you like the Smiths and Morrissey and New Order. Exactly. I, I, I enjoyed it. When I went to college, all the Filipino kids I met were all about that shit. I know. Where's Richie? I don't know where Richie is. What's up, Richie? What's up, Richie? <laughs> but it was like. Every Filipino kid I knew was like, oh shit, man, we're listening to New Order tonight. You want to come over? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do. So I don't know. It's funny being like a Filipino in like hardcore scene and, you know, East, Eastern Seaboard. Is it different in Boston at all or what? I don't know any up there, to be honest. No? Not even outside of like Filipinos in general outside of the hardcore scene. I just, I don't know. I don't know any. Really? Yeah. Man, that's wild. It's, they don't like it up there. We don't like it. <laughs> it's funny because it's like I don't know as a person who does music now and like playing in bands it becomes very obvious that like all the bands that we play with are just all white dudes and then I become a weird standout because I'm just brown you know what I mean or I did a I did a band called Only Glory with my man Bruce Park who I think is oh he's not here now but uh we played a show and it was like man we're the only two Asians in the house and we're in the same band. And then we played with Token Entry a couple days ago, and like we both wore the same Edgewise shirt. It was like, bro, we can't be that guy. Like we're being that dude, and it's wrong. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. You had to so, change their shirt. I changed it because I brought an extra shirt because I sweat a lot. So I plan ahead. You know what I mean? Good for you. That's what I'm saying. But uh, do you have have you had the experience growing up where you did see other Asians in hardcore, and you're like, oh, we're friends? Oh yeah. I mean, any. I will say, even traveling out to the West Coast, I made a lot of Filipino friends. It's way different than West Coast. Though. Oh, it totally is. The like, East Coast is cool, and then um, I have some friends that come to the shows out here from the Midwest, too, so it's like you meet each other and you find out you're of the same ethnicity or even just... Even half. Matt Smith, who played in Halo of Snakes, is half Filipino. Hey, Matt. And I claimed him. I was like, that's my dog. We're bros. We're down with the Pearl of the Sea, man. I haven't seen him in ages. He lives in Oregon now. Ah. Or Seattle. I, he, he moved, no, Portland. He moved to Portland. Cool. So, this is not the Matt Smith of Shark Attack. 
This is the other Matt Smith yes. from Hot Cross. Yes. So many of them. There's so many. So it's many such Matt a Smiths. Common name. <laughs> and they all know the same people. A half Filipino guy. Matt Smith. Yeah, there you go, man. It's almost as Filipino as Patricia Mullen. Yep. Yeah, and I live in Boston. How funny is man, that? Man, it's the whitest town ever. <laughs> yep. Good Anytime times. I go anywhere and they have to check my ID, they're like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's That's real. Funny. Dude, it's all good, though. All good, man. I don't know. I feel as though the Filipino experience is uh, a lot more engaging when you commit to things like tattoos or you commit to like oh, yeah. any type of underground culture it, it like sticks out way more well, as a I'm, filipino i'm going home next year hopefully i'm gonna were you born in the philippines yes, you... oh wow what part of the philippines so i was raised in a town called malolos um but i was born in manila right 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 yeah i was raised there until i was turning about like four or five ish and then i came to the states lived in new jersey you moved to Cherry Hill? Um, no, we actually lived in New Brunswick. Ah. So I was up north, and right. then we lived in Maple Shade. Yeah, the shade. That's what we called it, the shade. Shade. The drive-in, <laughs> like the drive-in, remember the drive-in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was wait, was that the Atco drive-in? Is that the one? No, 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 the custard stand on the Oh, right, right, right. No, no, I do know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, the, I try to go to the drive-in every time I come home. Just for a little Hey man, that's cool. It's good stuff. <laughs> and tomorrow, after this hardcore, we're going to the shore. Nice. So either, I guess you miss the shore being in Boston, huh? Yeah, I mean, we have, we have stuff in Maine. It's not the same, though. We don't have no. boardwalk. No, no funnel cakes. No funnel cakes, no macamancos. Right. No t shirts of uh, Disney princesses with neck tattoos? Nope. None of those. <laughs> no mini golf. Yeah. Hey, man. You gotta soak it up while you're home. You know what I mean? Exactly. There you go. All right. Thank you for talking to me, Trish. Of course. You're the best.
your name, sir? Mike Smizilo. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. Cinepunk Mike, designer of our popularist shirts. Yes, I'm, and, uh, I consider myself a satellite member at this point. You are the the vanguard of our iconography. I, that's a beautiful title. That's you. So how you been? Uh, pretty good. I just got done watching uh, Power Trip uh, and moshed my head off for incendiary. Nice. I shouldn't have come out of mosh retirement for it though because I'll be in pain for a week. It's okay. Worth it, right? Yeah, 100% worth it. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty psyched for uh, the trouble that's going to be my big... I never knew who they were because I'm too young, right. but uh, I hear that they're the type of thing I'd like because I like things from Boston in the late 90s and early 2000s. There you go. That's um, exactly that. Yeah, so that's probably my thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you like American Nightmare? Yes. Remember, they cover a trouble song. I was I heard that earlier. Right. I, I didn't even know that, they were, that that was covered. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. I'm pretty pumped. They're the only band this weekend that I've never seen. Really? Like, I am the most stoked for Ruiner. Right. Because I was getting in, getting out of, like, street punk and into hardcore around 2007, 2008. And that was when Ruiner was, like, my favorite band. They were, Are they, like, hardcore? Like, they're, like, melodic hardcore. Like yeah, that, they're, like, you know, a crossover like, kind of band, right? Like, yeah, very emotional lyrics about, like, growing up and stuff like that. Um, Lee Singer kind of always sounds like he's like crying to death. Like he's very strained emotionally. He's an MMA fighter though, so he's tough. Right, so but, he's not crying to yeah. death. No, but the <laughs> night they were, the night they played Philly, the last, I think one of their last shows here, uh, the Phillies won the World Series. And oh, I was like, 2008? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I was like, well, I've been a Phillies fan my whole life. I've been a Ruiner fan for a couple years. I'll just catch them next time, watch the World Series. And lo and, and behold. Yeah, so now I, got, now I finally get to see them after all these years. Okay, eight excited. years later, better late than never. Yes, yes, eight years and many concussions and too much moshing later. Finally right, get to see them. hey man, you got to go all out because if yes. you don't, the mosh is not right. I'll be up front. Uh, Sonny will get embarrassing video of me again. Like man, maybe you'll make it to another Cinepunk screening event. Uh, I mean, I can only hope not. <laughs> we all hope not, to be fair. To One be of my fair. worst moments. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. So, so what else have you seen lately that you've been stoked on? Doesn't have to be in theaters. Um, stuff. You know, I did see Ghostbusters. What did you think? I don't see a lot of movies in theaters, but I did see that. I thought it was better than even anyone said. A lot of my friends said it was just okay. Yeah. I think the humor was perfect for me. I think it was like exactly what I wanted out of it. Okay. I'm an old That's Gilmore cool. Girls fan, so seeing Melissa McCarthy in that role, where she's she in Gilmore Girls. She was, yeah, she's a kind of a side character, not a main character, but that's right. where she got her start. Gilmore Girls. She was on that for seven years. I did years. not know that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, and she had the same like goofy sense of humor in that, but I think they amplified it too much in Bridesmaids. That's yeah. sense of humor. And so it was a little too much for, yeah. too broad a, br a brush stroke for you. Exactly. And broad, but yeah. no, I thought Ghostbusters was phenomenal. That was okay, cool. exactly what I wanted out of a new Ghostbusters movie. I thought it was just okay. Really? I'm gonna say yeah. I uh, I mean like I laughed at like some of the Twitter jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was fine, but um, just uh, it was too much homage. I thought if they just told the story, it would have been fine. It seems like so, nostalgia is what they want to go for. Yeah, um, in true. every movie. I mean, Force Awakens was 100% nostalgia based. You know, it was and just, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at nostalgia. I just uh, you know, I think that you could do so much with those characters and that premise of like New York City. Come on. Yeah. 
so I, iconic. I can see that. I mean, I like the actual storyline they had for it. I yeah. thought it was cool. Um, I thought they could have amplified the weirdness of that guy even a little more. Yeah, um, I think so. I think that they were bordering on pushing it, though. Yeah. Like, uh, if they went a little bit too far, it would have offended somebody. Yeah, but... So. Yeah, I can see that. But I, I feel like if they make another one, which maybe they will, I don't know if there's any news on it. But yeah, I, think I haven't heard anything. If so. they were to do that, it would be tight, because then it would be a little bit less homage, and they could flesh out those characters' backstories even a little bit more. I definitely wanted to like it because of such the violence, like... Anti-feminist movie. Fuck those dudes. Yeah, but I'm saying I wanted to yeah, like it no, way yeah. more. Maybe that's where I'm coming from. It's like I want to see it be the biggest thing ever because fuck those dudes. Yeah, no, this shit's fucking stupid. Yeah. But I just, I also can't lie. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with that. I, I don't like jockeying things for the sake of jockeying either. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You've been into Stranger Things. What? Have you been into Stranger Things? I have definitely been into Stranger Things. So what? What do you? What is your take on it? Don't give me. You know. To be honest, yes. um, the first few episodes, I had trouble getting into it to like the way the way that people said that like I watched the first eight I watched the eight episodes straight through like no stopping I wanted to do that but I kept on getting interrupted and then I also like I didn't find it holding my attention the way I wanted it to I found myself yeah. on my phone and having to rewind it a couple times okay so that was a bummer for me it's like I was expecting to be like enthralled because it was everything people described it as like this will be perfect for you yeah but once the first couple like four episodes were done because those episodes tend to follow like a formulaic like we build the characters up, and then in the last right. 10 minutes, something exciting happens. Right. Then in the next four episodes, it's just straight full throttle, like the whole time. The characters are established, the storyline yeah, is becoming for it. Yeah. intense, and I thought it was perfect. There were things about it, especially that I really loved. People compared it to Twin Peaks. I compare it less to that and more to like a long, amazing X Files episode. Okay, um, I can see that. It that felt very. It felt like that a lot. It doesn't. It's not too off the wall. Like yeah. Twin Peaks was. It, like, people wanted it to be. No. Uh, no but, way. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see that. And then the other thing I liked is people keep comparing it to the Goonies. Yeah. But there's this thing about the Goonies where the kids are so separate from the adults. It's like the kids are doing this thing, the adults don't even know, they go back home, and the adults are like, oh my god, where were you? Yeah, we have money, yeah. Yeah, but in this, there's this beautiful like thing that happens where the adults start to believe the kids, yeah. and they're kind of converging upon this storyline and putting the pieces together to what actually is happening, where like the kids are as responsible for these discoveries as the adults. That's really interesting. That's no one's like, ever said that yet. Yeah, that's my favorite part about it is like, yeah, the Goonies is cool, the kids are having an adventure and finding yeah. the treasure, but there's something really special about like, the kids are like making these like kind of scientific discoveries, you know, along with their teacher yeah. and like really doing this thing and the adults are doing it at the same time and then like all of a sudden they're in this room together and they put the pieces together and say, like, oh, my God, this is what's happening in our town. Yeah. And that's, like, yo, when it happens, it's, like, the most intense so thing. Good. And, so good. And every character at that point, because I had trouble identifying with any characters early on. I was, like, who's, who am I rooting for? Like, what I'm, yeah. am I trying to get out of these characters? But then when they're all in that room, you realize that, like, it's a unit that, like, you're having this experience with them. And that was what was really important. That's a really interesting way of making a movie or making a story. Like, yeah. Like, making everything, like fit together in a way that you realize it is a package. It is exactly. to be taken together. Yeah, because, so. you know, like I said, the first couple episodes, you weren't getting it yet because those pieces weren't starting to converge yet. But once they hit that point where everything's just kind of, like, converging upon the storyline, it's like, wow, this is, like, groundbreakingly good. Yeah. No, I love and it. And the soundtrack is perfect. What, and what, visually it was perfect. What are, like, your top three things that you're left with at the end of the last episode? Like, your big questions. Um, my biggest question is how they're going to handle the fact that the next season is going to be a sequel. Okay. Um, 
I wish that Eleven hadn't necessarily gone away, and like then we get that weird glimpse of like he's putting the, the egg egos in the thing. I, I think it's a little too mysterious. It's like okay, the way that you'd want something to set up a sequel season, I don't think it establishes it enough. Um, so you wanted a little bit more of that. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind if there's a little bit more taste. And I don't necessarily like things that feel like epilogues. You know, like at the end of the Harry Potter season series, they're like 30 years later. And like at the end of that, they were like, you know, months later. I was like, I don't necessarily need that. I just need you to give me something that's a little bit more immediate that actually sets up what's going to happen in next season. I see. So you, you like it when like the seasons are kind of railroaded into each other. Kind of, yeah. Well, they... I'm a huge binge watcher. So, so you're good with like episodic storytelling. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I am terrible with it. Really, you like this movies, is the first time I've watched a TV show like really? that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I watch TV more than I watch movies. I don't, Do you really? I care about like if you were to give me all the X Files mythology episodes straight through with no monster of the week, and I could just follow that storyline for uh, probably what is that going to be like over two hundred episodes or whatever it would be right. like. Hell yeah. You're into that. Yeah, I mean, and I'm the way, like, we watched Mad Men and watched it, you know, episodically, and uh, Gilmore Girls especially, like, that's so episodic. And And were you uh, Breaking Bad, dude? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I never saw Breaking Bad. Oh, man, no. I had begged my girlfriend to watch Breaking Bad, and we watched together, and it was perfect. Like, I I definitely, I'd say at this point I'm watching more shows than movies. Um, What shows are you into right now? um, To be honest, I just finished all the shows I was really on. So I just restarted West Wing for like the third time. Cause it's Holy shit, you're like deep show. into it. Oh, West Wing's the greatest TV show ever, period. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, if Martin Sheen would run for president tomorrow, I'd vote for him over Hillary in a second. <laughs> Actually, you know what I wish, and I want to pitch this to someone. I know Rob Lowe might not do it, because I think from Twitter he has conservative tendencies, but if they were to take his character from West Wing, Sam Seaborn, and do a series with him running for president and his right. administration, uh, and maybe bring back a couple of the other characters like Josh Lyman and all that. I would watch that show in a second. Right. Because I wow. think there are still storylines to tell, especially in the political climate that we're in. Yeah. Um, and that show meant so much to me politically, and it was educational in a way that, like, I understand a lot more about. Um, I mean, I already knew a lot about like parliamentary procedure and governmental politics, but like but that seeing it in practice yeah, made uh, it a little more definitely, real. Definitely like establishes so much that a lot of people might not know about and stuff. Like you know, people in the first episode they like there's people that don't know what POTUS means or something like that, and I'm yeah. like, man, are there people like that? But there definitely are. There and, definitely are. Yeah, I just yeah. think there's a lot of stories to tell. So yeah, I'm just starting West Wing again. Uh, Watching a little bit of X Files on the side, just because. Has that been like a thing that you like a lot? Oh, I'm yeah. I've seen every episode. Love X Files. Huge X Files fan, and uh, yeah, my girlfriend's never seen it. So, um, I mean, she's seen bits and pieces, but you know, we're actually like that's going to be our sit down and watch it show. And then we're a li- we're watching Twin Peaks a little bit again, just to uh, get ready for the next season. Right. Fair so. enough. I just started watching Vice Principals. I saw that on there. I don't know what it's about. It's well, it's Jody Hill. Who directed Foot This Way and who, who directed Eastbound and Down. Oh, okay. Like that stuff. And Eastbound and Down's a little too out there for me. Yeah. I'm not much for that guy. You um, don't like like the comedy Danny McBride stuff? Not that much, no. I tried okay. to watch Eastbound Down and was like, okay. Did you like, um, uh, what was that, the Apocalypse movie that he was in? Uh, oh, This Is The End, was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say like is a strong term. I think it's funny, in, yeah. but only on like one or two watches tops. Um, and after that, you're not into it. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, I only like a couple of those guys, those celebrities and girls who are in it. Like, um, I like, uh, what the hell is that dude? Uh, Craig Robinson? 
He's my favorite in that movie. Really? The black dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he's great. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the dude who's in uh, Goon, the the skinny skinny guy with the long nose, like uh, yeah, the goofy guy uh, who's like friends with James Franco in it. Um, he's in Goon and um, yeah, I don't remember the name. She's right. out of your league or whatever. He's in a lot of those crappy comedies. He's funny. Oh, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Um, he's funny. Uh, but you know, I don't I don't care about all the cameos. Emma yeah. Watson's always great. I'll watch anything she's in. But right, um, that was a bit part in that one. Yeah, and that was unbelievable. It's pretty ridiculous. Like, yeah. Pretty ridiculous. And that was probably one of the better moments of the movie because it was it dared to be as ridiculous as the whole movie should have been. Yeah, um, I agree. I thought it was really fun. I like I like Danny McBride a lot. I think I he's. I don't know if I get it. I to be honest, I don't like things that are very fun. As you can tell, I'm like naming off my shows, and it's like oh, West Wing, yeah. X Files. Like I. They're, those shows have like aspects of fun, but the only like comedy shows I technically watch would be like The Office and like Gilmore Girls and stuff like that. Right. right more into right. like drama and stuff like that. I don't like fun bands either. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I enough. mean, it's weird that I'm as stoked to see Girl Biscuits again as I am because uh, Girl Biscuits could be classified as a fun band. They're definitely a high-fiving fun band. Yeah, I'm renowned for hating fun bands. I will not be partaking in Wisdom and Chains. I will not. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair so, enough. Is there anyone else that you're stoked about this weekend that you're, you're hyped to see? Um, like I said, Girl Biscuits, Ruiner. Uh, I love Thursday, and that makes me really excited. And I love Mountain Turning Point. That makes me excited for Turning Point Karaoke because. Okay. Like, Are you psyched on Turning Point? Do you like the band? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not gonna like front. I only listen to Turning Point a little bit. Like I'll generally toss it on in the car, and as far as it gets into the discography, I'll listen to. Right. But you yeah. know, those songs are gonna be perfect, and like it's yeah. be a fun time. It's gonna be good. I think it'll be good. I don't know. And I'll, I'll, I'll like anything Jeffrey Fleece involved in. United Nations is awesome. Thursday's right. perfect. Like, so were, you for the, were you there for the Ink and Dagger show that he sang for? I was not. I didn't get I didn't get into Ink and Dagger until way after he was doing uh, that stuff. Yeah, it's a no. bummer because... Yeah, that was great. That now was I'm very into Dagger. You know what got me into Ink and Dagger? The best band on the planet, Painted Black. Um, they covered Ink and Dagger at like a mischief night. Uh, the the one show. outside? Yeah, Grace Ferry Skate Park. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. When they played that, I was like, holy shit, that song was awesome, who is this band? And like, I had like already seen their shirts and merch, and like, yeah. they were always on my radar, but that's what got me into Dick Dagger. I, I, wonderful band, yeah. wonderful band. The yeah, first time I, I saw it. them was uh, with Trial oh, and wow. CR. At the, was Trial, CR, Dead Guy, and Them. Oh, wow. Dead Guy was the headline. See, everybody thinks I love Dead Guy, but I can't get into that either. I have well, weird taste. No, it's fine. But uh, the funny thing is, I didn't know what was going on, and they had a red light on. Yes. And every time the light would pulse, there was a heartbeat that would come out of the PA. Like I had no idea yeah. what to expect. I'm so and, into that, dude. It was so awesome. And bands then, like, should be based in performance art like that sometimes. Like the right band should be a band like that. I had a band where we were very political and like noise oriented. So I played um, like the sound weapons that they used on like Ferguson protesters. Played that stuff through the PA while there's like clips of the Ferguson protests and stuff like that. You know, lights brutal. Off. Yeah, like stuff like that. You know, yeah, or like, like something that like that heartbeat that's like emotional and stuff like that. It's perfect Frank and Dagger. Yeah. yeah, that stuff's got to be applied correctly. But when it is, like, it's pretty perfect. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm all about like the emotional. What bands process. do that? What band do you think is like the perfect example? I think Seeing Full Hell's like that. Yeah. Um, maybe not here because. Uh, this is hardcore. It's not their venue for it's that. It's weird for them to play this still, like in a way, because uh, you know the first couple of records have a lot of riffs on it. Like it's like pretty death metal worship grindy stuff. 
um, with noise interludes in the middle, but now that they've moved into doing those collabs with like Mersbau and um, the body, it's like much more like contemplative, weird stuff. But yeah. when they opened for American Nightmare in uh, New York City, uh, was it New Year's a couple years ago? Um, they were given like a half hour time slot, and they were like, wow. you know, they usually play like about 15 minutes tops, and they went for it. They played like 30 cool. minutes, cool. blasting noise, like totally destructive to the point where like you had to be awesome. immersed. Yeah. Wow. So seeing bands like that, Primitive Man uh, does that too. Uh, sludge Band mm -hmm. from Colorado. They, you know, some sludge bands and like riff bands, they tend to like shy away from riffing too long or too hard, especially when they're playing a show they might not fit totally on. But that band just like goes for it, and they will play the slowest, heaviest That's riff. Awesome. And you're either like <laughs> lost in that riff, or, or you're, you're just not. Bummed, yeah. You're not and there are people that were both. But yeah. bands like that, it should be like for me, it should be an experience. You know, you should be. Totally bands like uh, Face Down and Shit was another band that did that. Oh, really? And um, did you ever hear my old band, Belagos? No. That was our thing. Really? Well, it was members of the Fighting Dogs and um, Crucial Unit and uh, Charlie from Pasha and Carpenter and all those bands and uh, Sal who does Peasant Magic. And uh, yeah, we played, we were a band for like four years maybe. We only wrote like three songs and they were all themed after uh, Tolkien. Oh, yeah. And each song was like an hour long, oh, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really cool so. epic cross bands doing that right now. Where my yeah. favorite one of that genre is um, Fall of Effort. Yeah, you perfect. Like that band? Perfect records. They're like, so good. That, like, and you know, being someone who's like not vegan and stuff like that, like there's stuff that might be hard to identify, but getting right. completely lost in that stuff, and even like some of the more like, um, like the drawn out catharsis stuff, like yeah. that whole like yeah. part. That's of That's cool. I mean, really into crust, so like that part of the crust genre where you're becoming like so immersed in those things yeah it's like, oh, no man, it's great perfect. it's yeah. great but Fall of Effort uh, I think that band is so good yeah. he has another band called Light Bear yeah. have you heard that band I've heard their name I haven't listened to it it's all based on so Fall of Effort is based on Watership Down oh cool Light Bear is all based on the, the mythology of um, the His Dark Materials trilogy by um, Pullman Robert Pullman have you ever read those no it was the Golden Compass, the Amber Spyglass. Oh, I've heard of the Golden the, Compass. Yeah. yeah, they made the movie as a piece of shit. But, but I, I've heard a little bit about it. The, the uh, books are awesome. Defiance, Ohio had a song about the Golden Compass. Oh, the idea wow. of North. I yeah. the Planet X band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another band that might be good. Do you listen to Old Man Gloom? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Man Gloom, like, those records oh. are an experience. Uh, especially the noise stuff they did on the last record. That was a lot of low frequency, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's cool, man. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, stuff like that. There's none of that around here but it's, it feels like there's not like that whole like genre of music is like kind of dead or stagnant now yeah i, I feel agree like with that i haven't found it I, and i quest constantly for something like that but i haven't found anything i feel that i've connected there's to. like bands i've like even considered like yo i kind of want to start like a hardcore band where all the songs are kind of epic and based on rocky and it's like you know i like things that are like Kind of like theatric, or and kind of like, like conceptual you know, narrative, execution. like a conceptual narrative that yeah. people have to kind of travel with you through. But uh, that's definitely a genre that's non-existent right now. It's it really like, is hard know. to get people to buy it. No, no, I mean? and we had that problem when I was doing that noise stuff. Was like I'm trying to present like a political narrative and like um, utilizing like sound clips to try and establish like themes. And at the end of the day, because they're like, "Yo, where's the fucking riffs, bro? I'm trying to like." Mosh to this yeah. man, like trying to hit my friends, like, hey, man. and that's cool. Like we're all here for that this weekend, but yeah. it's hard to find an audience for stuff that might. I don't even like to use the term elevated. It's not really elevated. It's just no, different. that just would pay attention. Yeah, you just yeah. 
I like I to be immersed you. in that. Some people don't. Yeah, I don't know. They're so, boring. <laughs> They're boring people. Fuck them. All right, Mike. Thanks for talking to me, buddy. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. I love you, man. You too. I'm sitting here with two renowned practitioners of Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Could you guys please state your names? Pete Saris. Jared Weiner. And how are you guys doing today? Awesome. Doing good. Doing good. Who are you guys psyched on? Who are you stoked to see? Who have you seen that you've been pumped on? And uh, what, are you, what are you excited about? Uh, I'm excited about life. Right. I'm excited about... I meant specifically I'm at this weekend. Saying, I'm excited about seeing you. I'm excited about seeing you as well. And uh, Both of you. All else failed. All right. All right. Uh, Strife. Yeah. Dude. Uh, Strife. We're going to see Strife tonight. Yeah. And Turning Point. Turning Point. What do you guys think about the Turning Point reunion? Should be, uh, should be a good time for sure. What are they doing? Different... That's three different singers. Oh, okay. How about you, Jared? Who are you, who are you psyched about that you've seen? Who are you excited to see? Um, first off, Power Trip killed it yesterday. All right, Power Trip was really good. And then, uh, of course, Wisdom and Chains uh, killed it. Gorilla Biscuits killed it. Yeah. Killing Time killed it. Dude. You know, uh, today I'm excited to see Breakdown too. Like, fucking right, man. Breakdown, Breakdown. You guys might know I have a bit of a T-shirt collector problem. Yes. I've had to sit across from the Breakdown T-shirts all weekend long. Fucking stupid, right? It's totally terrible. You gotta get one. You gotta I'm saying, on man. I'm saying they got the one with the two skateboards on it. Have you seen that shit? I'm gonna go get it right it's now. It's dope, dude. It's so good. It's so good. So, um, what kind? Like, let's talk a little bit about your uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, man. Aren't you like a champion now, Jared, or something? Didn't you like fight Godzilla or something? <laughs> no, man. You know, I've been training for a long time. Have my school BJJ United in the Philadelphia area, and then, um, you know, just out there competing, teaching. Uh, just doing my thing, you know, champ competing all over the world, championships, and just, you know, but also producing a lot of good students too. So uh, that's the most important to me, you know what I mean? Seeing the guys come up and then uh, start carrying the torch a bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, and are, you, are you fighting competitively as well, Pete, or no? I'm fighting age. Fighting age. That's what I, that's what I fight. Yo, talk to me about talk to me about your boy Ricky Rocket and looks from Poison. You're friends with Poison, right? Go ahead. Let's talk uh, about that for a little bit. I'm not friends with them, but uh, I had a video um, on this, that I was basically how to use jujitsu against some guy that was on uh, high on wet or PCP. Yeah. Mr. And Wiggles, aka, go yeah, on. That dude was big, man. Right. And uh, it ended up some neighbor was recording it. It got on the internet and uh, viral. It kind of went viral on Facebook. And uh, dude, and, Rick, and Ricky Rocket, who also is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, um, he sh shared. He was one of the people that shared the video, so I thought that was kind of cool. Fuck. I'm not a big Poison fan, but I thought it was kind of cool. Dude, right Poison's now. awesome. Yeah, how are you not a Poison fan? You gotta listen to Poison. So what do you guys think about when you see Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu depicted in movies? Coming to mind, I think of uh, John Wick. Do you remember John Wick? Did you yeah. see that shit? John Wick was good. Um, yeah, and and John Wick 2 is coming out too, you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah dude, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, extremely but when good, you when you see movie. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in movies, yes. or fighting styles in general, do you like, do you, does your mind go into the technical like, yes. that is real, that is not real? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I just get, you know, Lethal Weapon 1. Was it Lethal Weapon 1? The, the one Mel with Jet Li in it? Or? No, 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 Lethal Weapon or Mel Gibson Triangle. Who did he triangle? Gary uh, Busey? Gary Busey. Oh, the shit. Gary yeah. Busey. Remember that? Yeah, God so damn. It was it went way back. But, God, you know, like 
Yeah, jujitsu anywhere is good. Movies anywhere. <laughs> do, you, do you guys like karate movies? Nah, man. What kind of movies are you into? Uh, I like John Wick style movies. John Wick is a good I, ass movie. I, I'm, I'm a war buff. You know right. what I mean? So I enjoy history movies, war movies, and stuff like that. So. Did you like Fury? Fury was legit. Yeah. Especially the last scene when they pan away and you see all the dead Nazi soldiers on the ground. Fuck, man. Brutal, right? Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. What made me proud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Take it. I, ha I hate history. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't hate history more than I do. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why, I just hate it. Right. Uh, but what movies do you like? I like cheesy movies. Like what? Like, um, shit. Uh, Damn. BMX Bandits. Great movie. I saw it on the big screen a couple, Rad. like, not too long ago. Rad. 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 So Thrashing, thrashing. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, with the Vipers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, daggers, so good. The Daggers. The Daggers. That's daggers. it. Sorry. The Killer, Daggers. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Remember that? I'm Great movie. Yeah. Looking good yeah, yeah. movie. Killer Clowns. Yeah, I like stuff like that. So, uh, speaking on the history, let's talk a little bit about a little band called Frontline. Oh. What's the deal with that, man? Man, me and Max have been talking a little bit. Uh, we were talking yesterday, Max Moya. Um, we were gonna maybe try to put a little something back together, you know what I mean? A little all something the, back together, all huh? The, all the boys are talking a little bit, you know. We had a nice little run back in the late 90s. Played some pretty nice shows, put out a decent record. Um, right. You know, we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm down, you know what I mean? I'd be excited to hit the stage. That should be awesome. We kill it. I was, I was talking to uh, my man Vern yesterday, our man Vern. And I was telling that he should do a point of view reunion. What do you guys think about that? I think it would be amazing. He doesn't think anyone would care. I would, I would care. I would love to see that. Dude, I was telling him he should just release the demo again and then tell people to hype it and then be like, yo, you guys want to hear this shit again? And then fucking do that shit. Then we could all play together. That would be so hype. You know it would be the weirdest like 1994 show in 2016. I I'd back it. I out to many shows lately. But, what uh, shows have you seen lately that you've enjoyed? I, I think the last show I was at was probably This Is Hardcore last year. <laughs> Remember when I almost ran you over with my car and I was what? singing all my Frontline lyrics, practicing again? That was, I was like, what, two months ago? Three Not months? that long Not ago. Not that long ago. So, yeah. it's been, you know, we've been talking. We've been talking. Ah, dude, that would be totally sick. What would be your dream lineup if you guys, if you could get any bands to play with Frontline as like a wonderful Jared Fest show, wow. who would you put on there? Mabble, Wisdom. Alright, so for our listeners at home, tell us your name. Corey. Uh, some of you who are at the fest might know my man as Fat Corey, <laughs> as Joe decided to refer to him in front of the entire fest. <laughs> Which, now, at that moment, are you laughing or are you like, God damn it? Um, I think. Doing my. Oh, fucking hell. I was like younger. And I like. Scary movies in general, horror movies will fuck with my mind because I'm just like, dude, this shit's like real. Like this ghost and shit, this is real. Because like, I definitely believe ghosts and whatnot. Dude, fuck with From Sunny, that was from Sunny, not me. I think Liam is great. Uh, I'm a fence walker between Liam and Sunny. I'll never pick a side. No, Sunny loves me. He just pretends. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, I saw that movie and it just, it straight up fucked my shit up. Like, I was 13. I slept next to my parents' bed that night because I was so fucking paranormal weird. activity. Straight up. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not good with that shit. I should just, I don't know why. It just fucks in my head. So these are the recommendations we have right now: Creed, Straight Outta Compton, Green Street Hooligans, 
And if you want something to really fuck you up, paranormal. Yeah, like I, I don't give a fuck anyone now, and I feel like if I watched it now, I'd be like, this is a really nice game. But I was like 13, 14, I was like, yeah, this is that shit. This is wild. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to me, my man. All right. I hope you have fun. I hope you get out of the last day of the fest without getting hurt. I'm already hurt. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I hurt myself like day two. I so. hope you don't get any more hurt. I, dude, I'm probably going to be soon, so I won't get hurt. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, take care, man. Dude, you all Okay. All right, I am sitting here with Keith Gallagher. How are you doing, Keith? I'm all right, I'm all right. Hey, how's, how's, the, uh, how's the fest treating you so far? It's good. I'm still alive. That's good, that's good. Broken, but not broken, beaten, but not killed? Broken, but unbowed, I believe. Yeah, they, oh, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. What, are, what are some of the uh, high points of the fest so far for you? Uh, well, Jesus' peace was insane. That just happened. Uh, all Out War was awesome. I'll never say these words again in my life, but thank God for the barrier. It made the pit, made the pit like a, a human-sized pit. Oh, yeah, it yeah. It made it like a killing field. Yeah, I mean... I Into the killing field. Yeah, I, I think... I, I did like that. I think it was like 2011 or 2012, I watched it from the balcony, and I was like, oh, yeah, yo, this is like fucking crazy. Um, what are you looking for for the rest of the day? Anything, uh, any bands you're hyped on? Let's look at the list. Get, get, get your... Uh, get your uh, Okay, well, two of is next. I might miss beginning of that because of this, but okay. I'm gonna go check it out. They have like 11 minutes. I might catch the last six. Okay. Uh, Blister. Yes. They say. Honestly, the whole thing is crazy, but all else failed. Hell yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, all right, so I, I, we're gonna I, talk I, I, about Captain yeah. America: Civil War. All right. Um, what 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 did you? Uh, you're like a comic book guy. I'm a pseudo comic book. Guy. Pseudo comic book. Guy. I'm an on and off kind of guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, how do you think that Civil War? Okay, first off, what were your thoughts? That was incredible. Okay. <laughs> That's. Best Marvel movie today, definitely the best of the Disney-ish, yeah. you know, the Disney Marvel universe. And Crush, my favorite before that was Captain America. Which, that, that movie was That was like, incredible, it was like a 90s action movie. What, what's weird is I was never big on Captain America when I was a kid. Like, the only thing, I'm saying, oh, whoa, 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 you did you not you, see the original movie? You can't see, but Keith just made the most disgusted face in the world I don't care about I comics. That. I only had one Captain America comic when I was younger, because my mom only bought me one. Yeah. But I will say the movie, was like the OG movie. one from like the 90s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red skull with like a latex red whatever paint yeah, yeah. mask. Oh, man. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, All right, so, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm fine. That's, I, I, I like the little little the little bits of uh, humanity that people, when it comes out like that. Like, the, just people are so reserved that they try to be like academic and everything, and you were just like, Oh, well, I, I, like I 100% know I'm a moron, and this is going to sound bad, so whatever happens. I, I, I'm digging it so far. All right. Um, so what what, what 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 do you think that uh, the Disney like comic book movies? What do you think sets them apart from like shit like uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil or Fantastic Four? Like, oh man, are we good? We might have to take another podcast and talk about those movies, like the Hulk, 2003 Hulk. Yeah. Woo! Oh yeah, the Angley one. The the Hulk that was bigger than a house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think the writing okay. is just better. I feel like. I mean, I think Stanley was part of those movies too, right? He always has a hand in yeah. But I feel like they actually used him in, in these movies and asked his actual opinions and yeah, he actually he gave had, his opinions. I think he had not like total creative control, but I think he had like creative like oversight. Yeah, and also Disney has been just monopoly at this point. And yeah, they just, they just, so I think just getting every, I'm pretty sure they just get the kind of writers. Yeah, yeah. And they get, they get way, 
I'd say they get close to the comic at some point, but then they obviously stray to make their yeah. own. That's what they do. And I, I mean, so the purists get upset about that, but I'm like, you can't think like, dude. You, I mean, did you read? Um, did you read the Civil War comics? The, the actual yeah. Civil War line. I read the Civil War title. Oh, so, so you I didn't read, read like, the, Thunderbolts and Spider-Man and all that. I think I might have read. Maybe I maybe I read. Did Captain America have his own? Yeah, Captain, there was Captain America Civil War. Yeah, it ended. I think that's the one that ended with Crossbones coming up. Yeah. Well, if you didn't know that, now you know. So. Yeah. No, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I, I read that the main was it is it seven or eleven? It's seven comics, right? Yeah, yeah. I read that and I read various other ones. I, I remember I have all of them. And I just never got around to finish them. But I read the main part yeah, a that, while that, ago. I mean, that was like when I I myself first heard of it. I was kind of skeptical because it was like, how are they going to take this massive storyline? Translates to one movie, but I think they did it well. Uh, oh yeah, I mean the obvious thing. Can we spoil the yeah, end of the comic versus yeah. the end of the? Yeah, obviously Captain America doesn't die. Yeah, in yeah. The, in the movie because he would crush every. That would, America. Be, that would be devastating. Disney couldn't do that. People keep telling me. People tell me that the next Captain America movie they're gonna kill him. Like you can't kill Captain America in a Disney-related Marvel movie. Not, not only that, but you can't kill Chris Evans. Well, he's too perfect. He's like the perfect genetic. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's well, switch gears. actual question. I just went off. Uh, that's that's that that's what this is all about. That's okay. what this is all about. Yeah. Um, are are there any uh any other superhero movies? Are, are you gonna check out Suicide Squad at all? Yeah, I'm gonna see it. Um, I got really excited about it at first. Like, okay. The idea of it was really cool to me. Yeah. And then I picked up a Suicide Squad comic, like the new ones, and I read the first one. And I was like, it's, it's not it's ass. What, what, uh, you don't, you don't watch, like, the CW, any of those, the Arrow or the Flash, like that? No, I watched the, um, uh, I, I was, I missed the boat on the Arrow for some reason, okay. even though I know I really like it. I watched the first episode, and I really liked it. Yeah. But, I just never... What, what sucks is they started to introduce the Suicide Squad on that show, and then Warner uh, Brothers, they were like, nope, and so they had to kill, like, everyone. So they, they shot was on that show, and he was awesome, and, um, how do you think, like, you said you were excited about it at first, and then you read the comics, so you weren't turned off by Jared Leto's joke. Well, no, see, all right, here's, here's why I was excited. I don't watch trailers anymore because, like, I feel like people are just spoiled too much yeah. trailers anymore. I know that's a very, I know what the word for it is, very basic thing to say, like, I'm not gonna watch the trailer because it's so no. But, like, too many things happen in the trailer where I just want to, I just want to be captain, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I thought the Captain America trailer was all right. It was you know, they released enough, but the movie had so much other bullshit in it that was crazy. That they, was like they kept uh, Ant Man turning. They, they kept yeah, they kept that under wraps. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so then I saw the trailer and I was like, I don't like Harley Quinn like that. Yeah. Like, baby doll Harley Quinn. I'm an animated series guy. That's yeah, what I grew yeah. up on. That's what Batman is to me. Yeah. See, we're like, how, how old are you? Yeah, so you're. So you're, hardcore years, I'm like 60. You're, yeah, you're gonna die. Wearing knee braces. I'm currently dead. I'm like, a, I'm like a, a zombie. But no, it, it, that's 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 what got that's what like got me. And so you know, that was around the era I started becoming aware of like Batman Beyond, like uh, like the Michael Keaton movies. So like, but uh, the whole Joker thing. What was weird about that for me was like when I first saw that, I was like, this is gonna be horrible. This is going to be a, t- a shit show, but apparently it's getting like amazing reviews. I'm not, 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 it's not getting like his performance is getting like, like someone said he was like James Cagney in makeup, which is awesome. See, he is, he's he a, is great a great actor. Yeah. So that's the only reason that I think like it's going to get pulled off. Yeah. I don't like that that style Joker, except um, what did I just read? I read the Grant Morrison run. Batman. What is it? It's a, I know, I, it what is it called? It's like 21 comics. I just it was, read it. it was, uh, I, I don't. I, I want to say it's but Batman it, and Son, but I know it's not that. It's before Batman. And, 
Yeah, it's, or is it after Batman? I'm, I'm being a host. It's the one where it was. Um, I know it was with with Damian with with Damian Wayne. It's when he becomes. Right, right, right. It's that it's that era. It's like Grant the, the, Morrison, the, Batman, and Rock. I'm gonna say Adventures of Batman. That's not it's that. Like, but it, it's something, something like that. Yeah. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. That's but that joke, that Joker <laughs> is the closest that I think that really like skulking tattoo. Yeah, yeah. That Joker is like closest to what I see in that movie. Interesting. Yeah. That's like the. Um, that was the, the inspiration for that. I remember reading was. Um, I don't know if you're a David Bowie fan. Oh, yeah. But he did like the thin white dude. That was one of his one of his uh, personas back in the day. Okay. And that was the inspiration for that joke, like the really thin guy with the, the suspenders and the baggy pants. So yeah, I'm. Uh, have you have you have you seen Killing Joke? I saw it. What did you think? How much time we got? <laughs> you just. I've I've heard nothing but horrible horrible things about that. All right. So, so I took I took my lady Jess Goldie. That's my lady to see it. She's not into anything that's like eerie. Or yeah. anything that's like, and you know, Killing Joke's story is pretty twisted. It's pretty dark, yeah. It's yeah. pretty dark. And I'm thinking, reading that, like, I, I still read it and I'm like, oof. Like, it's it's rough. Yeah. Like, those yeah. cells, that's rough. So I'm thinking, this is, I don't care about Suicide Squad at this point. Killing Joke is what I need to see. So yeah. I'm thinking it's like a 90 minute feature of the Killing Joke. I'm like, I don't, first of all, I didn't know so how they were going to do 90 minutes of Killing Joke. And then I found out they didn't do 90 minutes of Killing they Joke. They did, like, what is it, like a half hour? It's like a half hour. It's like an animated series episode worth of Killing Joke. Which is probably what it should be released as, but yeah. you know someone's got to make money. Yeah. So I'll give you my play-by-play. They have the intro with Mark Hamill, which is awesome. I think he's just a man. He's yeah, just he's a, a hero. A, a great Joker. Yeah. Also very good on. Uh, he was on that TV show with Flash as, as a villain, and he was fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. I, I gotta check that out. Yeah. But was he in a movie or something? Mark Hamill? A little one. I think it was called, like, uh, Space Battle. Space like Battle. Space Battle, yeah. Yeah, he talks about it. Yeah, they show him. He's got, like, a blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Hair. He's, like, a little... I think he works on a farm. He yeah. uses the power or something like that. All right, so anyways, I'll bring it back. So that feature is cool. It was, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Him talking, him going through his evolution, Joker Animated Series video game. Um, and it was cool. He talked about the other Jokers, how he was scared after Jack Nicholson, how he had the Yeah, yeah. Cool. Humble guy, awesome. And then they go into the feature, and I'm thinking... Alright, it's gonna be cool. And it wasn't cool. That's what everyone says. Dude, it was the most like painful. I'm like, when are they gonna get to the story? Like, and when I was like, what does this have to do with the story? First of all, the killing joke was what, 88? 89? 88 or 89. It was right around the time when uh, I mean I was just born then, so yeah. obviously I didn't get it until much later. Yeah, yeah. That was right that was right around the time like Tim Burton's Batman loosely takes from the killing joke before. Right, right. Yeah. So around that time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's what it was. He was walking around on the set reading that while he was directing. Oh, interesting. I remember I forgot I read some stupid yeah. boy inter- interview or whatever. Um, anyways, so that first segment, do you know, do you see it? What the the killing joke? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. No. Do you care if I talk about Not it? Not at all. No. All right, you don't really need to see it. No, I mean yeah, I mean I've read the comic. You can just I know. fast forward to thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Until you see like the beginning of the actual cells. Yeah. So the beginning is. Uh, I guess uh, it's like an adventure of Batgirl and Batman. Yeah. And I think the guy's villain's name is Harris Franz or something. And it also, everything's updated technology-wise. So there's like iPhones and shit? Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure there's something. <laughs> well, we're not going to quote you on the Don't uh, quote me on it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, the, whole, the whole concept for the beginning one is like, it almost feels like present day. Okay. I'm like, this shit took place in like 88 or whatever. I'm assuming it was present day when it came out. Yeah, yeah. So like, what is all this stuff? And like, every, everything's, I know they have the updated art because that's how, that's how those new Batman animated movies are. Yeah. Which they're cool. But like, it's just, 
It was a buzzkill. And then the part where, I, I mean, do you know the other? Uh, I've heard that there's like a really weird sex scene or something like that. She takes off her shirt, she has her bra, and she mounts that man. And it's like, that never happened. It doesn't need to happen. Why can't she be just bad, bad girl on her own? Like, what's the deal? Why does she have to have a crush on Batman? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's sort of a. Uh, and it's talking about yoga. They have like her best friend is is gay. Like, there's like obviously wrong with any of that. But they bring that in as like a thing, like where there's like things like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, you have a partner with this guy than I do out in the field. And it's like very like just trying to bring all these things I guess to, to bring like the just make a fucking Batman movie like to bring like all I, I, like you know bring all the cultures together it seems like yeah. we're trying to align everybody so everyone can watch this and I'm just like what does this have to do with it and then it's like and then she like gives up being back for a minute and then fast forward to the end of Killing Joe that's so weird and then the Killing Joe thing happens through myself for self, which is cool yeah but it's not terrifying, That's it's not scary. It's rated R, so I'm thinking, man, I'm gonna like this, it's gonna give me a little bit of like a... Like the one review I read was that it didn't feel like they were basically just like animating the comic and then having like the actors unin like uninspired, uninspiredly, if that's a word, and if it's not, I just made it up. Read the lines from the comic and then just put those in there. Which is sort of what like Zack Snyder was accused of doing with Watchmen, and people hated it. So, was awesome. I liked it, yeah. So, I think what they did is they took, like, they were like, oh, we only have 30 minutes of stuff. This is a very generalized yeah. assumption. We only have 30 minutes of stuff. Let's, like, I don't even know. I can't even explain what they did to that first half an hour. Like, it was just so, it was almost offensive. The way they were using her, her best friend to, like, have him be effeminate and, like, a girl, like... Oh, he was like he was like the stock gay best friend. Yes, that's oh what I'm saying. God. Like I didn't want them to come off as oh no, there's a gay guy in this show. Like who cares? But they used him as like the effeminate like gay best friend, like you know like stereotypical thing. And it's just like why? I like that in like 2016. That is still around. Like that. Like, that why? Trope, yeah. yeah. That trope is like, still I around. I know people that are gay that you wouldn't know are gay. I know yeah. people that are effeminate that are straighter than I. Like you know what I mean? There's no yeah. like. There's no need for that generalization in in a Batman. Like yeah. incredible. A Batman cartoon that I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get some killing joke in. Yeah. And I'm getting all this stuff that like it's just like why? Yeah. What is, what is this for? Why are you bringing all these stereotypical things? Like people. This girl is like a. Yeah, she's like in love with me. It's oh, just. Yeah? I mean, a lot of people Yeah. So we spent $30 to see it. And I was, it was like 15 each or something. I don't remember. I think it was 30 bucks. I was like, oh my god. I think I said it was. $15. Well, he said know. there was like a special before that where they had the market. Oh, that's, that's, that's worth it. The market thing was cool. And then afterwards, they had like a, like a little short documentary on the music behind. Okay. I think they tied in like animated series music and all this stuff that they're using for this. Yeah. The score, which is cool. All that stuff's cool. But I should have just waited until I know, it was cool because I when they did Mass of Phantasm in the theaters, I didn't see it in theaters. Okay. That's the only other anime one of the theaters yeah, ever. I, I, I remember when that, when that came out. I had bombed in theaters, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, that's also one of my favorite Batman things ever, too. I never, I never got too into the uh, animated stuff. I think I, I think the only stuff I watched is Flashpoint and um, it was the one Justice League, I think Justice League 2. So is that like, I'm going to get this wrong, is that like 2001? Uh, no, it was more. Re it was. It was. Uh, it came out with the past Ooh. couple years. It was. Okay. Uh, it was the one where like Ra's al Ghul like hacks Bruce Wayne's computer. And oh. He finds out that Bruce Wayne has like a list of all the Justice League. It's pretty cool. It was. Uh, I think Mark Wade did the comic it's based on. And Yo. it's that was the only one I've ever seen. All right. So is it Ra's or Ray's? I always said Ra's. I hear. I always hear. 
I always hear Raz, and then I'll hear every once in a while I'll hear a raise, and I forget who says raise and who says Raz. I, I think on the only Arrow TV show they, they call him they 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 call him Raz, and that's that's what, what, what I, it's a, is it Shy Halud or is it Shy Halud? Like yeah. Who, all right. Who knows? So in the end of the day, who really cares? Yeah. 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 All right, so I know I really segued away from what we were talking about. Oh, no, 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 that, that, was, that was fun. I mean, that, that was exactly what I wanted to talk about, this, uh, like comic book movies with you. Um, but real quick, I don't want to hold you from, from true love. Uh, you said you've watched like two, two or three episodes of uh, Stranger Things? Two. What do you think so far? Incredible. You have any I'm theories? kind of captivated. you have any theories about what's going on? All right, so you have obviously some, some weird experimentation yeah. plan going on right now. Yeah. Can I say anything about the show? Go for it, man. There's spoilers. Spoilers abound. So if, okay. you're, if you're not familiar, yeah, two episodes turn in. it off. I'll be done eight by, like, I don't know, next summer. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have Eleven. She's obviously escaped from this facility. And, you know, she's... She can't tell if she was human and was just dehumanized. And she's slowly learning how to talk and learning mannerisms and all that. Yeah. Or if she's literally just not of this world. You don't know yet. Fair she's, enough. She reminds me of a young Sigourney Weaver alien. Yeah, I like, like that. I like that. And it just gets me like, everything about that show, like I kind of was like reserved because I have a girlfriend who can't watch anything that's rated PG-13 or higher. That would be Jess Goldie. Shout out to my turn to win. So I watch Game of Thrones on a laptop. When she goes to bed, it's actually, I feel like um, some weird like high school teenager sneaking away from his parents to watch That's what scary it is. things. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But once I'm done with Game of Thrones, I got one more season. I'll go back to just watch like it. one more season of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh my god. I watch god. all five in a month. I'm I'm so jealous of you right now. Because you're gonna read Don't be jealous. You're gonna relive the season six the last episode of season six. You're you're like you're gonna see those for the first time and I can't do that ever again. Like I could never see those for the first all right, time. Spoiler ever again. the first thing I ever saw was the battle scene from Battle of Bastards and that's why I started watching it. So I don't actually know what's okay. going on in that scene. Okay. Well, I I can spoil myself with one thing that I know, but I don't need to go into that. Yeah, but I mean, obviously there's somebody in that scene that you're like, oh. Yeah. And then the season five, like, oh. And then, yeah. He's okay. a horrible human being, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I never thought I would like that show because Same I'm like, here, yeah. I mean, I like stuff from that time, quote-unquote time period. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's got me captivated. But back to Street Things. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the um, Dustin is the Dustin, the, the goofy kid with the, 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 the yeah. What is this? What's this issue in his with his mouth? It's something oh like his, his his like his baby teeth fell out and his regular teeth didn't come in or something like that. Whenever he said whenever he says it the first time, I he's just I never I don't think I've ever used this word and I, I hope it doesn't come off creepy, but he's adorable that kid. Like he's just like he's what? adorable. That oh, kid yeah, is yeah, just yeah. like like just like the best thing. I don't know. The one thing the one thing that I was uh, I asked a couple other people about was. Um, there seems to be like a trend in like when, when people like make movies and TV shows like this, where it being retro comes off as like extremely inauthentic. How does it feel? They're covering Frostbite again. <laughs> They're covering Frostbite again. Yeah, they did it last year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that like kind of made me skeptical at first about it was like, as like a huge Stephen King fan and a huge Steven Spielberg fan, there's sort of like a tendency. If, like people are like, we don't really have something cool to make. We're gonna make it look retro to try to like tug at the hard strings. Do you get a sense at all that it's like insincere or does it feel like? Nah, feel like that's that's the thing. Is right away, you know, we thought we thought it was straight out of ET. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Keith Gallagher is getting razzed right now for his mosh and style. I just want to point that out. It's amazing. By Fat Glory, nonetheless. It's amazing. Me? How old do you think I am? I don't know. How old do you think I am? I already know. You're 32. No, I'm not. You told me yesterday you're 32. No, I did. I'm 28. Ah, nah. 16 hardcore years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Joe just called him Fat Glory, by the way, in there. Yeah. yeah. All right, like but go that. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. Authentics. It, right? it, feel, it feels yeah, it like you're watching ET. The pizza, yep. the kids playing, oh, they're playing like, I, I'm assuming they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. yeah that's what they're playing, right? Yep. Okay. And then the shed. That shed was very ET as well, yeah, where they walk and like. Very. You know, what, you know what's interesting about ET? Um, you know that was originally supposed to be a horror movie, right? No, I did not know this. I mean, I was, I, as, as a kid, I thought it was a horror movie. Spielberg made, he wrote a script where like, these like, aliens landed outside a farm, and they killed the older brother and all their farm animals, and they were like attacking the family, and the only way they got the family got out was there was one alien who was like, we shouldn't be doing this, I'm gonna help this family out. He turned the script into like Universal, and Universal was like, dude, this is amazing. Could you beef up the relationship between the little boy and the one good alien a little bit? So it's like, yeah, yeah, so he, and then that, and eventually that turned into E.T. How good is that? That's like, insane. That's why, so when I was watching it, I was, I watched it with Ashley, and I was, you know, I, I kept saying, like, this is like if Spielberg went all the way with his, like, evil alien. Right. Instead of being, like, a, a goofy, a, a good alien, but, uh... That's hilarious. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. If you get a chance, look up, uh, look up Rick Baker in E.T. He's the guy who did, uh, the special effects for, like, The Thing in American War from London. He did the original alien design for it, and it was so fucking scary. It's okay. so scary, yeah. Oh well, yeah, E.T., what else did I think of? Uh, just she's got about the Goonies, I yeah. thought about Stand By Me, oh, really? the Fikes, you know, yeah. the woods. Like, I mean, obviously those are very general things, but for me, they got the, I don't know if it's the, the soundtrack going on. That like, opening score is amazing. I mix with that, the elemental, like, just everything about it just had, like, like, I felt good watching it. Yeah, yeah. Like, those, that era, the 80s, 90s, Movies don't really feel good. No, they, they, like, they, they, they really don't. Like, comedies aren't as funny as they were. Right? Oh, no. There, there's, there's no subtlety. Have you, have you seen the new Ghostbusters yet? No, I want to because most of the party kills me. Yeah. See, I don't like her and I still love it. But I mean, even, 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 even though, like, I liked it a lot more than I, I thought I was going to, it still lacks the, like, the original one. It's just like, and it doesn't have that. And I think that's, that's definitely, like, there's, like, a lost art to, like, 80s movies. Be it horror, comedy, whatever. That Stranger Things recaptures, whereas others don't. Like, if you look at Airplane, if you look at any movie from, like, the 80s. Yeah. Like, the, the humor in that, it's just, there's there's class to it. I feel like there's really not much class. It's just um, dick and fart. Oh, yeah. James Tom Bob would say dick and fart jokes. That's, I mean, I mean, the problem is that's how, like, again, I like the new Ghostbusters, but a lot of that humor is very, like... Yeah, most of those movies are one-time watches because it's just shock value. You've seen it all, yeah. So you kind of, you might giggle, and then it's just like, it's like the MC, you're like... Oh, yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I've seen Ghostbusters hundreds of times, probably. Exactly. And I still laugh every single time when they're standing outside and uh, Bill Murray's like drinking and he's, he's like, how are we gonna get this money? He's like, like no. We're gonna, he's like, you know, it's just like, or like it's so, it, like, it's so simple, but it's like, they never make a movie like that nowadays. Well, yeah, Dumb and Dumber, I mean, that's obviously, 
Oh, oh yeah. Dude, that you guy. know what I mean? It's a, it's a very dumb movie. Yeah, it's a, they, but I can watch it a thousand times and yeah. I laugh every time. They can't. They, they try too hard to, to capture to recapture the plane to get a bottle. Yep. And it, it's like they, they they can't. Like that, just that time period is just like it, I don't know what it's, what was in the water at that point, but it's like they they, they can't uh, they can't reproduce it. Oh yeah, if you want to shut me it out at any time here. Oh no, I was going to say this sounds this sounds like a, a great place to wrap it up. Okay, so, um, one more thing or two more things. Okay, I got two things. One, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I know we didn't talk about that much about Captain America. Yeah. Holy shit, he was so good in that. He was so good in that. I can't. Have wait. you seen? Have you seen who else is going to be in the Black Panther movie? No. Like, See, Mike, I'm not a I'm not a trailer guy anymore. Uh, I don't watch trailers. Anymore. Michael B. Jordan is going to be in it. Okay. Um, do you watch The Walking Dead? I watch four or five episodes. And then the, the actress who plays Michonne is going to be in it. Okay. It's just like. Marvel can Marvel can make like Marvel can make a movie about I don't know like Case Pop King. Like, that's gonna be the summer blockbuster. That's gonna be the summer blockbuster. Yeah, who would have seen Guardian of the Galaxy? Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I didn't give a hoot about that until I just saw a trailer. I saw a trailer. Yeah. He's in it. I don't know. Like, oh, now I got something to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It'll be dope. One more thing. Next time we do a podcast, I'm talking to romance, my favorite movie of all time. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love I'm going to say something after this recorder goes off. Because I don't want this to go on record, but we can absolutely talk about that. All right. Keith, it was a, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Have a great rest of the weekend. Too, man. All right. I'm sitting here with Mr. Rambo Cho. Hello. What's it like being one of the few Asian people in hardcore in Philadelphia? Uh, I feel special. And awesome. Uh, fantastic, actually. Yeah. They don't know what kind of superpowers we have, so it's nice. I know, it's good. You gotta keep them guessing. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? How old are you, Rambo? Uh, 29. Do you, and you still like the mosh? I do. How, how late do you think you're gonna keep on going with the mosh until you stop? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with until H2O falls and quits. Wow. So when H2O is done, that's it, you're finished. Yeah, you know why? Because it's like, what, like the first time I saw H2O was like 99. Yeah. And like that's when I just got into them too. So I was just kind of like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing back then. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I'm like, all right, so I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> and like, I remember back then I could go throughout a whole set. Yeah. But now it's kind of like. Not quite got, so yeah. a whole set now. It's they like, play longer now, to be fair. Uh, yeah, too long. They yeah. make their sh and I, now I know why like hardcore songs are like two minutes or less because there's guys like us that can't last four minutes. So you just got to get through it and then that's it. Yeah, dude. It's all good, man. It's all good, though. But I back it, though. You know what? Here's the thing. I am I am 38 years old. You don't look good. Uh, but thank it's because we're Asian. Yeah. Cause, we can be uh, 100 you know, and still look like we're 30. They say black don't crack, but I'm telling you, man, <laughs> Asian people don't say anything and just stay young forever. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, here's my thing. I'm not going to stop moshing until one or both of my legs fall off. That's my plan. Uh, like, And I don't give a shit. The problem is I definitely don't get moved by bands like I did back in right. the day. No, like, dude, do you remember like when we were younger, we go to shows and it was like, yo, I'm getting there from the first band because I love that band. And I'm moshing all the way through to the end of the night. Right. Like, I, I don't get to shows like that anymore. No, I don't like that either. Like, And that's why I like... Like, I remember uh, the first time I ever got hit in the face was during uh, Snapcase. And they were uh, they were on tour Shutdown. Right. 
and um, that was at Club Chrome, and that was the first time I got hit in the face. Yeah, Old Bridge? Uh, Club Chrome? Um, no, it's uh, South Amboy. South so like, Amboy. It's like 10 minutes from uh, Starland Bar. Right, 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 right. Well, like, um, it, was a, it was a nice venue for hardcore shows back then. I just told the story about the first time I ever moshed, and it was to Strife at the Pipeline. With um, it was in Newark, New Jersey, with with strife and shutdown. It was the first time I ever moshed. That'd be a good show. It was a good time. It was Twenty Five to Life played, so you know, I don't know. Yeah. It was cool. If you were to make a bill that would make Rambo mosh the entire time through, I'm not going to assume the H2O would be the headliner. But what other bands? Give me three bands that you would mosh straight through. Straight through? Yeah. Uh, no particular order? No particular... Well, I mean, again, I assume that H2O would be at the top, but maybe uh, I'm wrong. Maybe Rambo's got another another band. I, would, I don't know. I mean, like, I think opening-wise, I would probably go with Pennywise. Really? Pennywise, but, like, Pennywise about time, and... Uh, Isn't that the, the tour that they're on yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going. So you're a Pennywise fan. Kicked, yeah, I'm a huge Pennywise fan. You don't think that all their merch looks like snowboarder art? Ah, see, that's the thing. I grew up in the skate, like, skateboarding. So it was right. like, uh, immediately, like, that whole SoCal punk scene was like, that drew me in. Right. So you are already into that stuff. Yeah. So okay. I was already skating right. at that point, and like, because like, Russ from Underdog was the one who got me into skateboarding. Right, right, and right, like, right. exposed me to like, that skate culture where it was like, punk mixed really well with skateboarding. Right. I see. So, yeah. So like, okay, so we got Pennywise. A, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot of good dance with parts in About Time, that record. Wow. There's some good yeah. tempo rockers in there. Okay, all so, right. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, so I we're mean, starting with Pennywise. Starting because that will get me real pumped. You know? Okay. Get me real pumped. Number two. Um, I mean, does it matter if the band's still around or not? No. I would say H2O is like the mid card. Right the there. number two? Yeah. You want to save two. your energy for them. Yeah. You want to have the most. Okay. Because you, know, you know what it is? Like, H2O is just fun, dude. At this point, like, I don't know back then, but it was, I remember always having fun. Yeah. It was never like one of those, like, yeah, I want to just fucking punch somebody in the face. It was more or right. less like, I always remember like having my arm around my best friends, my brother, and like uh, you know all the people I grew up with. So like it was one of those like you know like a fa it's almost like family. Yeah, it's always at that show. They like family. Yeah, they don't have friends. <laughs> they have family. Yeah, family exactly. Dominic man. Toretto, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I don't know if I live my life a quarter miles. I'm too fucking lazy for that, dude. <laughs> I don't think I can make that. Maybe a couple feet. So, and then maybe a sandwich shop. So we have Pennywise and H2O. Give me two more to bring it home two for more. Rambo. Oh, man, two more. Yeah. Shit. You're dancing uh, the whole way through. Okay. Dancing all the way through. I'm going to go with um, number, th number three. See? Uh, that's a tough one, man. I, well, I'm asking you, man. I'm not going to ask you the I'm gonna, easy I'm gonna questions. Go, I'm going to go uh, number three. I'm going to have to definitely say... Uh, it was just on the tip of my tongue for like two seconds. Uh, I could tell you my headliner. Well, no, I want I want to know number three and then the headliner. Why are you making this difficult, Rambo? It's amazing. We make everything difficult. Why are you making this difficult? I mean, look, like it takes like a million dollars to fix a car, right? Right. Go on. <laughs> uh, number three, I'm gonna have to go with Comeback Kid. Oh, okay. But right. Comeback Kid, like you know, kind of a dark like, horse pick. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, Comeback Kid first two records. Okay, okay. Because, uh, you know, I remember going to Help Fest. Right. And seeing them. And, and being was, stoked. Yeah, 2004. Right. No, no, 2000, yeah, 2004 is like the last time I had Help Fest, but that was the first time I ever saw them. Okay, so was, okay. So I was immediately drawn into it. They kind of, they had like a very, that same energy that like Bane had. 
Right. It's like immediately, I don't know, you know, I was drawn into it without a doubt. Okay. Okay. So like, yeah, I would definitely do that. And then the headliner. It's got to be Bane. Bane. The almighty Bane. You love that band. I, dude, I, I saw them three, like four days straight, went to Massachusetts for that. Oh, uh, for the last show. Yeah. Wow, you're like a super fan. Well, you know, I don't know if I've seen them a hundred times. I feel like I have. Wow. Because I've seen them like in Kentucky, seen them in Florida, and other right. random states. I don't know. So I, like, I know they have like a, a Bane 100 club type of deal. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I'm in that. Bon Jovi has a group like that. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. John Bon. John Jovi. Bond, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. I didn't know that. So, yeah, well, you, I mean, you know, you are from the Garden State, are you not? Then you're doing you're doing injustice to your to your hometown. Yeah, he's always like he owes the Philadelphia Soldier. Yeah, but he's New Jersey. Like, dude, his best record is called Bon Jovi, New Jersey. Did you do you like Chris Hardwick? Do you like that comedian Chris Hardwick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the last time we saw him, his closer was a joke about Bay and Jovi. Did you see that? Yeah, he uh, did Bane singing Wanted, Dead or Alive, Bane from the Batman movies. Yeah. So he's like, I'm a cowboy. I'm a steel horse. I ride. Dude, it was amazing. It was fucking genius. Best clothes I've seen on a comedian ever. In a long time, anyway. I wish I could have been there for that. It was good, man. It was good. I got, so, I got, hopefully it's online. Maybe check that shit out. Just saying, man. Chris Hardwick. He's coming around again. So, oh, is it? Yeah, the ID10 tour, I think it's called. ID10T, it's something like that. He's with like another dude, right? No, he's the uh, headliner. Because I remember there was that one tour he had where it was him with another guy. Yeah. And they were playing, they made, they made music. Yeah, it's Mark Furman. It's Hard and Firm is the name of the thing. Okay. They were like college roommates or something. Yeah, yeah, shit. something I don't like know. that. They had their own like special on Tommy Central, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like those guys. I like Chris Hardwick. I like the whole Nerdist thing. Yeah. Those yeah. guys are awesome. I got a friend that works with Nerdist. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what my four bands would be. It would probably be like Kid Dynamite, Lifetime, Torches to Rome, and uh, Sticks and Stones. Something those like that. Those are you pretty well. I mean, that was a lot I think about it, but I, but I mean, like, you know, those are the bands that if I were to see, I would be pumped the whole way through. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Who, what, would you, what would the headliner be? Torches to Rome. Okay. They're like my favorite band of all. Well, I say that a lot. That a lot. I, I speak in hyperbole. I don't know if you know. That's my thing. I'm like, yo, I don't mean to be weird, but this is the greatest moment of my natural life and nothing will ever compare to it. I say that shit a lot about bands. Like, you yeah. know, I have a lot of like, yo, it's my favorite band. But have you ever listened to Torches to Rome? Uh, not, like, not heavily. They are so perfect. They put out one 12-inch record and it was like a 45. It wasn't even like 33. Yeah. And then they broke up. And that was it. Like the demo that, and then um, the singer went on. That do you know who Mike Kirsch is? Yeah. He did Pinhead Gunpowder. He did like a bunch of other bands. Right. And then he did uh, Motherfucker Mother Country was another one. Uh, Please inform the captain. This is a hijack. Like that dude that. is like my hero. Yeah. I love every single thing that that dude's ever done. And then um, yeah, no, that'd be my number one. I've never seen him. He's dead now. He transitioned to a female and then he passed away. So yeah, it's kind of brutal. But still. I mean, Legacy-wise, that's my favorite hardcore of right. all time. Like, I always loved, like, Evolution Hardcore. So, you know, yeah. that's my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Everyone has a thing. Like, that's why... I, yours I mean, is the, the youth crew. Huh? You yeah, like the youth crew hardcore? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose so. I'm very... Stuff, like, more, like... I don't know. Like, I like more stuff, like, more on the punk side. Yeah. I'm what like, punk bands are you into now? Right now? Man, I haven't really listened to much of anything. Uh, well, I have been like getting back into like listening to Exploited, right? And then like um, the Addicts, like old stuff like that. Yeah. That like I've I been listening to a lot of Oi lately. 
There's this one band from uh, Colombia that I really like called Dead Hero. It's okay. like uh, skinhead away kind, you know. Yeah. Uh, Leg uh, Legion 76 from Philly. It's the dudes from the Boils, the Endicrat Brothers. Oh, right. oh, okay. They put out a band. they put out like a five song EP on Bandcamp. Fucking awesome. I love That's that it. shit so much. And uh, you know, I've been listening a lot of Coxfire. I still like that shit a lot. Yeah. More of the Oi stuff than than straight up raw punk. Yeah. Although lately, I've also been listening to like uh, Who Killed Spiky Jacket and like a lot of crustier stuff like that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just really fun to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's just you know, I feel like it's just I don't know. It's a different atmosphere, you know. For sure, for you know, sure. Like uh, from a hardcore show, because I feel it's a little more volatile. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There, I there, don't really. I've never really experienced that kind of scene though, like the yeah. way I know the hardcore scene. Yeah, my my buddy, like uh, back in the day, they did this thing. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of Holidays in the Sun. Yeah, I do remember that. They had that Stone Pony one year, and this like years ago, and I remember going. And this is before, like, I guess, the pony had like all the updated stuff going on, and uh, I've never seen. Like, I would, ex you would expect, like, because I, you know, you got people all around the world coming out for this. Yeah, man, it used know? to be like huge in Germany. Like, yeah, and they tried to bring it festivals. to Asbury Park for some ungodly reason. It's pretty weird, but it it, it went pretty well, and like, yeah. you know, I, you would think it was like people doing drugs and I mean I'm sure there was but yeah. it was well, pretty Punk is not in the best neighborhood no no but, I mean, although I hear it's nice. better now no man. it's much better now you want to hear one of my first Stone Pony shows it was like the second or third time I'd ever seen H2O there was still like an opener band yeah, but it was H2O Rocket from the Crypt and Rancid when the Outcome the Wolves tour. Oh, wow. It was the first like time I... Uh, like 96, 97. 96, 97. It was the first time I ever saw Rocket from the Crypt, right? So this band comes out, they got a horn section. And they all are dressed in, like, mariachi clothes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Is this ska? Like, what the fuck's happening? Uh, and then they go into it, and they have since become my favorite band. Like, one of my favorite bands of all time. Rocket from the Crypt? Yeah, I saw I've them. I've never got to see them live, ever. They just played in Irving Plaza in Asbury. Okay. You didn't go to the Asbury show? Nah, I don't, because you know, I work very often. I work, like, all the time. This is, if you, I mean, I know I have a table here and everything, and, like, I, people assume, like, I'm working, but this is, like, my first day off, in theory. Yeah. In the last, like, 12 days. Yeah. Wow. So, like. You got to not work so much, man. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, if you want to, I feel like you want to be successful, you got to sacrifice the time. Yeah, I get you know. it. Well, no, See, it's here's the thing. Like, to me, successful is not about being rich. It's about just, you know, just, Well, being here's happy. the thing. The only currency that really means anything is, is time. Right. So when you sacrifice that for your money, I don't know if the payoff's so good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, dude, you know what? My mom says the same exact thing. I mean, like, my brother has two kids now. They're young. You know what I mean? And, like, we talk about, like, right now we're in a situation at our job. Me and my brother work together, yeah. where we get a lot of time to work right now, and it's cool. Like it's almost at will, but it's also like, dude, like these kids are gonna grow up, and they need you around now. Like you yeah. can't, you know. But, so, I, I, don't but know. I think that's like the Asian, like not even like not even just saying like a specific like group of Asians at all, but I think like I have a lot of friends that are like Chinese and Japanese and Filipino. How many? Yeah, you have a lot of Filipino know? friends. Yeah, I do. Have, I do have a few Filipino friends, and they. It seems like, like just Asian culture itself, yeah. we just tend to work hard. I think it's because a lot of Asian culture in America is based in survivalist mentality. Yeah, That our absolutely. parents had a lot to go through in order to get here in the first place. Right. And so the yeah. things that we've been indoctrinated with 
It's yeah. just the idea that you gotta make that shit happen. You gotta exactly. work. So my parents had me working when I was seven years old, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I only had one dishes. <laughs> clean dishes, taking orders, Brutal. ready to register. Like, yeah. My parents own a Japanese restaurant. We're Korean. I mean, yeah. Wow. You know, fact that, right? I don't man, know. that's weird. <laughs> but I, I back it. I, I'm down. Yeah. You, no, know, yeah, you gotta support Asian businesses. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. No, like, unfortunately, it closed. But like, huh, you know, well, that was the, they had it open for the majority of my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, they. What was it like when it closed? Uh, it was uh, uncertainty, I guess. You yeah. know, it's like. Where, where do we go from here type of deal, you know? Um, for me, you know, I, I, at that time, I was pursuing music, and I was on tour with uh, with my band at the time. What you know, band was that? At that time, a band was called Undying Morals. It was like a more of like a post-hardcore metal band. Uh, very, like, if you want to think, like, old boys that's fire type of deal. With like a mix of, like, you know, punk into it. What'd you do? Uh, I played drums. I'm, uh, I've been a drummer. I played drums since I was seven, seven, eight years old. Right. So. Are like, you playing in a band now? Uh, I'm writing my own stuff. Writing nice. my own stuff. I felt your, I felt the tip of his penis on my arm. That was Liam, by the way. It felt very small. You <laughs> <laughs> got Liam, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, now, right now, I'm writing my own stuff and like, see how it goes. So I'm like writing acoustic stuff, I'm writing like pop punk stuff, some heavier stuff, things. But I'm doing all my own time, like, because I've always grew up to uh, appreciate Dave Grohl as a musician. Right. Because he essentially wrote his that first record on his own. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a testament to like musicians everywhere. And I feel like that's like a challenge for me. And I think that's where I'm at. Like, right. I need something to push me into a direction. And that's where it looks like it's going. So like, I want to... Yeah, I'm working, but like, like playing music, it's what's making me happy at this point. Yeah, you know? no, I hear you, man. I'm right so, there with I, you, brother. Yeah, I know you got like. You got a couple things, a couple a irons in the fire. Going through, yeah. Two, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, having anything more than one is like a million today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rambo. Thanks for talking to me, buddy. Right, yeah, man. Likewise. I love you, man. Love you too, brother. If you want some hummus, you're more than welcome to it. No, thank you. Allie brought it for us. Very nice. I'm. Uh, you're trying to cut back on your hummus consumption? Yes. I uh, well, I had uh, I went out with Melani for breakfast this morning and I ate too much. Nice. It's so hot. I'm just not. Yeah, dude. I feel you've like been I sitting want here to some... eat, but I don't. So, it's yeah. so fucking hot, and the first thing I ate was a bowl of the kung fu hoagies ramen. Yeah. Because I'm a smart guy. I almost got a sandwich from there, but I was like, "What am I thinking? I I feel gross. You know, like." I feel like I'm swimming, and... <laughs> it's I, supposed to rain at 12, and it hasn't yet. But I have this. Listeners, I have a purple fan that squirts water. I'm about to squirt Mike DC with it. Ah, uh, uh, so refreshing, right? This is why I agreed to do this. It's the fan afterwards. It's not just the water. So how are you How are you enjoying the weekend? Are you here for any of it, or just tonight? I am just here for Most Precious Blood. Awesome. So they are... Uh, we were... Uh, lucky enough to get to tour with them once, and we share a drummer. Oh. Our drum, you know, uh, we have Colin. He plays with them. He played with Damnation for a while, and uh, yeah, and they're just amazing people. So yeah, I'm there cool. to see them. You know, it'd be nice to see GB and everything, but I don't get much out of reliving old bands. So it's just not just... as not the same for me. I so, hear you. Um, I'll watch Sunny. 
did you get a did you get a hate five six t-shirt no i did not they're awesome i bought one today oh yeah 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 i had sunny put one aside for me i think i have to go well i'll probably have to get one of those and then i have to go get a, a battery shirt from shirts for a cure yeah 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 those are pretty awesome what do you yeah. think about those um i love them i don't remember that design i guess it's he said it's a reprint of a design, but that really? just, so that just shows my memory how shitty it is. But um, yeah, it's so, a great design. It's it, amazing. It's a green shirt. I don't know if I'd wear a green shirt that often, but you look like a giant leprechaun. Yeah. So know? I support your wearing of a green shirt. So you know, I mean, but it would be nice. I mean, I think ninety-nine percent of my shirts are black, so I figure you know a green one, a green one would be good. Hey man, you got to change it up. Though. Sometimes I think that uh, I might have like some type of mental disorder when I do my laundry because it's reams and reams of black t-shirts. Yes. I'm just like, wow, is this what autism looks like? You know what I mean? Like, it was funny because I, I had them, I took my laundry to a wash and fold one time and the woman pointed that out that I had one gray shirt. Nice. And she goes, did you have more than that? And I was like, no. She goes, well, is this yours? Because there was only one out of probably 40-something shirts. Amazing. Wow. Yes. So what's, yeah. it, what's it like taking your clothes to a wash and fold? Very easy. Sub-question, is it a problem for someone else touching your underwear? Nah, I, I don't care. You, you don't know? care? Just no, go for it. Because sometimes I just want my clothes folded, and I know I will not do that. Right. So, so it's um, worth the cost of paying. Yeah. But, you know, also, my mom loves to do my laundry. That's a little... Uh, a little DC history yeah, there. She loves to do my laundry. I think Not it like, kind of it. Makes, her, uh, make, makes her feel like she's still doing her motherly duties. So sometimes I'll go down there and do my laundry. and she That's just pretty amazing. That's like, genius. Those people at the wash and fold, I mean, they seriously... Put everything like so tightly folded. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, so, wow. I, I support them. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I'm gonna tell Melani. Yeah. Listen, babe. I know we have a washing machine, but guess what? Yeah. Wash and fold on these t-shirts, yeah. babe. Yeah, that's a good plan. So uh, tell tell me uh, how awesome Only Glory was when we played with Token Action. Well, it was wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, was it was it the skill of our singer, Bruce Park? What I love about him, and I don't know if anyone else notices this, but he reminds me of the singer of TSOL. No, no one said that. That's what I, when I first heard his voice, and you guys do have kind of like an old school punk feel. Right. And so his voice goes perfectly with it. And so it reminded me of listening to uh, TSOL, because they're one of the first punk bands I got into. So I was like, this is fucking awesome. That is easily the, the greatest compliment paid us so far ever. Hey, and then uh, we get to play with you guys Halloween night. Dude, so, it's so psyched, fun. man. So pumped. Are you pumped? I'm pumped. Yeah, you know, because I realize that I enjoy I enjoy singing sometimes. You're I don't good like, at it. I don't like, thank you, I don't like the leading up to it because I get so nervous. I go throw up and yeah. I think about it. It's like the dentist for me where I think about it like a week in advance and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to cancel. And yeah. I'm like, I look for reasons to cancel. But then once I do it, I'm like, wow, that felt good. You know? That's pretty great. That's pretty it's kind great. Of like you know, a good happy ending after a night out with you. I understand, man. I, I have a good hand style. That's what I've been told. So you know, but um, what did you think about our Warzone cover I, or our Blitz cover? 
I'm not familiar with Blitz, actually. Ah, okay. And Nobody was. Yeah, um, you know, Warzone was good. I don't... I haven't listened to them in probably almost 30 years. So. I almost shit my pants because the guy from Warzone was there playing with Token Entry. That's what I... Uh, wait, who told me that? Rick. I tried to make everyone bail, and they wouldn't. I was yeah. like, guys, he's here. We can't do this. And then Rick told me to stop being a pussy, so we did it. Yeah, well, I think, you know, yeah, I think you guys sounded really good. And for what, your third? Yeah, third show. For your reunion show. It I mean, was, yeah, first show, last show, reunion show. So what are you going to build on as Halloween is? Uh, I don't know. I think that we should make it. I, well, I was going to, the idea was we might play like a cover set, and then we might bill ourselves as that band, which I think would be really funny. Especially if we pick someone like relatively obscure or new, but you know, I don't know, man. I'm just happy to hang out and play, like play with you guys. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be my man. second time playing with you. Yes. I like that we have that history together. That we played shows together like that. Well, that's when I first met you. Yeah, when we played with 108. Yep. That was pretty crazy. And then, uh, then I played solo with Dead Black Empty. Yes. And pretty funny. And then now Holy Glory. Yeah. yeah, man. You got to play with all my... I, I think I'm going to start a band just to play with you guys. Yeah. Every single. I want every single iteration of my musical output to be played with with Mike DC. Well, now that uh, this Pure record is kind of finally getting worked is on... Is it? Ken um, worked on guitars this week with Mike Schleibaum. Let's, let's just for the listeners, tell. can we say what it is? Um, back, well, back in 1993, Ken and I recorded the song uh, Cold by The Cure. And people, we got a, such a positive reaction to it that for the next 15 years, we talked about recording the whole album. Finally, Which is pornography by yeah, The Cure. Sorry. Um, so finally, in 2010, we got started working on it. And I finished my vocals in September 2010, and it's now August 2016, and it finally started, I think the whole reason Ken agreed to work on it is, I told Mike Schleibaum from Darkest Hour that I didn't care, I was just going to put it out the way it was, which is, you know, no scratch guitars, a drum machine, and me. You know, right. and the, the, everything was just basically set it up so I could get my vocals down. And uh, so, yeah, and I told Mike I was going to do it unless they finished it. And he told Ken that I was crazy enough to do that. Right. Lo and so, behold. And so now they finished guitars this week. So six years later. It's you know, pretty amazing. So yeah. I think when when that comes out, we'll probably play a few shows if uh, we're able to hook that up. So That would be awesome. And we'll have, what, um... What's your, what's your other bands? Cross Keys and Solarized, yeah. And then I hear you're going to teach Melani how to play bass. For another project yeah, where so I'm the only male and it'll be three females. So, you know, we can play with you guys also. I would totally adore that. So, yeah, you know, I think we have a good future together. I'm into it, man. I'm into it. I love our future together. So have you watched that movie? I started it, but I haven't had enough time to get it all the way down. It's worth watching. The first, I I will say that I like the first 20 minutes that I saw. And you're not the only person to recommend it to us. Okay. A lot of people have been like, yo, that movie's the shit. It's good. It's kind of freaky. And, you know, there's a couple really good parts in it, like a neat twist. Yeah. And where I was like, I did not see that coming. All right. I'm into it. We should watch it together. How about that time that we watched... um, what was that movie we saw? Not the Korean one. 
Oh, um, the um, last exorcism. Yeah. The oh, first yeah. time we saw that shit, that was fucking scary, right? And I was so scared, I wouldn't walk home, so I made you guys drive me home, and I Dude. felt bad because you probably lost your parking space. Not even a problem. It was worth it. That was but such a fun time, right? That scared me. I think the biggest thing that scared me is when they go in the room and she... Oh, well, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, no, dude, when yeah, she's no. sitting on top of the wardrobe, though. Oh, you gave it away. Okay. I don't care. They, people, listeners of Cinepunks know I ruin movies. Okay, yeah. That's my thing. I, remember, everyone, it was not me who did that. So. <laughs> yeah, how excited are you for Bayside coming to Philadelphia? Oh, my God. Well, if anyone could see me now, let me describe myself. There's a very good-looking young man on the other side of uh, the table from me. Well, that's Josh. But then me, on the other hand, I'm wearing a Bayside shirt. Which how many Bayside shirts do you have? Probably about 15. 15? Yeah. I what do you think is the upper limit of Bayside shirts that you should have? 30, you know? <laughs> I, I primarily wear Bayside and Fallout Boy shirts. And Thrice shirts. I only have one Thrice shirt. Well, you wear it a lot. Yes, I like I it. It looks good on you. You know, because I usually, I you know, I have my rotation. And I also wear Jinx-proof tattoo shirts. There you the go, time, man. There so. you go. But yeah, so that's my... Uh, but they're all black, so if I get this battery shirt in the green, I'm going to mix it up a little. Man, you're living life. 2016 is a new epoch. I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, I don't think I own a green shirt. Hey, man. There's always time for one. Yes. But uh, you're so you're psyched on Bayside coming to Philly? Yeah, you know, their new album sounds great. Yeah, you um, like it? Well, I've only heard two songs. Um, someone had some length to, like, for promo listens, but I didn't want to. No, like, you're waiting for the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and I was hesitant to listen uh, to the two songs they had released. And they may have released more, but I was like, no, I want to hear the whole thing. Right. I'm a purist. I hear that. That's a good I, way to be. I love, every, I love everything they've ever done. There's probably one song of theirs that I don't really care for. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Just, there's something about their lyrics that just hit me, you know. And same with Off With Their Heads. I don't wear as many off with their head shirts. You have one, though. You wore it to the I, Only Glory show where we played with Token Edgy. True. Where I, Token Edgy played with us. I think I have three shirts. Right, right, four. right. Good. So, yeah, Not bad. So this is less about movies and more about my wardrobe. It's more about Mike DC and my love for Mike DC. Hey. So, you know, that's my plan. Yeah. This year is all about homies. That's the deal. So, you know, I'm into it. And you and you ruining movies for people. I ruin movies and I talk to homies. So what do you usually ask people? Normally I give them a question about superheroes and horror movies. Yeah, I'm so, not really into superheroes all that much. Or horror movies. And, yeah. What so, was that movie you tried to show me and I got angry? It was, was a Korean movie called Survive Style 5. Yes, and we watched about 15 minutes of it and I got angry and almost yeah. crashed this house. I've like, tried to, like stormed out and made me feel bad that I tried. They can watch this crazy movie. I want 15 minutes back. I don't know how to give it to you, but it's yours. Oh yeah, just ask. Just say the word. Yeah, so what was it called again? Survive Style 5. Okay, no one ever see that. It's, oh my god, it's such a waste of time. Probably no one ever has is the thing. So okay. there you go. You're lucky. <laughs> All right, Mike, thanks for talking to me. I love you, man. Thank you for having me. I love you. You're the best. All right, state your name, sir. Uh, my name is Joey Breeding. And who are you here with? You're you're in a van, I'm assuming. Uh, well, no, I did merch for uh, Full of Hell okay. on Friday. Awesome. How are you enjoying? Where are you from? I'm from Delaware. Lower and, Delaware. Okay. How are you enjoying the festival? Uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, 
especially Thursday. Got to see Youth of Today. Yeah, so that was pretty all-time intense. All-time favorites, yeah. And cool. uh, last night at the after show, Refused was incredible. You made it to the Refused. Yeah. yeah. Man, it How was it? So was good. it crazy? I heard it, it was, was insane. It was like uh, so much better than I anticipated. Yeah. They played short and sweet. They played the hits, like just what people wanted to hear. It was cool. They were very like humble. It was like just a cool, intimate setting. It's pretty great. Yeah. And it's they played awesome. and they played Pump the Brakes, which was right. The most That's what everybody wants yeah. to hear. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Who else have you seen during the festival that you've been stoked on? Um, Who else are you excited to see tonight? I'm excited to see Ruiner tonight. Uh, I've, I saw them, I don't know, a dozen or more times when they were around because I. Uh, in Delaware, we don't have a lot of shows, so I always had to drive to like Baltimore or Philly. So I got to see Ruiner a lot. They were on like every show. Um, so I'm excited for them. Uh, Angel Dust was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the first couple bands on Thursday, especially Free, Protester, uh, Line of Sight was incredible as well, and Standoff. Mm-hmm. I like all those guys too. You like a lot of newer bands like that, or what? I, mean, I like try to, you know, give everybody a fair shot, but I just like, I don't know, like I think a lot of the new DC bands especially are great. Yeah. Um, and then, Pure Disgust. Yeah, Pure Disgust is another one too, absolutely. Those guys are all in the same bands too, and Red yeah. Death is great too. I miss them, uh, unfortunately, but I've seen them a lot, so I'm sure I'll see them again. Cool. Um, what kind of uh, movies have you seen lately, or what kind of things have you seen lately that you've enjoyed, uh, or are you looking forward to? Movie-wise, uh, I saw, well, so early this year, uh, I saw Green Room, love that. Uh, and then more recently, I saw uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, and that blew me away. Yeah. Uh, What's your history with uh, Taika Waititi? Do you know his other movies? Oh, yeah. Well, what We Do in the Shadows is great. Um, as far as I'm not sure if he's done anything else other than that. And, like, yeah, he did a movie called Boy. Okay, I haven't seen that. That's on Fandor. I don't know if you have a no, Fandor account. I, I could track it down. As a, as a, if you're a film enthusiast, I would yeah. I would suggest the Fandor subscription. Okay, cool. I'll just, it's, I'll it's like seven bucks a month. That's not bad at all. But uh, yeah, he has a movie called Boy that's really, really good. Okay. And then he did a movie called... Uh, Eagle versus Shark. Oh, I've heard of that, but I've never, I've never seen it. It's always been like on my radar, but yeah. never checked it out. Yeah. It's very, um, uh, the brand of comedy is very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's very like awkward and just like really kind of bordering on pain. Oh yeah. So, but uh, what did you think about Hunt for the Wilder People? Oh man, I, I it's gonna be hard to top it for this year for me. I, I, I don't think I've laughed that much in a movie in a while. I thought that the chemistry between the kid and Sam Neill. Sam Neill, right? Yeah, man. I was like, what? also, I, I found out, so he was born in Ireland, but he's a resident of New Zealand. Yes. Which is like, I didn't know that, and I thought that that was like a cool, like, get, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, He is the uh, priest in the funeral scene. Yeah. That is the director. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that funeral scene is up there with the Princess Bride marriage scene. Oh, man. Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, I was talking about that with uh, Steve Welch uh, right. the other day. And we, yeah, he said yeah, the yeah. same he thing. He said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, where, that's where I came up. But, um, yeah, I, I love the tone of that movie. Yes. I think one of the most compelling things about that movie is really kind of nerdy. But that they filmed in the woods, like on location in New Zealand. Yeah. And yet the sound direction of it is so perfect. Yeah. Did you notice that at all? I like, did. Uh, it, it's like kind of, it's strange that they were able to capture it in that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, to think about what must have gone into that technically. Oh, yeah. Like, just having to, well, drown out so much, like... So much ambient noise. Yeah, just like natural sound that's uh, happening. Do you think that movie would have been as impactful? if the kid was not fat? I don't know. Uh, 
that's a good question. I, I think about I it a lot. As, of it. Yeah. as a fat dude, I think about it like, <laughs> would this movie be the same if the dude was skinny? Well, what, what, uh, what, how do you feel? I think they, they never refer to him as a fat kid in the movie. They don't, and it's like, I don't know, and they don't like even perceive him as that, really. Like, right. He doesn't, like, how, as, like how other maybe fat kids are, like, depicted in movies like he's not like you know he's not doing the truffle shuffle yeah, in front of the yard truffle shuffle for crying you know, out loud I mean, like that shit is like I think that's weirdly a subtle point of inclusion that um shows that that is a progressive movie yeah absolutely and I so, hadn't thought of that but you're absolutely right I guess it, and at, at the time it wasn't even something I thought about really right like, he was incredible he was great so yeah. good the other thing is I think it oddly mirrors No Country for Old Men in that the movie is not about the child, the movie is actually about Sam Neill. Right. Because he's the one who has the biggest progression from the beginning to the end he really of the movie. Yeah, so, like he's just like, I, I thought when I, like towards the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, so Sam Neill is basically playing Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Like in the beginning Dude. stages of the movie, he's like just a curmudgeon. Like, <laughs> but like he gets so.
Wow.